it's just like sometimes you have to move to the money because yeah. you, you it's money is it's like the money is like a woman bro money will do what it has to do but it don't want to work too hard to get it done you feel me so you got to meet it halfway there <laughs> like that's like the easiest way i can say it you feel me Like, fucking like changing, like, in just seven months' time, I'm like, bro, when I come here in seven months, it took me, like, damn near four years to do it in seven months. Speaking of which, this is my CFO calling. Let me meet you back, bro. All right, set that. Peace, peace, peace. What's going on? What's going on? Yo. Y'all more than welcome to come up. I'm over here getting my shit in order. Man, it's been a long day. Well, we got one more minute or so. Peace, peace. I got you, Ken. Yo. So, DJ. What's the word, bro? Cooling. Waiting for this drop. NFT drop. Bro, my uh, my business partner, he trying to get me to hold off. He like push that shit yeah, out. Yeah, but so I what I'm. That. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do is like, if you whitelisted already, I'm just gonna I'm gonna make enough for the people who whitelisted. But he don't want me to do like no big promo. He he want to do a big drop i'm like bro i'm trying to get my people in um, before i start moving around you can still do that and pull up the big drop you know i am i am that's a so it's like it's pretty much gonna be an unspoken sale that's pretty much what we gonna have this <laughs> was like, about to be like <laughs> but yeah this um we actually was just talking about some pregnant information earlier in my mess he was able to Bro, he moving so much bread through the commercial instruments, and that's why I'm just, I'm, I've been in these rooms for a minute, and I'm listening to a lot of people waste a lot of time, and if they only knew how much money is out here for them to get when they actually start conducting business instead of being steered away from the commercial situation, they wouldn't even, in all honesty, like, yo, paperwork, the type of paperwork you're doing is going to change so dramatically versus you like, oh, my God, versus you asking people in order to do things. They're going to start asking you, do you want money from them? Because that's exactly what happened with my company. Like people are literally like um, the meeting I had yesterday with the developer from um, he actually sponsored by Pokemon Go for our metaverse and shit. He was like, he didn't got grant money just from having his business project from Solana for his project that he dropped on Solana, bro. Yeah, you had, you said um, commercial, uh, commercial instruments. Yeah, you mean like, which ones you talking you mean about? like the business, uh, credit cards, utilizing no 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 no. like yeah that too but being able to establish your own bonds and things with your corporate entities as well in private or 
Yeah, it's a it's private, but it's oh, oh, it's for public action. It's super simple, fam. I understand. Yeah, like it's it's no like hidden processes or anything. That's the reason why um like I said, the room is open because I really want to talk about money making processes so people can like start making change. Because when I started teaching people about these processes, the whole goal is like you get your situation in order so that we can start making money together. So what's the point of people? Like I didn't heard people say they got 20 years in playing with the paperwork and stuff, but they don't have no net worths, no nothing to pass down to their children and things like that in that capacity. So I'm just like, yeah, I was like, I feel like it needs to be a dramatic change as it pertains to this information. And that's another reason why, you know, like I made the NFT, like the trust fund baby stuff to incentivize people to make fucking trust fund babies. <laughs> I'm not saying make children, but you know, make transgenerational wealth so you can pass that shit down for future generations, even if it's for your nieces and nephews. So like, think, go ahead. Think while they at it. Yeah, so some of the things that, um, what's up, Mac? I see you in here, you wanna come up, bro? Um, Some of the things that I've been able to get done Peace, peace. What's going on, bro? Some of the things I've nothing much. I ain't... you've been dodging me. I ain't seen oh, your ass. Since dodging you, man. Dodging nobody. I got you. I just been busy, man. Dead, I just said birthdays I said... and shit. You know, mm-hmm. I've been you know people dying, people living. I'm just dealing with a lot of other shit. But yo, since know, you said that to me this week, you have lost your family member, man. My condolences and stuff. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, man. It's been crazy, man. But this week, man. Matter of fact. I'm a witness on your clipping, man. I'm gonna hit you on uh, Monday, man. Let's do something Monday. All right, I'm gonna be around. I'm going out of town. I gotta go to DC and Arlington. I think like Thursday or so, and then I'm going to Atlanta. I got a couple of private meetings, and um, we got some NFT exchanges and stuff that we got coming up. But yeah, we metaverse everything going. It's so many different opportunities in today's society to make money versus chasing processes like i help motherfuckers get that process together right now like right right now if they really want to get their status corrected it's so simple um there's levels to that shit you need to trust i can help you what's going on manny come up here like manny is a perfect example of like learning this information and moving forward and also taking a business structure making money off of it while you still learning these processes i think that definitely i've had my conversations with you so i can't tell you wrong about that you know what I mean? Ain't no capping. Like, I, I've met with you. You real talk. You've been doing it. So, you know what I mean? I can't say you front about nothing you said. So, you know what I mean? That's why we having conversations. And I just, like, I'm not saying I do better than anybody or anything. I just know, like, we can we can do better as a whole. And I've been through my education, having, you know, private connections, private school and shit. Like, anybody who tap in with me, I'm always willing to, you know, like, share that shit with them. Like I had um fam, he a couple years older than me today. He gave me some sauce and we met on Clubhouse. Like he's like he know me from YouTube and stuff, but he didn't like some people that's just clicking because I'm just not coming back on like the social media platform. But he gave me some very valuable information. Then I was able to turn around and I was able to bring him back some business deals that he can leverage off of. So I'm like, we need to be able to operate in that capacity. But like shit. Um, between like I'm, I didn't make money off drop shipping, flipping houses, um, leveraging off commercial instruments, 
whatever i've i got shit i've on car lots <laughs> whatever so it's so many different avenues that i'm educated in that i'd be willing to you know help somebody expand in even in the private capacities leveraging your trust and all of that shit. so if y'all got any questions just go ahead and shoot who in here manny what's good with you oh, that's quiet You need to get you need to send me your wallet address too, fam. Talking to Manny, right? Not me, right? Talking to Manny. I'm about to say if you're trying to get an NFT, you need to send me your wallet address no, too. I already gotta get at you about you know? that platform I need built out, man. I've been just sketching everything out in between my busy schedule to get with you, so I ain't gotta be wasting time. You know that that NFT shit, I mean is um like you said, it's it's simple, but I've I, I kind of figured out a whole no, I mean, mine. That's what I was talking about. So I'm working on some shit, though. I'm going to get at you about it soon. I got you. Manny. Did you finish up that one process? This boy must be working. But no, Manny actually working. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, see, I hear you, Manny. No, I just, uh, I had to walk out the room right now. I was cleaning these headphones, man. That's why I hear you and stuff, but I'm like, damn, I'm waiting for the phone trying to get this straight. So I can put these headphones on. Um, what type of, that. I'm about to say, how much money do you think that cannabis deal is worth that's on the floor right now? The one from Louisiana. I haven't even looked at the documents or no business plans to even know. How much money do you think that one deal is worth? Man, that one deal is stuff because I think it's like the biggest one that's moving there. Ooh, we, we're probably looking at a couple million. And I don't know, maybe 10 million or more. Because they just bought a, they bought like a big ass Palestinian building or something like that. And they want to change it to a consumption. So. Oh. Yeah, and when I go to DC, I'm actually about to sell up a um an equity contract for a government contract. So that shit right there, that's gonna raise the valuation of the company and anybody who, you know, coming in on the private side. So when we talk about the DAOs, I'm um I'm getting the NFT made for Game Face and I'm allowing all of the NFT holders in order to um stake their NFT and reap benefits off of the money off the grow so what we're gonna do is compound out some of the money off of the grows and invest it over into you know the crypto realm okay yeah all right yeah uh because that uh that louisiana one is going to be an attraction because those are ex-basketball players so you know how that goes people buddy with buddy but so Bam, i don't know who these people are <clears throat> Everybody want to grow weed. That's all I be knowing when we get on the phone with them. That's pretty much. Pretty much. But dude has the funds. He, dude went to go buy a building and everything. I was like, okay. We'll see what you're working with. But it seems like it's an open market now. Because like I said, you know how, how it is. When one person do it and depends who they hang around with, those type of people get interested in it. And if... If... The... Uh, if oh, they have, I, I have a, you, you said what? I said I see the valuation. You saying based on his connections, there's more money involved with the contract. 
Yeah, there's other there. Like I said, there's an ex basketball player. So I was like, and his friends are basketball players. So I was like, oh, that's very interesting. So there's more contracts on the floor when that happens. So you know, one door leads to another, and it just connects. And you know, that's that's pretty much how it is. So, but that Louisiana one, like I said, that's how come I sent you the LOI and stuff of you know his documents and stuff. So. He's just waiting for us, man. So I was like, yeah, I need that package to see what, how Louisiana is going to be structured on, you know, on the level that he's trying to deal with. Because I no. know, you know, you know how it is. Every state is different. So. Yeah, for sure. But even still, like the aspect of what we're talking about with the LOIs, the letter of intents, being able to present yourself in a professional capacity. The level of money that people require, the fact that, um, and I'm going to do my best not to keep on, you know, treading over into the process aspect but you know like people are requesting more monies than companies valuations so like you saying somebody owe you a couple million dollars this nigga company isn't even worth ten thousand dollars and you trying to sue them for that much money i'm like we got to be logical and things like that we have to we have to start doing formal business we are so used to doing informal business and that's the reason why we keep informal incomes mm, the yeah. people uh, they want to do some corporate level shit. They gonna start getting corporate checks. Yeah. I'm like, say you see that shit firsthand. I remember the first time I got like my first like large lump sum. I got thirty racks in like one weekend, boy. That shit was money. Don't even excite me. But that right there, it was a, it was a trigger in my mind. I'm like, yeah, you can make this happen all the time like this. So what I did was I started asserting myself to where, you know, I can bring in more money in shorter amounts of time. So then I started looking for ways in order to scale myself by limiting my labor. So I fucking made a whole business just straight e-commerce and it was running by itself, completely just bringing in money. And while that's working, I get to build on my next one. And then while these two things is making money, I can... The, the money that I make for contracting for these companies, because I pay myself in every business, I don't just um, utilize the funds. So whatever I take from my allowance from these particular businesses, like I can roll it over into my next startup. And that's kind of like what I did with the metaverse development. I took money from one of um, I took money from two payments from two of my companies. So between my cannabis payments and one of my online schools, I took that money and I reinvested in order to start the development for the NFT projects and the metaverse. And that shit was a decent amount of racks. Even um, the having somebody audit my smart contracts for my crypto coins, but these are investments, business investments. And I see the longevity and the scalability with these projects because I'm looking for a company that's gonna be around 30 years plus, you feel me? Not just some, um, mom and pop shop are you know just like a quick credit because i have a credit repair company like a quick credit repair company for me to keep on you know doing paperwork so i can just make ends meet for today i really want to have a damn my business on this my name on the side of a big ass building and i feel like more of us should have that type of mindset because that changes the amount of money that's attracted to you you know we talk about law of attraction and you know desiring certain things but what is it that you're truly willing into your life if especially if you haven't seen certain aspects because it's been hidden from us a lot of us don't even know what a real corporate deal look like yeah yeah you're right and um i don't know man it's you know to me 
I'm just still in a journey of like knowing what I want to do. So like I'm taking bits and pieces, putting it together for myself and see how it could benefit me in the long run. So, but, but you know, me and you, when me and you first sat down, uh, we're growing farms, you know, me, I was like, uh, I know this ain't no, this not a overnight thing. I just looked at it as a longevity thing. So yeah, that company right there has the that company already has 20 years behind it so but when i came on board and i started to do the transition i started going you know green and then we started scaling on an international level so the goals and you know like the business or the roadmap that we have for this particular project like we talking about nft integration for cannabis grows um we're going to be like um, leveraging off of the data from um, the different types of grows in different locations. We talk about monetizing that. So, you know, I meet you always talking about monetizing source data. My source data extends outside of myself. My companies also fall underneath my source data. You feel me? So that's scary yeah. aspects, which can be leveraged and the same way how Jeff Bezos is making money on the fucking Amazon cloud. I have the same ability to make money like that off of my intellectual property. And everybody do too. That's the reason I love these. I love when the groups be small because I get to be candid. You feel me? And I'm just, oh, brother Ishmael popped in here. What's going on, bro? I ain't seen brother Ishmael in a minute. But yeah, we were just actually in here just talking about aspects of, you know, tangible living ways in order to make changes within our community, like real life changes. Because if I show you how to establish a clean business and I give you a a direct way in order for you to pull down a loan over $150,000. What are you going to do with this in order to, you know, put your family in a better situation, put your business in a better situation, that way that your children actually inherit something. These are the type of conversations that I'm looking to have within people within my community, because these are the only things that's going to make, you know, change within our community. Right. Yeah. You know why you, why you just said that, man? Um, uh, I was just looking at, you know, where my grandma stay at over there in the red zone, man. I was like, man, let me go look up this land patent and see what's up with this area. And I, I looked up the land patent. It stretched out about 50 acres, 15 acres wide, bro. And it was like uh, everything from grass up all the way down, cutting through from the freeway, all the way down through hand tramming. Mm. And coming right back up. So I even seen... uh. What's that old plan over there in hand trimming that uh people keep buying the building and switching out? Uh Axel. Okay. Axel planting everything. It's like fifteen acres long. So I was like, you know what? I was like, man, you know, I need to might as well go ahead and see what the land pan looks like. And the land pan almost stretch us almost almost close to Harper Woods almost. So um, That's real estate, that whole area. Yeah, so you see what I'm saying? So I said, man, I might as well go ahead for the land pack and pull it because nobody else pulling it and it ain't been updated since 1832. <laughs> I respectfully agree with that. And, um, you know, just my mindset with that is just make sure it was first off. Excuse me. Peace, brother Ishmael. I appreciate you coming up to the stage. Peace and blessings, family. Peace and blessings Peace. to the room. Good to see you, family. This is good to see all you brothers up here. I love to build with my people. 
But um, on as far as the land patent aspect, yes, I employ you to do that. I actually was talking to one of the brothers who's part of the Yamasi. He was talking to me about tribal bonds in order to back the estate once you do the transfers. He himself has personal land patents and um, family air, um, land patents that he has inherited. So I do, I, after speaking to him and also after Bahati won his 600 acres, you know, I have land patents within my family as well. And just being able to actually claim these, utilize these, update these, understand the relationship that you have with the Bureau of Land Management, whether if your land is tribal or, or if it's not, and also being able to pull down equity off of this, but having right. a business plan for the equity. Like if you have land, free and clear land, and you have the ability, let's say like Bahati situation, you got 600 acres. Bahati can take 10 acres, parcel that out. He can break it down into deeds and then he can take the deeds into a financial institution and tell him that he want to leverage that as collateral. And then they will offer him a loan. But he still has 590 acres free and clear, not even tied up in anything. And it's the manner in which it was explained to me today. And it was so intelligent. He was like, I split it up. And I was like, what you mean by split? Bro was like... I divide the air rights, I divide the mineral rights, and I divide the land all into three different trusts. And I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like, <What>? that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because if you do leverage one, or if, like, if you do sell off air rights, it's not going to affect the mineral rights or the land rights because it can't because they are protected in trust. They're all separate. So, like, it was that right there was a key factor for me. Like, I'm like, yes, especially when we're talking about acquiring land, because, you know, like everybody is some I, I guarantee you almost everybody paying rent. I'm a homeowner and I pay rent in Florida. I own a home in Michigan. I hate paying rent, fam. Like coming to Florida, like that was one of the main things I despised. We need to be able to change that within our communities, at least on a res now pay rent, most of them. But what um, I don't want to be the only one talking. What y'all got to say? What y'all think about this? What initiatives do you think that we can employ within our community in order to make some change, you know, financially? So, and you know what, DJ? While with that, like, uh, that whole area too, man, I was wondering, because you know how it is when people don't claim their land, you know how the city get their taxes and stuff and that. But, bro, I wanted to pull those type of taxes in and put them into, into a trust or something like that where it could go back into the community and redevelop those communities and stuff. I got a lot of people that come over, they see the abandoned houses and they start fixing them up and trying to revitalize them and put them back on the market. So I always look at that, man, because um, like the whole area is not all ghetto, you know, so, it, you know, it, it could get some work and stuff like that. I remember they used to do Saratoga homes over here off of Shainer, man, and they used to build the houses up structure infrastructure because there's a lot of land it's like it almost looks like grand uh what's that uh west uh west west grand boulevard they almost look like that if you ever been over there in that area where it used to be a lot of houses it's just clear field now <laughs> big, them big like six bedroom homes yeah yeah so i've been trying to see that man i was like well shoot if i grab this and move it in a certain way to redevelop the area a little bit because that's what it is with uh with detroit you know 
it's not about all oh, people don't uh it's not about the city got to do this well literally the city look at the people that's in the neighborhood to take care of the neighborhood and that's what people don't realize like it's a community you got to come together and keep the community up and ain't always just on the city but then we 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 always have to go back to the root how many people are actually owning their homes you know we get into the mortgage situation it's people paying 30 years on property some people gonna die houses still and be paid off and then some other people end up refinancing their homes and get into these situations so i feel if we're gonna talk about community we have to talk about what aspects of ownership really looks like so i feel like that would be one of the main things that we have to learn to control is our excuse me we have to learn to control our property if not own it either or depending on your personal situation because some of us have nothing to pass down and a lot of you know in michigan a lot of that real estate is owned by arabs arabs are europeans oh yeah 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 you know what was so funny man uh the dispensary island in hazel park the one i used to came from i thought about buying the fucking land off of them like i was like i should go here look up the land patent for this area just because because hazel park became like a it became like a safe haven for like dispensaries like crazy i mean I, so i'm about to say since we're talking about the land patent i would love um brother ishmael do you have anything that you would like to say since you up here you are um you and mac y'all both are elders to me and i um i always appreciate y'all coming onto my platforms and speaking no just um you know just here to help build with the family i own you know some land patents as far as heirs property in alabama and i know I'm, i'll be branching off and getting some more um purchases of some other property lands as far as acreage i am uh interested in finding out or studying more about like access with a hundred percent disability being a veteran um i got a hundred percent disability for that so i know there's some benefits with that as far as for you know tax purposes and things like that but so i'm trying to navigate in that area too but i'm just ad adding on that's all oh okay, hold on hold on okay, say something? Uh, Go ahead. Ish, you say you're a veteran so you um did you get a hundred percent yeah yeah my family yeah we got a hundred percent my family this disability yeah disability that's right okay okay cool then um because i know somebody else i'm gonna say if you ain't got it yet i know somebody else is military too that you know i mean can put you on to the because you already got it so never mind i just want to make sure i said that make sure you yes sir it. thank thank yeah. you i appreciate you though thank you though yeah i got it yeah that's what's up congratulations to you on getting your 100 i know what that means i grew up on camp lejeune both my parents are marines <laughs> so <laughs> yes sir yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. Yes, sir. yes sir i'm sure you're acquainted yes sir i appreciate that thank you guys yeah, yeah my, my, so my, my father's army too so i know about that too you know what i mean i come from that world but um yo what you said though because the room says trust one baby and um you've been doing your thing for a minute with the trust and everything in my conversations with you, um, I, I've been in the other room that I think um, I've seen you and a couple other people be in, and they've been tapping in on a lot of stuff. So I'll be, you know, I think it's people, more people need to tap into what I hear in y'all room when y'all be talking like that. And the operation to understand estate planning and then what comes with it. I think people overlook it because of what it is between a debtor and a creditor and the commercial understanding difference between you as a person meaning a human and how you move in business and how you establish a state that allow you to foundate yourself but then still move 
and commerce and govern yourself in a different way from how the system is probably teaching because it's uh, different from public and private, if you understand what I mean, DJ. Oh, I completely concur. I am some like um like I explained, I grew up on Campus Jones. Military children are educated different than public school education. Yeah. That's technically Yeah. So like I explained to people a lot, like I my introduction to the stock market, I was getting taught how to trade stock on Apple computers in the second grade on base at TT one. So the the level in which public and private it's it goes it stems all the way down to education and then households because per people's dealings like a lot of like just the manner of sitting and eating with your family collectively what that does for the mind versus how how i seen a lot of our households move like we some of us don't eat together and um it's a lack of connection because it's a lack of meeting of the minds because i remember when we were younger and we would have to sit and eat together they would ask us about our day what we did and what we plan to do the next day so it allows you to have um some type of interaction within your household that's conducive for development and sometimes we're lacking that within our own and i that also that extends out into our business relationships and then also once back over into our education relationships when we talk about children in school so just small corrections are things just us being knowledgeable about how certain things affect us we i feel like we will start making you know more dramatic changes jasmine um and rahima any y'all got anything to say peace and lady too my bad divine peace y'all can y'all hear me yes yes peace lady peace okay okay yeah, sure, my phone been tripping y'all i've been every time i'm on here and i start talking like i can't I, like y'all sound go out y'all can't hear me and there's nothing on the screen they've been messing with my system bad so the main things that I, that will impact your financial future for me the th main things that i learned and i started you know really impact like i had an understanding of contract law i understood well you know the, at least the basics about taxes banking and then also have an understanding you know like leveraging land and basic finances and things like this so that led me over into making my own brand my own business if you don't have something in order to that i just said this to my partner parker earlier i was like if people don't have a product or a service they gonna fell out here is them that really the only two options so if you're not providing one of those, like, what are you doing? You're, you're possibly just in, you're providing, even if you're an employee, you're providing a service to somebody else. But are you doing it for yourself and for your family? Making somebody else rich, I was just about to say that. And that is not a problem. We all have to, my, and my mom said it perfectly. She is like, somebody got to work with you or for you. Yeah. If like, we all, like, everybody is not cut out to be a CEO that is for sure like that's facts yeah i've put people in positions and they put me down <laughs> so i understand and like all of us have our own roles in life but even still like while we're having this conversation and in retrospect to what i just said if you don't have the mindset to where you want to run your own business you know there is there are joint ventures there are you know like shares like investments and things you can partner with people but just make sure you have paperwork because people switch up and that's yep. just, it's work legal maxims if it's not on paper it never that's happens true. 
and like and you might not be able, you might not be good not to cut you off you might not be good at, at being ceo but i promise you you got a good idea and you put it on paper and you bring it to somebody somebody gonna everything everybody get it something hey dj y'all can hear me yeah yeah, hey, give me a minute. I want to actually apologize to Jasmine. Um, if I came at you any kind of way or you felt any type of way, it wasn't intentionally. And um, I apologize um, because I like you a lot. That's the reason why the energy that you actually used, I wouldn't, whatever that you actually heard, it was it definitely wouldn't um to actually um belittle you about anything. But I just want to let you know that um I I want to apologize because the way that I asked the role. I I respect everyone for whatever it is, and I just like to hear certain people actually um get their point across, you know. And even if someone don't know the information, I still like to actually hear from them, you know, because sometimes it it cuts uh certain people growth. But not only that, sometimes you might actually need those people, and and um in the end, some of the people that don't know this stuff, they have a lot of people that's on the market that we can actually get the information to to where. It'll better actually help certain people out um, along the way. So I just want to actually let you know that. Now you. Thank you so much, Lucky. Uh, I appreciate you. Um, and I accept 100%. And, and I'm aware of my flaws as well. See, I, I, thank you all. I appreciate you, Lucky. I appreciate you, Jasmine. Let's keep the peace. Let's keep on building. Cut. <laughs> yeah. that's right i'm on a new path my ancestors right. told me stop being so rowdy so you know like yeah let's build <laughs> it's gonna take all of us to do this shit right that's for sure yo because like nobody can do this on their own like even like i got i got a little bit i got a little one in the next room right now i had his ass all day and um, I just brought him back, and I'm like, I'm so happy that, you know, like, I'm just not a single dad. I'll lose my damn mind. <laughs> now you see what we're supposed to be having to go through sometimes, man. I, that's not my first baby. <laughs> but, it, like, but you ain't never had a, have. you probably ain't had him by yourself, like, a lot, a lot. Like, 24-7, like, we would have to do if, you know, the dad's love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine, like, that one Kevin Hart movie, and it's just, like, even being in those situations and I, I like I applaud any single parent because like I'm I'm so pro like poly lifestyle because of the economic benefits in it and like I literally have that in my family. Like my grandfathers in the tribal community had two wives and stuff. So I just don't be saying it just because it sounds cool. But I understand how that combining of nations can establish power and financial you know stability in some cases but once that's not for everybody but i just i know the strength in numbers and i when do you see the numbers lacking you know how the finances can be lacking and but when people are able to hold that shit down they can hold it down though and like i really applaud any single parents out here because my mom my father was stationed over in africa and she was in the marine corps and she was like delivering Domino's pieces and stuff like just making sure she had enough money because a lot of people don't know when you military you're pretty much making minimum wage if you living on yep. base. they making nothing 
Yeah, so it's like they pay for your housing, they give you enough to survive. <laughs> and only time that changes when you go up in rank. But my father went up in rank, but him and my mom wasn't together. So it was just like, you know, like I said, single mom, and she made sure she held it down. So I understand. But these are the reasons why we have these conversations because the same way, let's just say, if I have a daughter and she ends up not having a spouse around it's my job to ensure that she has back mm -hmm. in order to where she's not dependent on anyone anyway so yeah. i'm establishing this foundation for my children right now so that their children and their children are already taken care of and that shit means establishing businesses acquiring land making sure our states are in order equity trust that way everything gets passed down to them and nothing that i work for fucking gets snatched back and goes into probate court I applaud you for that too. I tell people about you all the time, like man, and and you. I think you're one year younger than me, but you've been on you've been on this shit for a while because you're, because like you said, your dad was in the military and shit. I ain't know none of this shit, y'all. When I say I was green, super green, like two years ago, I was green, greener than most of y'all. And I just, whenever I first found out about it, I just got into books, man. I started downloading books, started going through books, started studying. I'm like, man, and then it really just came to me, started watching YouTube, and it came to me like, that's what they really fucking doing, man. That's crazy. And then I just went all in. Look, I'm about to say, since we, um, um, Brother Ishmael and Brother Mac already spoke, and Manny was on, we have um the women here and also Brother Lucky, I would like to get your input on things that you believe can, you know, help us to establish some financial stability within our own homes and within our communities. So, um, Jasmine, you're actually next, if you don't mind, or we can go, we can go reverse and go with Lucky. I'm gonna just keep it short. Um, I think what we can start with is education of the new world and stop being so stubborn to the changes that are happening in the world. Um, be open to it. And I understand, you know, some of these changes are evil and they're dark and they're ugly, but we are, we have to get our children a part of this change and teach them how they can make this ugly thing a beautiful thing and utilize the things around the metaverse, crypto, things like that. They have to utilize these things. And I know a lot of us know each other from this private process. I always stress to people, what if your children don't choose to operate in the private process? what is going to happen to them so i yield <laughs> thank you and i second that that's that's correct jeff we need to teach them first of all and it's harder for some people to grasp this because they've been doctoring for so long i think one thing is we have to take our kids education back number one and teach them what we know is the best thing to our knowledge and not teach them the bullshit that we was taught. And on top of that, we need to first, like you said, like DJ said, in our communities, we need to be around our communities. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, I'm not around nobody that's on this. I'm not, I'm, matter of fact, I'm around straight strangers. I don't even... I don't even know anybody that around me that I where I live. I don't have no family around here, nothing. So I'm really like building this with my people online. Like that's what I'm doing. And 
is I realized that it's a lot harder when you don't have the community. Not you. Peace. I appreciate both of you on input. Um, we still have Rahima and Lucky, but before um, Rahima or Lucky speaks, I would like to because I would like to speak on the education aspect. Um, I felt like it was super important in order to you know have our own words, our own perspectives as to what what it is for our understanding of financial literacy and just aspects of education, all the way from you know grade school all the way up to college secondary education and things like this so i started making some of these integrations over to the metaverse that but i don't know everything so i need a collective of people who have information for this library in order to make sure that we assert something to be passed down to our future generations because we have a lot of literature and we have a lot of books from us but we also have a lot of books that have come from other nationalities and people and that is something that is new to our cultures because we didn't and i'm this is no disrespect to, is to say anybody's information is wrong but we for sure should be control over what goes into our people mind like i'm not saying and that that's where it gets kind of um wow not to say that people can't utilize other information but we for sure should have like a curriculum for our people, especially for our children, that we all have a collective understanding of what is gonna be good for us as far as development. And I would love to talk to anybody who is looking to do something like that because I have a plethora of financial information that I would love to pass down and even like mathematics, science skills, agricultural skills. And I already work in the STEAM STEM programs with some um, HBCUs right now. So education is big in my household, is big in my family, and is big in my micro community. And that's how we make changes by making sure we're properly informed. Have you um heard of Zyx Institute? Zyx, no ma'am. Yeah, I'm a um I'm put the link up there. And another thing, with what we have to remember with their teachings is what we can learn from it and and prevent from happening again because their their teachings can help in that way not for us to learn it as our own but to learn it from how they see things and how they've done things in the past i concur understanding people's perspectives and that's what you're supposed to do when you are reading someone's book you're supposed to understand what the author is um actually trying to portray to you whether it's a form of entertainment education you know are, are they trying to persuade you into something like these are the points that when i was coming up in school that they taught me to identify with when i'm reading people's information but um miss um rahima um, would you like to go and let us know what you think would help us to stimulate financial change within our community? And can you also like let the people know where you at too? Cause you, you have a unique situation yourself right now. Yes, man. I was listening to you, you know, and, um, I was thinking, wow, I wish I had a pen so I could write down some notes, you know, because, um, I just love the conversation. Um, I'm in Gambia, West Africa, and I've been living here now a little more than two years, but I've been coming to this area, this region for 30 years now, um, back and forth, just coming back and forth. Um, I have a lot 
to learn about finances and about wealth. And I have a lot to learn. However, I do have a lot that I can share too. Um, There was a, a brother, his name is Brian who came to Ghana while I was, I was living in Ghana for two years from 2010 to 12. And um, he came there and he was doing mining. This is when I found out about him, he was doing mining. But I didn't get to know him there. It wasn't until a few years later when he was, he was actually back in the States when they had the, I mean, it's Ebola outbreak, but it wasn't really no outbreak when they had the Ebola episode because it happened to be in places where there were specific things that people wanted. So they wanted to deplete the population in those areas so that they would have access to whatever it was they were trying to get. But um, so he had um, left Ghana and, well, let me just back up. So this brother was working in the States. He was working in banking, I don't know which bank, and he'd been banking in banking for 10 years and a sister came in and she wanted to get a loan to open a store in her community. He told her, well, we don't do retail loans. She said, well, how are all these other people able to come here and open stores in our community? And when she left, nobody had ever asked him that. And when she left, he, because he had privy to all the books on everybody, you know, everybody's records, he started to go through and look and he found that all these different people that come to the hood and open these shops were doing it with cash. So he wanted to do research and find out more. And the other thing that he found out was that in his 10 years, there were no black people that had, um, what do you call it, Um, net worth. He said that it was white people and it was Asians, and Asians have much more network than the white people. But black people, there weren't black people that were coming in that bank that had net worth. And so he wanted to do research. Well, the research wound up landing him in Ghana. He came to Ghana and he wound up living with a family that were miners. And so he started learning about gold mining and and he's, worked with operations there for, I think about five years. And then he married a sister who was from Liberia. They moved to Liberia and he started his own small mining operation. And the main point that I wanted to make in sharing that story was what he experienced around net worth and about black people, us Africans, melanated people working together. He said that one day he was with his mother, she was about 60 years old, and he was walking into the apartment with her. And as they walked up the stairs, they could see the apartment that was adjacent to them, the building that was adjacent to them. And there was a group of Asians, and he said it was four, it looked like four generations of them sitting there eating. And he said, we don't do that. And then when he went to Ghana, he saw the same thing. And what he shared with me was that I have myself, I have my sons and my son's wife, and that if all of us were living in one house together, we could pay a house off in a year's time. And from there, we'd all have equity and then we could all be able to do whatever, continue to grow. And he said, that's what other people do. 
So that's the one piece I wanted to share. The other thing I would like to share with you is that there is there are so many people. You know how it's gentrification all over the states? It's like that in Africa. I was rolling near the border in Senegal. I left Ghana and I, I'm Gambia and I was going across into southern Senegal. And I saw these white people walking with like a couple, you know, looking like hippies or whatever with a couple of children with them. Then I saw a next one and I mentioned to the people that I was with, I was like, what's up with these white people over here like this, way down in the cuts. They told me there is so many of them that are living back there. They buy the plots of land really cheap and they come here and they build and they live off the grid. So that's one thing. There are others that come here and actually is, I found more Africans doing it, building estates, but there are some white people that come here and build estates. So if any of us were to put money together, we can actually build estates on the continent. It's so much land. I just heard a video the other day. They said that it's 20 billion acres, no, 20 billion hectares. Five hectares is equal to 12 acres. Of 20 billion hectares of land being unused in Congo. And that's just one country out of like 54. So it's just an idea for us to think about that there's a lot of, if you just go online and look at some of the development that's happening in Africa, there's so much development happening in Africa. Um, yeah, and we're not doing as much as we could be. So that's my piece, thank you. Miss Rima, which, uh... Look in your back channel from last night. She graced us with her pres her presence last night, DJ. I think you fell asleep on us. He uh, should have. Y'all was up till five in the morning. Yes, I, I be here. I be do stuff, man. I still be. I still be. I run. Like I, I gotta go to work and shit. Yeah, she she came in and she just ended the night so gracefully for us. It was like a beautiful transition on out. Um, I I wrote you on the back channel. And I want to say, I know y'all moving on, but I just want to say it's so sad how much convincing has to be done for us to go back, go to even visit Africa, let alone buy land in Africa. It's sad how convinced we have to, to be. Like, and, they, and while they turn us against Africa, they run that direction. So y'all have to see what's going on. If somebody's telling you not to go in a certain direction, there's a reason they're telling you that. And it's not always for the sake of good. They have land here that's for sale too. A lot of land, man. They got acres upon acres upon acres, especially in Texas, man. They got so much land that's just sitting there that's for the picking. And I've been trying to get people on this for two years and there ain't nobody budge, man. And that's what I mean by we need to, we don't have to be around each other and, you know, like to actually build something. If you don't have nobody else to build with, you have to, you have to buy together. And that's that's why I've been running into be a problem. Uh, well, absolutely, I appreciate um, that, Sister Rahima, for sure. Um, we have Brother Lucky. I for sure like your input, and then I see um, Brother Jazz. He came up here too as well. So yeah, you know I want to share some too. <laughs> yeah, for sure, I appreciate. I'm with y'all, man. I'm with y'all. Y'all sound like. For real, for real. See, this is what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm like, somebody got to have these type of conversations to 
like it's this isn't it's not a bad thing what we're doing it's just a simple like think tank meeting of the minds and per this per these type of conversations uh, we're looking to spark some form of light and like after y'all finish up i got i gotta take notes right now because it's a couple points that i want to make sure that i you know bring to the table because i feel like from some of the things that y'all saying they'll be beneficial for everybody in the room but um brother lucky go ahead all right yeah i want to ask um say greetings to all y'all and the education part is the most important for especially for our heirs and our kindred that's growing up and don't have a lot of knowledge about this a lot of things is kind of receptive to what actually people put out there but we have to still actually better get the information to where they can actually learn it because a lot of people only see what certain people do to the reason why that they actually don't turn toward it even if they know a lot of uh, their around the information it's so actually crazy to influence or try to actually get people to look at the way that you're actually doing things even if you can show the receipts on a lot of things a lot of people that they have that mindset of that street mentality after they get to a certain age so we definitely have to be able to actually influence them to get in the right um way to go or to share the knowledge with them to where they can actually um reach down and touch their little ones before they get that certain age because it's kind of crazy how they, they actually set everything up but the programming is so big to where a lot of the people is actually so big on hip-hop and baseball basketball football and things that are not going to get them nowhere or gambling you know, spending a life gambling with the acts that dealt the same people that robbed me in the end. You know, so we definitely have to actually keep sharing it and, you know, wanting to share and building with people on an everyday basis to where we all can actually gain something from it and we all can come together to where even if it's just a couple of platforms that's on here that building like this, think about how many people that it actually helped out of, let's say, 100 or 200 people that come on here that want to really learn this information because we all have pieces to this puzzle and everyone don't know everything but we i guarantee if you're around like-minded people we better share information to where we can better gain the knowledge and we can actually share it amongst the people to where we all can get out of this and better build um lands for our exit heirs and uh future use that i yield Appreciate it, brother. Most definitely. Um, brother Jazz, it's on you. You ain't said nothing but a word, good brother. Nothing but a word. So <clears throat> let's just say I'm an educator, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm going to make that clear. I am an educator, okay? And I go to the root of that word, which means educare, which in Latin from what has reached me it means to bring out so i'm not trying to just give a lot of information i mean yes i'm in an educational system which has failed us which is not giving what people need which is not pulling out what the people need to pull out however that's where i come in okay i come in i learn it i seek to get the mastery so that i can bring it out so they can know how to how to self-govern most importantly and then spiritually build together a community and i let them know what my expectations are so that wherever they go they can learn to commit 
to a community because that's one of the biggest problems. Whether you make it or not, wherever you at, you need to commit to some place, some community, and make it better than you it was when you were there. So let me give you an example. I'm here in Ann Arbor, Michigan, uh, and my family lives in uh, Ypsilanti, and there was a brother who told me 30 years ago, he said, so what are we going to do? I was like, you know, my young 20s, 22, 23. He says, we black people, okay, African-Americans, he said, what are we going to do in 30 years? When we marry, when we have kids, when they're about to have kids, he said, what are we going to have established? And he said to me, he said, Jalil, we want you to really consider whatever it is you're doing, the beauty of understanding what that word means when it says commit. And you know what? 30 years later, although that brother is not here in in his country, he, he migrated to another country. There's nothing left. There's nothing grown. There's very few African Americans that have businesses or, or own their homes or own their land or what have you. And it's very disheartening. It's one of those things where a person could get disenchanted. Can y'all hear me okay? It says my signal's going bad. Yeah, we can hear you good, bro. Cool. So I said to myself, maybe. I can't just be a soldier. Maybe I got to be the leader in some instances because I'm like, when I commit, I'm ready. So I realize, and I've been told this, you know what, with the information and knowledge you're given, which is I'm learning, you know, the thing that, you know, we're hearing about financial literacy, you know, owning homes, buying and building our businesses. I'm like, okay, I, I need to be doing that outside of the school system, but yet, I know I want to open a school. So I'm going to just say that I want to open a school. I have enough knowledge of of, uh, of education where I, I could call some people and say, hey, look, you know, <clears throat> you told me you bring the matrix. Give me a second. Might be because I'm you, going to highway, going on these good. bridges. So now I'm thinking about, okay, so how else can we, can we build a community? And one of the things, for instance, that y'all talk about is knowledge of funding, knowledge of just how to save and how to work together. I, I used to tell this one brother that I was really close to, I said, what if we bought a duplex? You know, you got married, you lived either upstairs or downstairs, and I was upstairs or downstairs, whatever, whatever. And I said, and we kept that house for three, four, five years. We bought it, owned it. And while you decided to go study, take your family, or maybe just you, or maybe just kids or whatever, whatever then I can hold it down because, you know, we own this property. And then after that, I do the same thing. We can learn the language. We can do this. We can learn that. We can, you know, learn how so we can learn French. We can learn Russian. We can learn Chinese. We can learn Spanish. All of those languages where a lot of people are have growing populations and they're doing massive business. We should be doing that. Why is it that our kids who only learn English in most cases, and they tell you you got to learn a little bit of something in high school, but they never get fluent, honestly believe that English is that everybody needs to learn English. 
Well, we know English is not the number one and the only top language for commerce. We know this. And so, you know, I evolved in my thinking of business. I started looking at other, as the one sister was saying, looking at what was what were people doing from other cultures? What were people doing, you know, in Africa? So I learned a little bit, for instance, about, you know, something that they term a susupai, where every working person would give $100 or $200 a month or whatever, whatever. And I was like, that would be a great idea. So I told her brother, why don't we consider doing this? The challenge is, again, finding people who are committed, okay? So as I'm winding down here, I'm just going to say this. Just imagine we had 10 people, and we were getting about $10,000 a month, okay, from all of the working people, okay, in a community, okay? We take that money, everybody putting that, that 10000 we give it to one person so they can open up a business, okay? That person now opens up a business. And at the same time... We purchase a house, whether it's used, whether it's, uh, you know, a, a house that we can refurbish because we got our young people learning trades. You know, we got somebody who's committed to doing, elect, you know, electric work, somebody committed to plumbing, somebody committed to construction and woodworking, somebody committed to masonry uh, and, and, and all of that goes with, the, you know, iron. And we build our structures you know, to where we can easily add on and or modify them. Then we add a spot, an empty spot in our susupot so that as we go around every month and someone gets something, that empty unit, we'll call that, for instance, the housing unit. So now we have, we got that 10,000 a neck that month that goes straight into investing in the housing, okay? then. Once we go another year, we get a, a, that 10000 or if, if the funds is coming in from the other businesses, everybody, you know, we start, we, we, we purchase a house, we refurbish it, and then that person who's living rent-free now because the house is paid up, yeah, look, look, you still give 200 a month, or, I mean, not 200 a month, 200 a month for the house, but you, we still put in that ten grand or whatever, whatever, so that the, ne- the next time we purchase a, a property, Basically, we get to the point where everyone's living rent-free, house-free, but they still pay something, one to 200, whatever. Then we get at a spot for training someone to invest in solar energy or whatever. You know, so now we don't have to worry about electric. We got 100% of our energy. You know what I'm saying? We got the, then we get the spot for the housing. We get people who want to have car dealerships. What I'm saying is, we buy that 40 acres, we buy that 50 acres, what have you. We get our land patent, so now we got 165 acres amongst that. We center everything about around our school and our business buildings. We build our, our, our small mini plazas for business. We got our own school systems from K-12, and we build a university, just a small one that we can do online or in person, and that gives our people the retraining of our mindset. And I say this because I worked in African, African-centric schools in Detroit. And so if we're not teaching our youth our culture, they're going to have a certain challenge when they see TV, when they hear music. They're going to think that's the way to go, even if it's not good for them. But if we have a university outside of the university, like a teaching school, to teach our educators to best teach our students in a way that they need to be taught. 
you know, to get the morals and or spiritual values we want to give them, even if we don't all believe in the same thing. At least as melanated people, we understand our history, our culture, and what can lift us up. Because I, one thing I despise, and I'm going to say this, people see oh, Barack Obama and say, okay, now that we've had a black president, we can do anything. What? Are you serious? We've already had black presidents, and we have kings and queens who have owned way more than just a position in some government earning only $100,000 a year. We need to empower them to do better, and if that's not what we're going to do, it's going to be, I mean, we're not going to get nowhere. We're going to continue to live and die broke. Thanks. So I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm landing, I'm landing, I'm just saying, it's time for us to say it's enough talk. We need to put the plan into effect. Make sure we have something where we're building the wealth. We're educating ourselves. And on top of that, the most important thing is this. We teach our youth that we're not here to govern you. You need to self-govern, and we teach them to be leaders because that's a pro- another major problem in our melanated communities. We're not training leaders. They're trained by all of these educational systems to be followers and robots. We need leaders. I don't need anyone who can regurgitate. No, I need you to think and figure out this problem with another person or three and solve it and be better. And I, I'm a, and, and then we, we got to have that portion of our, of our community that does the same for our melanated black male female relationships because, you know, that's part of the problem, too. We can't live together because we're trained to hate each other, dislike each other, whether it's man to woman or woman to woman or man to man. We're, we're trained to hate one another or not want to be around one another for very long. So much so that even if we're by ourselves, we have a certain amount of self-hate that if nothing's playing, that if it's silent and it's quiet, we think something's wrong. Because if we hear that self-intuition, if we hear that self-accusing spirit, if we hear that self-inner voice that's trying to help us, that gut feeling, whatever you want to call it, that's helping us do right, then we can finally do something. But again, we hate ourselves, we hate our brothers, we hate our sisters. I mean, and, and it's an eternal thing. I don't mean like an outwardly thing. It's an internal, and it, if it's inside, you know sooner or later it's got to manifest itself outside. So again, we're still doomed because we're not finding what we need to heal and grow and i'm gonna end right there because i think those are some basics we need peace most definitely appreciate that and based on what i've heard everyone you know the points that i've heard everyone make i've made a um i've made some points in order to you know help the room in order to apply some of these things to them themselves because one thing i don't like is when people come into these rooms and they don't get anything tangible that they can, you know, actually take home and apply. Especially if we're going to, you know, us as educators, that's something that I personally don't like. So, like, um, you were speaking about the aspect in which you deal within the family. 
or um, just, you know, like the collective, we actually have that same thing within our family constitution, within like our tribal documents. Like you have to carry a certain GPA within our household, but we know everybody may not be, you know, it, it may be one that may struggle. So if that is the case, you just have to make sure that you assert yourself some way within life. But then like you absolutely, yeah, absolutely. You, the susu aspect. And that led me over into like, you know, the a private investment dial and Absolutely. just the aspect and how, yeah, our family, like we literally have, um, we have monthly dues that we pay in, but they go into, you know, pretty much a trust account. And then if anything happens, the trust account can take care of certain situations. Or if I come, I, if I want to establish a new business and I don't have the funds myself, I can request it from the family. You have to have a meeting and I have to pitch to them and everybody has to agree everybody has to agree and these are the rules that are within our family constitution and like these are the things like when you have rules regulations and standards when you have standards for your family things change like in my family we have courting standards i'm not allowed to just bring anybody Max. into my household you understand make children anybody like i have two boys and they are by different women. Both of their families are established great genetics. <laughs> um, like you gotta get into the genetics. Nobody's crazy, no killers, no no out of order um, criminal backgrounds, nothing like that. Be and I understood this before I started to have children with these women. Because in my family, like I'm the first boy in my family for 20 years, so like, the women wasn't having me just dealing with any type of crazy woman. <laughs> so they were very particular and we had an understanding. And even like my children, we have a vetting process. And I know how that may sound, but no, no, no. I'm like, we have a standard for how we operate. And my, I remember my mom made some girls who wanted to talk to me cry at sometimes because she knew they wasn't a fit for me. And I'm looking at what these women are doing today in society. And she was right. Your your parents are usually right <laughs> almost every time. So um, when it comes to the investment DAO, a DAO is a decentralized autonomous organization. And he was talking about the SUSU. The word SUSU kind of has a, um, a stigma on it in some communities because of the manner in which some people have not been able to reap their benefits or whatever. But you also have to be committed to a SUSU in order for it to work. The Jewish community use Susu all the time. Facts. Gotta be committed. Yeah. Now, the thing is, that's why I like a DAO, because a DAO, there is no one individual that has control. You actually get to um, set what the investment goals are. And then you also, as a community, get to vote on where the money goes. So let's just say we raise like 200 racks and we be like, we gonna get this to Dr. Umar. So he finally got a school. You feel me? And like, just cause like, and then <laughs> what if we allocate out another, you know, like 50 K in order to establish in therapy within our community? Because like, like that was like, it was funny, but truth in all humor, like that man has been trying to do an education platform for a long time. And that's something that we need. I'm not saying he we should do. lead it, but right, he, right. he's doing. Needs, Wait a you minute. Know? You said he was trying to, because he was given a lot of donations. Yeah, I heard that he, he might not found be the best building. example. Yeah, Max said he might not be the best example. <laughs> That's why I put Zayx up there. He's doing. He started out of his music studio. He turned his music studio into a school. 
and now it's it's online everywhere. He, they got a one in um uh New York, and they're building one in Atlanta. But we have Dr. Umar, and then we also have Mr. Jay Morrison, who pulled the people together like nobody I ever seen before. He had an amazing idea. I'm not sure exactly what went wrong. The only thing I can think that went wrong is that he didn't put a cap on the amount of investors. So it didn't make sense in the accounting because he took on Mr. J. Morris. He took on anybody that wanted to donate the 500. I know y'all remember when he was doing the, the fund. And if you donated 500, you know, that was the minimum and you could donate whatever. He had celebrities. He had everybody. And we have people like that who take lead in some of these exercises that Jazzy and DJ are talking about and it demolished. So is it true that we're not trying to do this or we don't have good leaders that is executing this? That's right. The thing that from my, based on your question, and I would, I would love for anybody else to chime in on this, but based on that, there are individuals who have not been vetted in order to lead charges in these capacities and also people who don't have money when they get ass loads of money they usually screw it up so that's also partly the issue and that's the reason why i favor the investment dial because there's no one individual in control over the funds the community votes on where it goes and shit. If, if it's not your vote this week oh well you just it's that's what it is gotta move on and if you if you want to pull your money out you can but that means you don't get any benefits so are the funds held in escrow the their funds are held in a crypto wallet so yes just like escrow and then the, as access to see where everything is and what's going on hmm. yo real quick can i say something out for y'all dj yo when when it comes to the dow uh decentralized organized um excuse me decentralized autonomous organization it's almost as if uh any collective group of people that can come together and know they're going to be able to put their money into whatever escrow trust co-op or whatever they decide to call it right are yeah. now able to move in a manner yeah some public or private because i know down don't specifically deal with the public because it's decentralized in the first place but when we're dealing with the, just the understanding of before this term came up for some people that might not understand i think if a good point was what she brought up was like an escrow because when people invest together in certain properties or certain things they put money into an escrow to know that that money allocated for whatever they're buying and purchase is going to be used for that particularly and it's contracted that way they already know their uh, percentage of whatever they're going to get is going to go into that part and that's why it's contracted a certain way to, to protect everybody involved same way our dial will work when it comes to if it's 10 people involved and we're buying something for 20 grand that and everybody that's 10 people that's 2000 that's 220 grand right there and everybody knows their percentage based off of that particular contract going into that particular con um project would you agree i i completely agree the main uh, real and i just want to say this and then jasper can go if if somebody would lead the charge with an investment dial and the capacity how they did these other things and they would be like i don't control it everybody would fucking love it if they knew exactly what it was for but we have ego on this plane so mm -hmm. has to get eased out go ahead jasmine 
No, I was also about to say that we shouldn't do business with everybody. So once again, Mr. J. Morrison is a great example. That's why I'm using him. No, no slander to him. But it should have been an application process. I don't want to do business with every single person. I don't care what color you are, where you come from. There should be an application process. I need to know your intentions. I need to know, are you in this, you know, for the purpose that we're in this for? Or are you in this for a quick return. Now you could be in it for business. It could be all about business. I don't care. But I, I just want you to understand the process because a lot of people donated that $500 because it was very simple to get on there and donate that $500. And they bugged you to death. They bugged him to death about where they're, uh, they didn't understand the process and how long it was going to take to get a return. And that's what he's been fighting, trying to explain to people now, I understand that his his thing isn't going right, but he was fighting trying to explain to people how the business worked and why they wasn't going to see a return right away. That's um that's so that was from the beginning though. But um what you say? That's something you're supposed to let them know from the beginning. But really did he KYC his people? Did you know like did he know his it's called know your customers? It's called KYC. Oh uh, no, nah, I don't think so. I think it was very simple. You was to get on the website and you uh the only thing them people got and once they donated the 500 and it, it's crazy because that word donation now that we're in the process that we're in like you know they donated the 500 dollars and more and um you just got your name on the wall at the at the legacy center and like some 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 type of like discounted access to the legacy center but it was supposed to go to more than that but i'm just saying though and, and i mean i understand what jazzy is saying as well i also jazzy has said something um, about, you know, us not having certain things. I also think that that is uh, misinterpreted too. I think we, I think we own a lot of things. And I think that, I think that we're being told that a lot of us isn't moving the capacity that we're moving in. I really honestly think that black businesses is up a whole bunch. And Atlanta is honestly proof of that. Atlanta 10 years ago in Atlanta today, I'm proud of Georgia. I'm proud of all my black people in Georgia. It's the, the black business percentage in Georgia is massive. Texas too. So there is a a large part of our community doing its thing. That's why we're here right now. Like look at these clubhouse rooms. Like a lot of us are on this path. Um now we may be, you know, very egotistical and I think a lot of people want to be leader of their own boat. That's what I think is going on. So we may not see it because a lot of us isn't working together because everybody wants their own thing. But it's definitely happening. That was like, the point. Yeah, that was yeah. my point too. Sister. And the last thing before, because, you know, right? The last thing before I end, I just want to also say this: we're talking about business, but are we even mentally ready to do business? Because I, I believe that we should be doing community centers and setting up, you know, um, therapy sessions. I don't care if you don't have a building. You could, we can, we can hire a community therapist and meet at the YMCA. Like we have to get our community right. We need to be me meeting up at um, centers just to network with each other. And it ain't about business to get to know each other again, to get to like each other again, and to heal our community. So we need to be meeting up to heal. Facts. We need to be meeting Facts. up to talk. And that Facts. is free. I don't Facts. throw a community bar, throw a community barbecue just what, to love and like each other. <laughs> over the definitions the other day, is that or is that not commerce? That's what we have to understand. This level of engagement is what we're supposed to be doing anyway. We just have to understand the levels of commerce there are. Right. And and the meaning of commerce too.
Mm-hmm. But we, we need to practice it. I, I think before we can even talk about getting into building build, um, business with each other, we need to talk about getting in the same room with each other and actually liking each other or knowing each other. I would like to see more of that before we jump into investments with each other. Uh, that's my personal opinion. I concur because who wants to invest? And I only feel comfortable to invest with you guys because look at what we did. I would not have felt like that on the first day of meeting you guys, but be, I've spent probably two weeks with you guys and the level of comfortability and like and love that I have for y'all. And I've never seen none of y'all face to face is a beautiful thing to feel that way about people I never met. So if we could do, like I said, com- networking, not about business. It's about love and getting to know and healing our community. I think we could take the world by storm and I yield. Facts. Facts. I just wanted to say, um, if I could, that when we realize that we see each other growing, and like she said, we have those separate pieces that can help us heal, that can help us learn, that can help us educate. You see the little bit of growth, but it means something because it starts to fill up your heart. You start to say, hey, there's growth in every small part of my world. And that means something to people, not just that your pockets are getting fat. Other parts of your life, of your world, that means something to you. And that makes you want to be more invested. That's why we have to have those those different things in those different areas and have people who can help us, you know, get that good advice, you know, and I'm, you know, and I'm going to just stop there, but I'm just saying that means something to people. That's peace. I wanted to um, make a point about the investment dial again, because anybody, this isn't no special stuff. Like literally anybody in this room can go make an investment dial. Only thing you're going to have to pay is what they call gas fees or taxes just for generating it. And you can create an initiative that you want to raise funds for. And then you have a, remember, this is decentralized. So these are private membership groups. So you're going to know everybody that you're dealing with because these are your investment groups. And per SEC regulations, you need to have under 100 people in this. So that means 99 people max is what you are allowed to have in your investment groups. That's a lot of hands that you get to move money with. So pick a good initiative, find a good group of people and make an investment out like us um after the next person go i'm gonna grab this link and y'all can see what the one that i made my investment dial off of i don't mind sharing this information with people you know like we all get to build off these type of things and one of the other ideas that i came across based on what jazzy was saying you know how they're doing the influencer houses and stuff right now based on all the information that we have right now I feel like it will be beneficial for the individuals who truly have an understanding in their shit in order to come together and like to like a money house and we make some initiatives and we actually make like make moves. I'm willing to do that. My people is actually they're doing a damn TikTok house down here. I'm like, when we can't do it over some real business. I'm like large corporations do it all the time. Go ahead, look. Lucky be talking, we can't hear you. Something must be going. Something must be going on with his mic. He about to drop. He about to come back in. There you go. Go ahead, try now, Lucky. All right, y'all can hear me now. Yes, sir. Go ahead. 
right, I think that is very important to actually start knowing and learning yourself spiritually wise because doing a lot of uh, investment with people, we would definitely not need to know who those people are. And you can't lie to the actual spiritual side of anybody because it's going to tell exactly who these people are. So just start actually um, and tune into knowing yourself. And that's eternally. And we can better do a lot of big, greater things um, later on in life. But we definitely need to actually have that balance there because without balance, you know, a lot of things don't get accomplished. And I yield. That's peace. Any So that was based on the initial conversation when we were talking about, you know, like quick money moves, us coming together, coming together as a collective in order to move forward and things. The investment dial, like I said, is something that we can do now as a whole. Like, shit, y'all want to get some land. Y'all want to establish a school, pick the, pick the place. We establish a curriculum, you know, like real business plans. We have to learn to do formal business so we can have formal change within our lives can't just keep talking about things i want to actually act on things and i'm not gonna give people processes that don't work we only talking about things that are for sure gonna go over this way so i yield right there anybody got anything to say yeah that's much love then i mean let's get it popping hey dj what i want to do was um I've been waiting on you, to, uh, on you to either call or email me. Lady, you love. What'd you say? Are you, what you talking, talking about me? Talking about me? Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking to you. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of hard to get down. Like getting contact with sometimes. That's my biz. Um, but I want what I wanted to do because I remember you speaking about putting like your um your real property like and making an NFT or something like that. I wanted to do that with the lots that I have on this resort and, and to get some collateral so we can get some shit started. Oh, you want to do some business business. Okay. Yeah. All right. So set an appointment with me for some tomorrow. Let me okay. know. Message. Let me put work. I'll confirm with you. And then we can um go from there. I just found this link. I'm about to ping it. I'm about to pin it to the top. Okay. I got it. The um the number that you gave me, that's I can text that number and um Yes, ma'am. You can text okay. that's the one where I send all my work messages so I don't be mixing stuff up. All right. Um sending this link to my damn so I got all these apps. <laughs> my WhatsApp not working. I'm like mine. My problem is it's always full, and then it locks me out. Miss Rima, I heard you say a poem the other night in one of them rooms, and it was beautiful. What a, a poem? What I say? I don't remember. Um, I don't remember exactly what it was and how it went, but I believe that was you. It sounded like you. I I remember that voice. That's how angelic her voice is. She yeah. was just talking regular. <laughs> But um, somebody had asked her about uh, about speaking a poem that she wanted to that she wanted to tell everybody, and that was after you told you told a story about um some kind of I forgot what was the name of that damn it was like some kind of virus or something. Was that you? Um, I talked about um, oh, 
I don't know. I talked about HIV. I talked no, about no, no, no. Uh, it was, it was, um, it was named after some. It was named after a country or something or something like that. It's gonna come to me. Just give me a minute. Okay, I think okay. it's you. I know that voice. I know that voice. Was you ever? Was you ever in the room? Like a couple days ago, I mean, yesterday or a day, uh, day yes, before that? Yesterday, were you just I was in the room. I just, I don't remember. I just remember I came onto the room talking because. Do, do you um, write poems though? No, I might have said some quote or told a story. I tell stories all okay. the time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Real life. I just want to tell everybody, I'm Pinks is back in the building, and I love everybody in there. And I'm just going to say what's up to everybody. I'm a lamb. Peace. I love y'all. Divine peace, brother. Um, Likewise. Actually, since y'all just came in and we were talking about ways that we can instill financial change within our communities and things, actually, brother, uh, brother Sphinx, you are up next. And then peace, brother Freight as well. I for sure want to hear your inputs that you wanted to grace the state. So let me ask y'all something. So you have a community that you want to you want to build, regardless what it is. So, like, what's what's the goal? What's the goal for the community? Like, what's actually happening? That you want to build a, you know, a, a foundation for the children. You want to build something for. I'm sorry for it being loud here. It's a lot of military shit that goes around. Here. But I mean, what's the what's the main what's the main issue as far as you want to build around for the children, and I think that you know for the kids, you know, you know they have to go out sometimes, and you know, and they they go outside, it rains or whatever. It's just kind of like it's it's a it's kind of it's it's kind of backwards because it's, it doesn't make sense to me at some points because you want to make sure they're good but they can't be good if because i live in buffalo so the rain the thunder and all this other things going on you know i don't know where y'all live at so i just kind of want to get some get back let me just hear what y'all got to talk about (laughs) the rain and the thunder y'all no, the when, thunder's real. The yeah, the rain real. and the thunder can the be light, a metaphor. Light, like <laughs> I hope so. The lightning comes down. It, it comes down. I be like, shit. Y'all know I'm a jokester. I, I just be cracking do. jokes and so he's not so sorry. <laughs> he said the rain, the thunder. It comes down. I really have no answers. And it's like, I live in Buffalo, New York. You got to understand this. It's the Do you craziest. have any children, um, brother? Do you have any children? Yes, I have four that's daughters. That's what he's talking about, children. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. I that's why I had question. that. I want to ask a question. Can I say something, please? Yes. All right, brother, you just said, I think, because you came in the room, and um, Jasmine actually said something earlier about the communities having, um, you know, like YMCAs and therapists. Obviously, I heard earlier two institutions being set up in the communities for education, okay. dealing with the proper history, dealing with the proper education, financial literacy, estate planning. I mean, because this room is called Trust Fund Baby in the first place. We want to be able to create future trust fund babies. You know what I mean? To understand 
how to understand a will, estate planning, assets, credit. You know what I mean, I think that's those are the things that our children, our communities, you know what I mean, are lacking is these different educational platforms to teach them about these things that the, the public schools and even these private schools at this time are not really providing for our future of our legacy of our people. I hear. Okay. Bottom line is we're trying to be self-sustainable. Okay. Governing our own selves. You know what? Well, let me ask you all this. So, you know, we have these avenues. We have all the opportunity to have, you know, this financial things going on for what we want. But they look at us, I'm going to tell you, if you're a minority, like regardless of the fact, you're always going to look different. You got to understand that. That's, it's always going to happen. And it's not for us. Like, we are educated. We are definitely educated. But it's going to look different in some type of way. And I'm not trying to sway it in no type of way, no left, no right. But what you fail to realize, these children, does not they don't care about color. They don't care about the di- division. We got right. to go beyond us. So, okay. Now, this is where it gets scary with me. When it comes to the children. He okay? <laughs> he had to take a deep thought. That's all. No, I did. I did because I was one of those kids. Well, I'm about to say, well, it's all good, bro. If um, if it's something that is compelling you or is just too difficult to speak on, it's all good. But I would like Brother Freight to um, continue if with the questioning, if you don't mind, bro. I've like I said, he on I the phone. Go ahead. Phone. He on the phone. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm about to say we good. I'm talking to Freight now. I'm about to, oh. I'm I'm gonna oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say me and bro was building earlier, and I um I for sure want um people to. You know, be able to grace that light oh, when he's yeah, able to I share. I, I've been in some rooms before. He, he the truth. Right. Well, greatly, greatly appreciate you, your kind words, all of you. I greatly appreciate it. But to answer the question, we have to first identify the problem. And it's, it sounds like everyone agrees that the problem is the curriculum. You know, financial literacy, estate planning, infrastructure. None of that is taught, you know, unless you pick up a book and, and teach your kids yourself, they'll never know. So that's that's first things first. And not only teaching about it, but actually doing it. If you incorporate just a basic executive office structure and you build that into a family office and you integrate your family office with my family office, and we integrate our family offices with other family offices. Next thing you know, we're collectively leveraging equity together. So that's, let's just say, if I got an M, you got an M, and someone else has an M, now we have three Ms. Well, what if we take those three Ms and invest in things like tribal bonds and things of, now we ha- now have three Ms, that's nine Ms. Boy, they don't want to give us this. You in the matrix, babe. Oh man, my, hold up. Oh, I'm back. I'm oh, sorry. but he he's going. Go ahead, Frank. Go ahead. Hold on, Frank. Hold on. <laughs> I had a phone call. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. Go ahead, Frank. So, so I don't know if it, but if you collectively get everyone gets tribal bond, now you got nine M's. That's a lot more leverage between three deputies to to handle whatever needs to be done. I say that to say when you incorporate different vessels, you put yourself in positions where you can not only get donated certain things, but you can also find find fund your own operations, fund your own curriculums and establish your own nations and build off of your own entities and therefore solving what what seems to be a big problem in the community in a nutshell. That is well, it. Hold up. That is I, it. I, I didn't have a chance to finish. I'm sorry. I had a phone call that came in. I want to finish what I was about to say. And I want everybody in this room to listen. One thing that is the most absolute thing that makes sense. Well, it makes sense to me. It don't have to make sense to you. I have somebody that listens to me. Now, if you have somebody that listens to you, male or female, it doesn't matter, and they wrap their arms around you, when the last time, well, let's let's talk about it. When the last time you had somebody that cared about you that wrapped their arms around you and that cared about you, like, legit. I'm going to tell you right now. I own a barbershop. I love my shop. It's not doing well. I'm going to tell you all right now, it's not doing well. And I'm I'm man enough to say it because I know because you know it's I when I started my barbershop it started like late going towards uh wintertime. But now it's getting more towards summertime and you know spring, whatever. And uh it was it's you know, it was tough. And I had to talk to uh my landlord who I had to pay money to. And he said, we need to talk about uh, the money. And I was like, all right. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm, I'm, I'm with whatever he says, and I'm, I'm okay with it. He told me, he said, uh, you know, I'll open up a, a dentist, a dentistry. He said, it took me three years to get established. And I'm like, well, I didn't know that. He was like, of course you didn't know that. He said, but you just started a barbershop. He cut my rent from 700 to 350 He cut it in half. And he's Italian, and I'm black and Dominican. Blew my fucking head off. I'm like, are you serious? He was like, yeah. And I was like, why would you do that? He said, because it takes time. It always takes time. And I'm going to tell everybody in this room right now that's listening. You got to love. You got to love. You have to love everybody around you. Even if somebody that you don't even rock with, it's all about love. He didn't have to do that for me, but he did, and I accepted it. He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna give you, just pay me three fifty a month." 
not 700. And prior to that, January and February that I owed, he dismissed. I'm going to tell you something. Everybody in this room that's listening to, to my voice right now, if I have it, I will make sure that your life would change overnight. But if I don't have it, you know, don't fault me for not having it. But just know that you're on my mind that I will make sure that if I do have it, I will make sure you will eventually. Everything makes sense at the end of the day. Everything, everything makes sense at the end of the day. You can't judge anybody. You can't judge nobody. You can't. You just got to be a human being. Just love. How hard is it just to love somebody? You got to love somebody. And I'm going to land right there. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was a powerful note to land on. Thank you. That's the type of people we want in our community. That's it right there. Yeah. And if we had a fund right now, I, I would have helped them. I just, I, I got the link up top. If y'all, if somebody <laughs> want to make a fund, y'all can do it. Just share it with your community and make sure you KYC your people. You know your customers. And I gave y'all the number. No more than 99 people. Like right there, like this is an initiative in order for you to instill some change within the community. Like these are private startups, like right here. Shit, if you want to invest in a tech company and you want to have other people, you know, help you, this is a way in order to do these things. You want to build a metaverse here, like right there. I gave you a key in order to get you some funding for your metaverse within your, just find somebody who supports you. So, like, we can instill some change. And I see we have a couple more people who came up to the top. I see Empress, L.A., and also Brother Joseph. And we were talking about ways that we can instill some financial change within our life and within our communities. And um, I've heard Brother Joseph speak about, you know, like, just some of his regular days about moving about. Pastor Joseph. Excuse are you minister, excuse me, minister. You're he's ordained, yeah. Um brother minister. Um, you know, we, we both sit on the pulpit, you know how this go. You know, I got my I'm 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 in there too, you know. <laughs> but but yeah, i I'm for sure interested to hear what um everyone else has to say. So um um brother um LA, excuse me, LA and brother Joseph and Empress, y'all can go in that order. Peace. Hey everybody, this is LA. Um I just joined a group and um, just kind of curious in some ways how this group can be um, an essential, well, I can say, give me insight on what I can do. I have a home and property that I inherited um, from my parents that has transcended, you know, to the ancestors. And um, the home and property, no debt. What I would like to do is take full ownership of it. Right now, my brother and my oldest brother's two kids who have shares do not want to keep the land. They just want to sell. I don't believe in selling any property because we know the history of our melanated people. So I'm right now working on ways how I can get ownership, get some money to buy them off. My goal is to use the property for good. 
to help the community. Since my dad fought in the Korean War, I would love to have a family who has a parent who is a veteran to come into the home, let that be a starter home where I can instill, just like what all of you are talking about, for two years, like teach them financial literacy in a way where they can get to a point in two years, be able to own their own home, not depend on the government or any toxic people in their lives to be self-sufficient. The home has extra land where I would like for anyone who comes into that home, learn how to grow their own food and, um, and be able to be entrepreneurs, have their own, create their own business, and just totally be self-sufficient within two years of living in that home. And that home has extra land, like I mentioned, where I can, after two years, putting a family in there, helping them with financial literacy, getting them to be independent. And once they move out in two years and purchase their own home, then they'll come back and be mentors. And hopefully by then I'll be able to add another home because there's enough land there to add another home and turn into a duplex where I can put two families in there and do the same formula. My goal is to get people off of the government, stop depending upon a system that enslaves us. And I have a nonprofit and I want to figure out how I can tie my nonprofit, make this vision come to reality. Rest my mic. What state you in, sister? I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. That's where the property's at? No, the property is actually in Durham, which is like 30 minutes away from where I live. You said North Carolina? Yes. I don't know nobody up that way. I'm close. Um, but I would talk to Brother Joseph about um the nonprofit because he knows he knows a lot about that. Well, when, he can probably okay. help you do all this. Okay. And answer a quick question, real quick. Is it is it residential? Is it already clear, or is it just a bunch of trees? It's residential. My parents were the first ones to be on the property. They built their home in 1960, so it's other homes there, and it's trees surrounding that. But it's in a prime area, and they're doing a you know um, gentrification thing where they're kind of moving people out and putting their million dollar kind of homes right into low-income communities, so that's what's going on right now in Durham. Oh, it's in, it's in Durham? Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, all right, all right. There's a plethora. What I want to spare everybody, I'll just, I'll reach out to you and see, you know, I, I'm very familiar with, like, the Southeast markets and things of that nature and different bonds and grants, so it just depends on what, what your plan of action is and what you're trying to do. I remember you saying something about somebody wanting to sell, but First things first is infrastructure, just to protect your assets and go from there and leverage them or get tribal bonds or corporate bonds to back the land, land bonds. It just depends on what you're trying to do. Well, I, I mean, I'm open to any kind of coaching um, so I can protect the property. Definitely. I'll be in touch. Who was that, Miss L.A.? Thank you. Yeah, this is L.A. Okay, I got you. Thank you. Yo, peace, Freight. I would like to holler at you too, man, because um, you said grants and tribal bonds. I definitely like to touch bases with you. You know what I mean? I, I followed you, so, you know what I mean? Holler at me. My name is Mac. You know what I mean? I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, 
No worries, man, dog. No worries. No worries. You know, travel bonds. They're nice and fun and unique. Good way to leverage equity, you know, and, and for the people that have real churches and real nations, 508s, it's a good way to have equity to back your nation. That way you can actually hold some weight in commerce, you know? I understand. That's why I wanted to holler at you. I'm going to make you take up your time right now going into detail. But like you said, you trade tribal bonds and you said, you know what I mean? Um, I, I, I got you. Though. I ain't going to hold you up. No worries. No worries. Peace, brother Ken. Can you grace the um the um the audience with your intellect, please? He might be away from the phone. Brother Joseph. Yeah, he probably stepped. Oh, there you go. No, I'm I'm here. I'm about to I'm about to go in my elevator. I'm a, I'm gonna lose you. But what's going on? Oh uh, no, it, um, the floor is yours. But it's all good. We can come back to you when you're ready. Um. Yeah, let me get. Let me, I'm, gonna, I'm about to lose you in my garage, so I'll, I'll jump back on in a minute. All right. Um, uh, La, did you do anything? Like, did you do? Do you have? Did you claim your status or anything like that yet? Um. You said, did I claim your status? Yeah, did you like claim your status? Did you do any documents? Did you have you filed any documents for you yourself yet? Not at all. Mm -mm. Okay, check your email. I sent you something. Okay, thank you. Okay, um, brother Joseph, he is about to he's going through signal troubles right now. So next in the room, and then also see, um, Asaru came in and Tara. Uh, peace purple. to you all. Purple Heart. Uh, Greetings. I'm gonna say Purple Heart been up here. That's um my bad. I um say peace to bro. That's um Pitchfork. Pitchfork. That's what I was wondering. That's Pitchfork. Yeah. And also peace Steph. But right now the room we you know we going around the room right now. Empress, if you have anything that you would like to say as it pertains to you know financial literacy, um what you think would help us move forward as a community and um you know based on everyone's thoughts we can come to some collective initiatives on how we actually can you know make some of these things work within the community so the floor is yours peace 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 to everyone um yeah i'm a doula and i'm out here in san diego california but the main issue and the thing that I how see you is doing? that I am grand. How's everyone? Um, the main thing I see is that we need to take back our births. We need how to stop the whole charade, the games, and everything. So I think that we need to uplift fallen humanity. We need to have birthing centers. We need to have eco-literary centers. That's basically like a community hub, education, school, the whole shebang. Because once again, a nation can only rise as high as its empresses. So we need to teach the moms about legacy wealth while they're pregnant or whatever it may be and make sure that they know how to establish a will. Get out of the birth certificate. Get out of the enslavement because it's just the system that we're in the matrix and we're just feeding this thing and we're not going to get out of it if our sisters think they need to run to the Nazi um, medical industrial complex that exists. Also, too, we need to have the equal literacy centers that I was mentioning before that teaches skills not only to the children, but also to like the parents. And if the elderly want to come out, they're going to come out. And then that way we're using nature. We're using the gardens. We're using the fields. We're using the farms to teach everything from science to math to um, language arts. 
everything. So that way we have these hubs that's fostering the whole entire village and community, you know, and that way we're doing like um, commerce from it. The children are learning how to, you know, establish farms or whatever it may be. But that at the same time, we're getting back to loving mother nature because that's part of the problem. Everything is so technology, you know, we wearing shoes, we putting asphalt over the earth and we need to get back to the land. And when Joseph comes back Gucci. on, he's you know, Joseph, he's from San Diego. He knows about Morris High School, and I helped them foster their eco-literacy center, and they actually have a school that has a, a running culinary arts program. So they actually teach everything, finance, how to run a restaurant, but at the same time, they have a garden that they're teaching the whole curriculum off of as well. So I was just saying with uh, the little things, we got to take back our birth. We have to start from the seed. And then from there, everything else will fall into place. Because as long as we're running back to these Nazi facilities, we're always going to have a problem because they're just, you know, inoculating us and hating and blocking. And I yield. Hey. I just got chills over here. Because you ain't speaking nothing wanna, but that. I want to count right. back where, where our sister just dropped. So she's right in exact. There's one thing that we need to do first so that way we can do that. And that is to get your BCs recorded and placed upon the land records again to place you back in a position of grantee, AKA the beneficiary heir, okay? Once you do that, then you need to do some corrections on that birth certificate. What that would be, and I do mine in the form of an affidavit, because a commercial affidavit, because they have their forms and I don't know about y'all, but it's kind of hard for me to form for someone else. So I create my own form I'll take whatever's on that particular document that they have, and I'm going to create it in my Word document, okay? Now, the first thing I'm going to do is change the father to owner. A lot of us don't even have the daddy listed, even though his name may be quote-unquote on there. But you have to do it that way, okay? The next thing I'm going to do is change the mom to original grantor, all right? The next thing I'm going to do is change the child to beneficiary heir slash distributee the next thing i'm going to do is remove that race negro black and colored and i'm going to put american indian and whatever clan that i'm from okay that is after you do that do the uh, birth certificate recording so oh i left out one crucial thing i'm going to place the declaration on the record for the nationality. Why? Because of Title 25 USC 194. And all, in all trials about the right of property where an Indian may be a party on one side and a white person on the other, the burden of proof shall rest upon the white person whenever an Indian shall make out a presumption of title in himself from previous ownership or possession. <laughs> so in order to do what our sister said, we need to go and take care of step one, which is what I just shared with you. I had to bring my part in because I got to get off here in a second, but I want to make sure since I was allowed up on the stage that I add some value. I yield. Peace. That's peace. Most definitely appreciate that. Y'all probably hear my little one in the background. And um, because I have experience with a particular situation and I do appreciate the doulas and the midwives as well. My baby was a home birth and um, he has a tribal certificate of nativity, which I sent into the state as well. That way that they can confirm that he was, um, that you know, that he was here. But 
it was my documents. It was from our tribe, everything. So it's nobody else's contract because I told them, I was like, he's not going to be a ward of your state. He belongs to our, our system, our family. And I didn't have any issues. And like, he still get like, go to the doctor, everything, no problems. So that's how mine is too, brother. My son, I did the same exact thing that you did. And he goes to the postal system. And when he complained about his eyes, they pay for everything, including probably the most expensive pair of glasses that was in there. All at no charge to us. And they told us he's listed as a national. Now, a lot of these people don't understand that only Indians can be nationals. Everybody else is citizens. Okay? I'm not disagreeing, fam. I'm Lenape. Like, I know what it is. That's what my, that's what some my, yeah. Right. <laughs> we on the same page. I understand. And like, that's why I pressed the button on, you know, like, like one of the things that I feel like really was lacking within our community throughout all the years of, you know, these redemption processes and the status corrections and things. Nobody told people to go do your genealogy. Who, where do you come from? Who are you related to? what is left here through your ancestry for you that's something i i've never heard that coming from all the youtube videos and everything never never not till recent hey you're right i'm a nape too and i'm on the land i agree with you that's the first thing that we have to do as the original americans that all of the food rules is leaving out so i'm gonna tell y'all this anytime y'all hear somebody talking about law and they ain't bringing up the true history just go ahead and remove yourself from them because history and law go hand in hand you can't have one without the other okay that's, a, that's for sure a fact even when it pertains to linguistics like when you language that comes with timelines and things like that oh yeah and um while i go to walk in lucky you already know bro i'm like well nishi for um you know like sharing that with me we got to start talking our languages again we got to start getting back into that because I, I any one of my cousins like that i know like that like we for sure like now i know that you and not you got to talk that way with me now so we we gonna share some dialogue for sure <laughs> that's a fact with us what's up and like even this level of inter engagement because i make sure like y'all just heard my baby i talk to him the same way i'm making sure that he understands the correlation like his nickname is bear so i'll be like makwa and he understands when I call him that, that I'm talking to him. And then I also show him what it means through pictures. And like, he's, he's only what, 17 months, but he can, he's starting to talk and make connections and say um, his colors. He'd be like, yellow, purple, he shit, he said chocolate the other day. And I'm just so, this is the time, like you, like we're talking about education. If I'm in the home, well really, unfortunately the education really falls like predominantly on the female because that's the one who the child is with mostly but us as you know active parents on both sides our caretakers we make sure that we you know implement that level of education as much as we can like i said that's big in my household because if if i'm establishing all these things for this particular you know soul i need to make sure that they're competent in some capacity in order to manage it or at least you know move properly in the manner in which they want to so that they don't jeopardize the rest of the family's future generations now you but um we have tara on here and um i don't know if brother joseph ready yet but um tara go ahead before before tara goes asaru i'm about to back channel you so check it out please brother 
Peace and wholeness. Excellent. Y'all. Everything y'all own, that's exactly the path. And this is necessary. We have to do. I love the Bible verse certificate. Um, I, I'm, at, I'm at a party with my children, so sorry about the noise, but that is a major piece to that freedom. There's no questions. Everything's paid for for that baby. He needs glasses, they're going to get him. He needs care, they're going to get it. See? And this is the initiative of the tribe, of the family. And they gave him that classification because that means something. That is, I would think, private. I would think independent. You know, I would think the actual consumer uh, meaning because that was not created by the state. It was not caged with a code attachment. They had to submit that for record and not apply and not register. So I love that. I love all these ideas. The sister just made my heart sing and speaking about the genocide, the doula that was speaking. Salute, my love, because you are freeing people. You, they're ushering in without sin attached, without debt attached. That's what that sin um, is representation of, what they're speaking of. So let's. I, I'm ready. I'm at this point. You know, let's go. Let's organize. Let's get committees together. No matter whose expertise is what, let's implement these things in each city and state, wherever we at. Let's start it and let's go and commute business, business meetings, retreats. And let's label it. Let's do it to where they're organizing over four or five hundred years on us, and now it's being done correctly to the correct people with the correct people. Okay, thanks so much for letting me be on the panel. I yield. Peace, peace. We most definitely appreciate all of you and all of you all words. And um, Pitch, I ain't forget about you, fam. I don't know if Brother Joseph um back yet, but um you can take the floor if you would like. Yeah, uh, yeah, I chime in for a little bit. Um, yeah, I agree with uh everything that y'all talking about. I think that's good. I think. Uh, I think that's what has to happen in order for us to go and get our throne and our crowns back. Like we, like we're gonna have to, you know, pipe down and really look at each other and figure it out, you know, and um, plan for the future, you know, because uh, I don't know, I, I don't really like to see nobody outside of me. Um, although I know that there is life outside of me, but uh. Yeah, I think Damn, you'll be killing me, fam. <laughs> I was like, what pitch? <laughs> I love you, bro. I swear I do. Go ahead. Yeah, so um like I just think um I think that that's I think that that's on 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 key, you know. Uh I got a I got um a lot of skills. You know, I've been I've been waiting to you know help people out with you know that I love and I care for and for free. Like I like I already be fixing people cars for the low up here, and it's just because like I know how it is to like have your car and your investment and not have nobody that you can trust, you know, to fix it. So um, yeah, uh, 
I think this is great, man. For real, I'm looking forward to it. And that's peace. Even what you're doing, like it is us as men who have the ability to, you know, like utilize our hands and uh, be trade men, but also have the capacity to, you know, like utilize paperwork and articulate ourselves. I'm like, we are very unique and um, rare in this world because from what I'm coming to find out is that a lot of men refuse to do manual labor in some days, <laughs> these days. And I'm like, how do you take care of your family? I'm like, you don't own no tools? Like, what kind of man are you? And that's not a shot at any, like anybody. I'm just like, that's not how I was brought up. Like, once again, I was brought up my Marine. So my ideology is slightly different. But, um, but I also like, how can a man, you know, and biblically, a man was, he couldn't take a, a woman until he built her a house. And so where are you, what are you working with? <laughs> like, what are your tools? What are you offering to people? And um, like, even just in a spiritual context, like, what are you offering for in order for, you know, like somebody to want to give themselves unto you? And we need to think about that as it pertains to our relationships with one another, even outside of, you know, just like the people that we court. Like, what are we offering to each other? Because we should be able to share value so that we can leverage one another for sure. Thanks. And I agree with that. And I and I don't think it got to be nothing grand, but like the effort in the heart and the spirit, like got to be there, man. Because like, look, I mean, look at the responsibility that we're taking on. Like, this is not anything small. Like, like we are essentially like the shepherds of what's to come. Like, so we have to be real anal and real, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you have to be real serious and intent about what we're doing and about what we want to come out of this. I yield. But I can come back. What's up? Chill. I was in another room, bro. It's like, <laughs> I have to get to the mic. It's like, gee, no, for real. Like, and then like, I, I really, I appreciate the energy of the room, everybody who's tuned in. Um, and then, you know, we have the elders who came to grace the floor and started us off. And, you know, like I, the way I was brought up is, you know, you always give your honors where they're due. And I remember um, Brother Ishmael was on the floor. I remember watching him on YouTube when I was young. And y'all be saying that about me. Like y'all watch me on YouTube. <laughs> So it just means like how things go full circle, you know, like it's um, I'm super appreciative to even, you know, like be able to come in contact with people like him, Brother Mac and people who are really working within their community and within their families to make change. And that's not to exclude any of you all. But I just know what their personal initiatives are. And like um, even Brother Freight with the family office, that is a key component in development within my personal family structure. It, because of we I understand private equity and leveraging and like I just posted a video on my social media today and it was about um, Jeff Bezos and he said before he made Amazon he came from a quantitative hedge fund everybody with ass loads of money that like you can't count has a hedge fund deals in private equity understands what a family office is these are greatest common denominators greatest common factors in these situations this is the shit you pay attention to uh dj can you tell us what the hedge fund is that he came from what does that mean and what is it 
So a hedge fund is pretty much um, pretty much what we are. So it's almost like utilizing the investment dollar as a model, as an example, how people who understand how to leverage stock, make the proper trades and stuff, they will take other people's money, put that shit on the market, make a lot of money off of it, and then give them back their part, and then they take their percentage off of it. And these people come up a lot off of this because of leverage that's really the key term and then also understanding how to um short how to short the market that's like when you come up off so when let's say let's use ford as an example you know every Ford shares was well over a hundred dollars at one point in time now they're probably like around 20 ish if that i haven't checked so when ford started dropping you could have bet against that and when it went from 120 dollars, you would have made money while they were losing money that's called shorting that's called shorting sales so that's what hedges that's what hedge funds do they come up off of people's pain and they come up with people is nothing more than a bunch of trading securities that makes sense yeah <laughs> i did my like hedge funds are not a simple thing because a lot of people don't understand the manner in which you know but when you say he works. come from it meaning that his family started it and passed no, no, it to him or he that's something no, he did for himself no 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 he worked for a quantitative hedge fund before he started amazon that means he had an understanding of how to leverage in that capacity before he started you know saying that he was going to um have everybody post their books on his platform and leverage off of that data. And then the next mm. thing he said right off of the books was then leveraging off of the music. This is, remember I said leverage, leverage. Remember we was talking, I just said greatest common denominator, greatest common factor. These are the things that, you know, get you ahead in commerce. And black commerce isn't a friendly game just when people, so don't ever think the words fair belong in commerce. Fair is a fee when we talk about commerce. So yeah, business is business. And um, I just seen a 50 um, little reel and he was just talking about how cutthroat business is. It's, it's just like the streets. It's just that people would do it in paperwork instead of, you know, like come down and shoot you. <laughs> so, But with our community, we don't want to be cutthroat. Um, you're going to get crossed if, you're not, if you don't have that level of integrity. I guarantee it. If you, don't know, if you don't know how to just at least stand firm and be direct with people, you gonna get crossed, I promise you. People have tried me like that because I speak well. No, I'm kind of just kind of drafted off from how we started this conversation about our community. So I was saying that I hope that in our, I know how the others play ball and they cut throat and they hurt each other and they cut each other down all for profit. Um, I think that's what's different between uh, melanated people and others is that we do a lot of things out of love. So, you know, some people uh, make a comment about how women have babies with certain type of men and that men don't have nothing. And I understand that. But our community, we don't we don't arrange marriages for financial reasons. I mean, we probably should care about that a little bit but i'm just saying our operate oh, moves with emotion sure. and, yes. and love we don't arrange things because someone has uh, uh, uh come from a, a inheritance and things like that we we don't do that and um that's why we don't end up miserable for real for real <laughs> but jasmine i really think that we should and i feel like that's something that that we probably have lost you know being inside this uh mental asylum called america 
I for sure just explained that we got arranged situations in my family. We used to do this as a ritual. We don't dictate it like that, but yeah, like no. Do I think it should be? Yo, shit, yeah, for sure. It should be taken into consideration, but that's that's not should not be what life is based off of. Because now we're going to base our life off commerce, like them type of people, like pale people. I think it should be taken into consideration. Of commerce. Well, my life isn't. I date who I want to date out of love, and I make sure that they, okay, and I make sure that they are at least stable enough, but there's no, there's no type of, that I have to marry a rich man or things like that. That's not the type of characteristics I go after. We can build together. It doesn't have to be rich, but it's about at least having the understanding of the type of partner that you plan on establishing with instead of just sleeping with random people. That's what we're talking about. Understanding with the families that you're letting your children, you know, be with type stuff. Like have a relationship. Yeah, I understand. I understand that. But that's not I was just saying that pill. Well, I'm going to just say Caucasians. Caucasians arrange their lives based off of money. Mm -hmm. I said we don't do that. And I think that we should take it into consideration a little bit more than we do. I don't think we should, because they end up miserable. That's why the husband come home and kill everybody. I'm mm-hmm. saying that they base their lives off of money. And we don't do that. I think that we should take it a little bit more in consideration. I can go one deeper than that. We used to do rituals to actually find our our who we was compatible with. And that's what we lost. That's the oneness with self that we and and the community that we lost a long time ago. But we used to do that. Well, I'm about to say that's yeah. that's per well, you know, that's a per culture thing, depending on which particular no, system not, you're talking I'm, about. I'm not talking about no culture. I mean no uh, religion. No, no, no. I'm saying because diff- I, that's why I'm saying per culture, because per that, like what you just said is like a ritual in order to understand who like that may be for a particular group of people not for all of us as a whole it, that's what i was saying i understand what you're saying i understand it completely but what i'm saying is it, it goes it goes back deeper than i thought you read the black root science i understand the black root science but i also understand that um i'm a i'm a um I am a skeptic. That's the best word I can mm, okay. on that. everything. Nope, nope. Yeah. Don't, yeah don't, <laughs> I just don't, don't take further. nothing for face value because I have a scientific mind. So like I do my own due diligence on anything before I start to just, you know, take it as truth. That's all. Especially yeah. when I know the people who had hands in it. So yeah. I've expressed but I, that before. I don't take take it as face value either. I, I take it from my with my soul telling me, with my spirit telling me. That's what I, I take it from. No, I understand. And like and like how you said, your soul and your spirit, we all have that one connection with the all or, you know, like ourself, you, the Akashic Records, and we get our mm-hmm. own personal downloads. And I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you at all. It's just I I'm not even saying it's wrong. It's just not something that I personally resonate with right now in, with this particular time in my life. Some things come in stages for us, you know. And I think whenever you whenever you think of ritual you're not thinking, you're thinking like how we've been taught. We do rituals every day just by waking up and doing the same shit over and over. That's a ritual. This is something that's passed on and, and, and how can I say it? No, I got you. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, a, I'm initiating to a lot of things. I got you. 
right. so so DJ, you don't think that account of uh, compatibility needs to be included in the arrangement of two people deciding to be together and have Most children? Definitely, we gonna run their natal charts. No, I wasn't saying like that. I'm talking about just plain. Oh, I like you. You like me. And I don't care about that. You all can learn to like each other. <laughs> if it's beneficial for the nation, see there. That's a, see. That's not a good. That's what I'm saying. That's we a. That's going to make. Trying to build Zamunda here. Come on. How are we family. going to build? How are you? How are we going to be Zamunda? How are we going to build Zamunda if I don't like you? And we're miserable. And I'm miserable. And I don't want to be connected to you. And I honestly don't want to start this family with you. Hop on if one I foot may. like a dog and bark. <laughs> <laughs> disrespectful. <Yeah>. Disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, peace. You got I'm it. I'm being funny. I'm being funny. I do, I'm no, I'm cracking. I'm say, yeah, we for sure you, you know I'm with it. Go, go ahead. Empress. Yeah, I'm with you too on that, DJ. My mom and dad both were Marines. My mom was a gunny and my dad's a sergeant major, and he actually served with Ermy from Full Metal Jacket. So y'all can kind of get a bar of where I come from. Mm. But what I do want to say is the natal chart is very important because if you're incompatible, you're just incompatible. If it ain't in the stars, it ain't in the quasars, it ain't in none of that, the moon. So you have to know who you are. You're chart to even figure out who your twin flame is right because we have a whole lot of soulmates but you want to find that twin flame and that's part of the problem why we have the issue what we have today because we just laying down with the wrong one and i'm not trying to say i'm better than nobody i do have two baby daddies as they say but know yourself so then that way you can procreate and build the village properly and that's what we're going to do is take back our births and get it right i yield that's peace but yeah. it's not based off money that's still compatibility rather you do nato rather you just do you like her he like you that's i no, was you're telling right. you that's yeah. not you're think, i agree yeah, think, i'm think, not saying think it has what to money be based is. on money but nation right. building yes and and money is a medium of exchange how many marriages out there that actually survive when financial issues arrive in the relationship nothing that's the main right. cause of divorce when motherfuckers go broke Right. Exactly. So there's an issue. It's what are we talking? I think we losing what I what I'm saying. I just said that Caucasian people arrange their marriages based off wealth. We don't do that, and I think there's a uh, something we can learn from them, and there's also something that they can learn from us. There has to be a medium between both those subjects, wealth and compatibility and happiness. I concur. That's all I'm saying. I concur completely. Yeah, but I am I am somebody who's pro um designing your family. If y'all watch like if y'all watch the series Succession, like um that's one of my <laughs> that theme song, one of my favorite theme songs. Pusha T actually had remixed that joint. It's about the manner in which you have to if you are going to be the one to lead the charge for your family, you have to ensure that you at least establish a strong foundation to where it can't be broken apart throughout the things that you're developing. So it really depends on what you want for your family. And some people don't know what that is yet right now. Oh, wow. That was key right there because you're pro poly and in poly men have more of a say so 100% almost seems like the say so in poly relationships. So a lot of women do are not happy in poly relationships, but they have to for the sake of the nation building, quote unquote. So you know I, i'm not really i think men take a lot of lead on these subjects and it's kind of unbalanced and unfair when we when we talk about mental health and and happiness not on the wealth part i understand he you guys want to build a nation i understand y'all want to build a nation y'all want to do all these things but how are y'all going to do that with unhappy women in the nation miserable women in the nation mentally emotionally abused women in the nation all because you want several women and you want to build your idea of a nation
Well, I know you're speaking generally. Yes, I am. Yeah, I'm about to say I can't do several. Like I got a limit for sure. Yeah, I have a mental limit for sure. It's <laughs> only so much be with the manner in which I can work, I can deal with in that capacity. But I, I get it because we th these are um, needed conversations to have, especially with your partners. And when you're talking about financial development, community building, how can you um, how can you build outside if your home is in shambles, you know? So only reason why I'm able to get some things in order is because I'm willing to communicate. My partner understands me and like we're both Sagittarius and it's very rare if Sagittarius work together. But per my date and her date, we're one of the only days that actually work for two Sagittarius. And so like per that understanding, like even before I had the understanding, we've always clicked since we've known each other in high school. But I'm just fortunate to be able to have that relationship. Very. Like, yeah, You're fortunate to have a lot, DJ. <laughs> yes, right, right, right. Because DJ I, is like I, so I, perfect I, I, and like, so aligned. I, I, I just wait for my kids. <laughs> DJ have everything going no, on, and it's all it's so a one. I am I am rowdy and ratchet at times. I curse. I smoke so much cannabis. You know. That's okay. That's I'm, I'm, I'm so normal. I'm I'm just I just I'm a gold digger. I do my best to you know like hit peaks. That's all. But um, like it's I just appreciate being able to be on platforms like this and you know like being able to have a voice and you know like share what i've been able to go through like i had shared on um the video that i had did the interview that i did with bahati i have had multiple situations where i have possibly would have not been here so it's imperative that i do something with my life like um multiple i've been in like three crazy ass car accidents i was hitting the back with a minivan by my cousin he like literally drove smack dead into my lower back while I was lifting weights and I, everything in the garage shift forward. I got hit by Explorer when I was a child. I rode through the streets and I got ejected from a car in high school going 107 miles after a flip three times. And I rode through that. And that's not including none of the ratchet shit from the city that happened. But yeah, and then I had jaundice when I was first born. So like either you can take these as, you know, like symbols and signs like or you can just waste your life completely because like I've been kept by my by my ancestors, by the universe, by God, whatever may have you. So I feel as you know, like I should do something with that. Even if it's make these beautiful ass children and make sure they got something. Cause maybe they supposed to do something that I don't have the ability to do. But we're supposed to make sure that we are here to impact this world in a positive capacity and leave a legacy. So this is what these rooms are for. What type of legacy you plan on leaving behind? I yield. Somebody can pick it up. AJ had wanted to come. I mean, AG had wanted to come up. His hand raised, but it's not. Um, he not coming up here. There you go. Up here now. Yo, what's the word? Divine peace, bro. Peace, peace, peace. What's going on, AG? Hey, I heard I heard you say I chimed in on the last. I heard you say jaundice, right? And I don't I never used to think about how serious that was until I learned what was the cause of that in newborns. So my two my two sons had it and then my daughter, when she was born, I refused okay, so matter of fact, let me backtrack. I refused all the vaccines for my second son and uh they opened up an envelope and injected them with, with something. And I started spazzing out. And they were like, you refuse vaccines. This is vitamin K. And I'm like, what? I never heard of it. So I started doing research. 
So I found out that that shit gives you an over amount of like kidney poisoning type shit, liver damage type shit. And that's why we turn yellow or shit. So when my daughter was born, I refused everything, even that. And she was the only one out of all my children that I've ever had that didn't have jaundice. So I blamed that shit on that vitamin K. I think I had it too. Them vaccines ain't no joke, man. Really? My son took vitamin K orally because like we have our own... Um, but yeah, y'all right. I am. I'm, I, I, the universe spoils me. I'm not going to deny that because I keep claiming it because I want it to keep on happening. Speak it, brother. Me. I appreciate Speak it. it. Right? That's what I'm doing. <laughs> because I got my own um, private um, doctor, Dr. Madi, and he's been on some of my interviews and stuff like that. And he actually advised me not to ever inject my child with anything. He's never had any immunizations or any of that shit. But he took um, vitamin K orally because it helps with blood clotting. But he also had a he had a slight case of jaundice. But also, come to find out, it's common in people that they classify as Native Americans. Oh, I had it, bro. My because mom just we, told me we have red undertones, and sometimes, like, yeah, I knew we, I was Native. We gotta like, I I have to. <laughs> I'm cracking up. Uh, for real though, it's like I, I I researched it. It's very common in what they classify us as Native Americans. Oh wow, my mom just told me. I just asked her. But yeah, uh, my baby took vitamin K and he did have it as well. But I'm like, I had it. But my shit was so bad, I had to get a blood transfusion. Oh, you native, and, native. Like, once again. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and like the man who gave me my blood transfusion is actually my father who raised me. He's not my biological father, but it was thought that he was at that time. So once again, the universe kept me because that's a situation when I potentially couldn't have made it because me and my mom is two completely different blood types. She has an RH type. And that's that's very rare in our women, but yes, once again, you feel me? Like so, like do something with your life. Even if like people have had situations, just like even small things, run in with the police. We know some some people don't make it out from situations, fam. So like, be thankful that you're here, and make sure that you do something with every moment. I ain't saying you gotta work yourself to death, but you know make an initiative in order to make some change even if it's with like you know just giving somebody something caring speaking kind words to somebody else shit i need to take some of my more of my damn advice i'm telling y'all too i'm just i'm being real shit <laughs> speaking facts i'm learning so much from all of you um i'm really thinking right now i really need to get on that birth certificate for my two boys including myself, and also, you know, I'm just thinking about the immunization shots. I did get um, an exemption, a religious exemption, and I, I'm thinking I need to move on that right now because I don't want to give my kids any more shots because I don't trust any of the medical professionals at this point. And just to, just to fill you guys in, when you establish nations and 508 entities correctly, you become part of the same government, not a part of the government, but a part of the same level of government. I say that to say no branch can infringe any policies because they're out of your jurisdiction. You're out of their jurisdiction. They can't mandate anything and that's what we need to normalize. If you are an emperor, empress, or whatever, 
you they can't tell you nothing. You don't need to uh, waiver on anything. None of that. All rights reserves means just that. All rights reserved. And we have to be familiar with these phrases and we have to understand our rights and we have to put ourselves in positions to have rights. So I'm glad you made that choice. And um, anything you need, if you care to reach out or whatever, uh, Asaru is great. Um, anything you need as far as um, how to leverage the equity and things of that nature will definitely be in correspondence as well. Um, so it, that's the, the first step of anything, just establishing your rights to the nation, removing yourself from their jurisdiction, and therefore you can conduct commerce how you see fit without regulation. My bad, I was muted. But yeah, I love that. I love that for but some people need regulation because some of these people are goddamn fools out here. I'm just going to keep it 100. Well, yeah, we do need people to pay taxes so that they can feed our bonds. So, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We need the ignorant. <laughs> Respectfully. We need, but see, people also, we all, we as people who are, you know, Aboriginal, Indigenous to this particular landmass. We need to understand what's happening when we see other people come over onto the, you know, like when we see Ukra people from Ukraine come over here with asylum, and then we've seen all of the people when the situation happened in Afghanistan coming over here for asylum. These are people who are opting in for United States citizenship in order to, you know, become new taxpayers. So these are the people who actually can generate our bonds now. They bringing more than enough over here, for sure. They're, they just taking up all the space. My man's in Texas, the governor, he said, hell no. Nah. He put him on a, a damn bus up to D.C. He said he wasn't going. Yeah, Steve said he bought a bunch of motherfucking uh, bluebirds. Bro, fam was not having it. And that's a decent trip from Texas to D.C. <laughs> yeah, Texas ain't playing, though. They, they really ugly down there. They're I like Texas. Oklahoma. Yeah, I love Texas, too. I mean, I used to stay in Houston. Oh yeah, Houston's lit. Houston is Houston huge. And Austin. It take forever to get. Texas know Houston. who they are. They know they're their own. Bitch, we gonna have to up, bitch. You need to give me a number in the back in the back chair, bro. I ain't know you from Houston. Hey, did y'all ever see? Remember when? Uh, I forgot what was really going on. I think it snowed over there. Then all the pipes yes, started busting. Sister, it was right that was last year. It was, was really, really I was bad. There. That was crazy. They don't I know had what to, to do. Get, her is it is it true that the reason why that shit happened was because they were saying they were threatening to leave the nation again or some shit like that? <laughs> no, fam. No. no, it literally just got too cold there, and, and them people energy. don't have winterized. Yeah, they don't pipes. have it. Yeah. Energy don't have uh their um their system is wasn't wasn't up to date for it. And it's, it's, it's like when it's snow in Atlanta. Every time it drizzles in Atlanta, they shut down everything. Like. Because they don't have the equipment, because they're not used to it. That's exactly how Oklahoma is. Like when it when it get cold, the 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 roads get a little slippery, and everybody just stop moving on. But a, a lot of messy things did happen during that. So, um, you know, that's when the SBA loans and stuff was going on. So they was they they had uh, unleashed some type of like some type of ref uh 
some type of relief. And the landlords was like kicking people out. They like people couldn't return back to their homes. Like they it was like some relief. crazy stuff going on. Yeah, they had rent relief, and a lot of people got and they got like twice the money that they needed. Them, yeah, they had uh, got that, and then they got like some type of like their insurance, something about. I know my sister couldn't return to the home once, once um the winter thing was over with. They lived in a hotel for like eight months. Man, I sure don't want to go back to this shit, bro. And if I uh moved moved to Texas from Louisiana, whenever in two thousand two thousand twenty, them two hurricanes hit, Laura and Delta. Yeah, mm. I've been up in the hotel for. For three months, the, um, they had two hurricanes hit my hometown within six weeks of each other. Y'all just reminded me. We're for sure on our way into the goddamn recession again. So y'all um, better tighten up. That's just um, be well advised. It even, What'd you say? We yeah, heading another... to a recession again. Mm -hmm. Another recession. So be well, advi well advised. And, um, you know what's so properly, funny? Like, as soon as pipe. When 2008 what? recession hit, I didn't know it was happening. A lot of exactly. black people say that. Like, yeah. they always talk about recession, but we don't really be noticing it's a That's recession. Because Man, they don't we, watch we, the markets. They don't know what the Fed be doing. Like, that shit is literally public information. Mm -hmm. Motherfuckers watch no, Fox we wasn't News, saying, No, we were saying, That's like, a lot of black people wasn't affected. Right, we wasn't affected by <laughs> we it. We was chilling. Yeah. Like, we ain't know about no damn stocks. <laughs> no, it, that should affect it way more than stocks. Some people had layoffs, all yeah. types of things. Some people lost their houses, tax hikes. All, it it affected our community dramatically. It affected everybody. Well, hey, if you was considered beg, poor, you didn't know what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> I beg to differ. I beg to differ, DJ. We, we had an astronomical number of black millionaires over these past five years with these depressions no uh, i'm talking about people. back in 08. 08 recession not now yeah not now i said five years that's 08 oh yeah nah this 2022 you talking about 18 bro you talking about 18 yeah no 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 i'll be doing the same thing i'll be doing the same thing 18 too but the crash of 08 the crash of 08 still here's the thing the crash of 08 pulled the hustlers out of the entrepreneurs. Now, I remember that because my parents went through that. I was young, but my parents went through that. But I, I thought we were talking about some shit we would actually been able to live through and talk about in, like, 18. It just crashed. Like, it was worse. We were at negative, negative $65 a barrel on crude. Like, that was the worst I've ever seen. That was, that was the scariest part of my life. You feel me? I was going to go out of business on all companies. So, nah, we, 18, I mean, 08, I mean, I saw my parents, you know what I'm saying? They they make, they make everything look good. So, I mean, they it, it really wasn't a phase. But 18, though? Yeah. Oh, no, nah, that made a mm -hmm. man out of a lot of people. I agree with that. I didn't even know a recession happened in 18, to be honest with you. Shit, I, what, what was man, that? We, we had, we went, it plummeted over, in, in 22 days, it crude went from 100 dollars a barrel to negative 65 dollars in 10 days yeah i didn't know about that come on have y'all i'm about to say you thinking about it bro do you are you do you know what's going on with the bond market right now oh my god everybody's trying to bail up out that boy and for anybody who know anything about security trading or think you know anything about security trading you should kind of have a concern 
<laughs> but why, why should we have a concern if we don't have anything in the in the, in the market? Don't you don't aren't y'all trying to create negotiable instruments in order to trade off of? Where do you think they're gonna be traded? How much you think they're gonna be worth if this place? I think by no the leverage? time I use a negotiable instrument, it, it'll be over with. <laughs> like the recession no, should be no good recession and clear. is no recession is coming quick. Wait, what? Wait, hold on. What? No, I said by the time I make one. By the time you make one? He was saying he was saying that aren't we trying to make negotiable instruments and bonds? I'm like, well, I have no intention on making one like right now. So I didn't know how the recession would affect me if I don't have anything in the market right now. Or create it. It will it depends on the type of business you're doing. For somebody like me who's looking who deals in, you know, like private office, private equity. That shit's kind of alarming, especially when I want to establish my own mutual funds and my own, you know, negotiable instruments in order to trade off of. That means I'm not going to make as much money as I would have, you know, like a couple months back. And that shit can hurt me. Wouldn't that hurt the, um, the keepers for the, for the bus tickets and stuff like that, too? I'm not. It's, yes, it's, yes. These yeah, are bonds. These are instruments. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. If that we're, if they not making no money, how are you utilizing these? Okay, but it reminds me of a stock market. It just sit there until everything gets back. Right, I have stocks, so I don't when my stocks plummet, I just sit there and watch them, and then they come back up another day. So, I wouldn't my birth certificate will just sit there. It's just not a good time to utilize it, and I, it would just sit there until it's a good time, right? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's still, it's still not. I get what you're saying, my brother. It's it's something to keep an eye on, but. We can still, it, it's just, it, it, it goes back to plate parking your cash in the right place because, I mean, yeah, most, most like most people, most banks are, are turning 10 cent to a dollar. Well, the, the, S, the, the secured party banks are, are still turning one penny into a dollar, you know? So it's just like, matter of fact, they're still turning one penny into a hundred dollars. Excuse me. Um, but that's the thing. We have to understand anytime the mortgage rates go up, Fannie Freddie is holding on for dear life. Fannie Freddie is, is messed up. And guess who, guess who dictates the bonds? Fannie Freddie. So if Fannie Freddie is saying, hey, we need more interest rates out of these mortgages, out of these mortgages, well, guess what? Now we need to just start turning the mortgages into secured credits. I mean, not right. even secure, yeah, secure credits. Yeah, Shuffling and, paperwork. And exactly. Shuffle the paperwork, put the paperwork in the ledger, let the paperwork pay for itself and feed you. No matter the interest rate, if you have enough securities, it's not going to matter. And the thing about it is the tribal bonds, the tribal bonds still didn't go anywhere. And let me just run it back for you again. If I donate you a million dollars, you get a million dollar tribal bond. You donate me a million. Matter of fact, you got two million at that point. But you donate me $2 million, you pull a line of credit on the $1 million, you donate me $2 million, boom, I get a $2 million uh, bond, tribal bond. Guess what? We got $4 million. Rinse and repeat. Hello. Mm-hmm. No, I got you. I understand Washington these clothes. capacities. And, uh, you know, we, <laughs> we, we on the same page when it comes to these type of things. But once again, I'm speaking in order to inform people that who don't even watch Bloomberg that... There's a recession for sure coming per the information that the Fed is trying to decrease inflation. So but we need it. We need it. We mm-hmm. need the reset, bro. I'm not, I'm not knocking it, but you know it's gonna it's gonna affect certain people certain ways. And I don't know what people's employment is like or what like shit. 
Right. You know, recessions bring layoffs. Man, so some people just need a heads up, and like that's why I'm like, get your affairs in order. Mm-hmm. One thing about it, put yourself in a position where you don't feel that shit because it's coming. It needs to come. Embrace it. Respect it. Appreciate that's the only way we're going to get to that new place dj that we were talking about with the crypto and the meta i think this is what's going to have to happen it's not it can't be a smooth transition it has to be a big bang just like the big bang theory it has to be a big bang that leads us into the new world to the new world order to be all the way correct so i guess we just gotta uh, put our seatbelts on <laughs> yeah no nah, you, you, but you put the thing in autopilot first then put your seatbelt on you feel yeah. me yeah Tesla, Tesla shit. I don't. I never drove a Tesla, but I heard you could put it in autopilot and put your seatbelt on. Teslas, Porsches, BMW. One of my least they favorite even, cars. They got electric damn Hummers, y'all. Did y'all see that? Hey, did you yeah, see the guy who Tesla wouldn't stop? K. You saw the guy who Tesla wouldn't stop going eighty-five miles per hour. He he wouldn't. It wouldn't stop. Damn. He was sleeping in the car. Nah, he was recording it. He recorded oh. it, not stopping. Oh, no, but but thank God he was on the expressway. And, and, and no, sir. even talking about that electric Hummer, you know the 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 wheels in the back steer. Oh my goodness, that's so freaky. Boy, it's four wheel drive, right? It's four wheel steering, four wheel drive, and four wheel all wheel steering. You already know. How do you like, four wheel steer? What does that mean? You it, um, autom- it got automatic tracking. Sometimes they got automatic tracking, but she, I don't know if they have an engager to where you can turn the turn the wheel separate ways. Uh, I doubt it. Yeah, that's old technology. The Nissan Twin Turbo Z back in '91 had all wheel steering. That's old technology. Yeah, but it won't electric. Leave me when I tell it won't electric going 100 miles an hour in the tank. We talking about the Hummer. That shit is gangster, man. Yeah, it do it That's do look all-wheel steering. No, the new one right, look clean. Is. The new one look clean. All-wheel steering is when the rear wheels counter steer the, the the front tires at a certain degree. It's like twenty degrees. It's not like they really turn turn like the front tires, but they just kind of counter the direction of the front tires to make you almost do a circle, if you will. Uh, if anybody rides a motorcycle, you know what I'm talking about. Counter steering. Okay. Anyway, yeah, for sure, they just turn the opposite <laughs> way a certain degree for a tighter radius. That's all. But I, I, I actually, I did like we talking about you know making money and things, looking into startups. Um, like these are the type of I look for companies. I watch Bloomberg and things like this. I look for emerging entities where I may want to, you know, drop a little change in there because I like what they're doing. And you you build up a company and you hope that people will be willing to do the same for you. So, like, I invested into this one EV company called Atlas, and their goal is to make better batteries than what Tesla is out here giving to people. Because I've been in Teslas. I, I would never buy one because I, that, I, uh-uh, uh-uh. I can't deal with not being able to move around and then having to let my car charge a whole day for me to be on the road and the battery dying every 10 minutes or just dropping. Yeah, Tesla's not my favorite vehicles, even though the SUV does go faster than the Lamborghini truck. Still, I digress. (laughs) Speaking of those batteries, people are so impressed with Tesla. Oh, it's saving the environment and all that bullshit. Uh, you should see what the carbon footprint is. 
making one of those units from the factories it takes 10 years to clear up that carbon footprint just to make one unit so yeah the car itself might be saving and all that shit but the factory is fucking it up 10 times worse than one car ever would mm, right now you just gave me a good business initiative you heard that manny yeah yeah you already know where that's going <laughs> manny sound like he tired of this shit me <laughs> yeah no, um, tesla's uh Teslas are all right but i'm not comfortable with riding a battery period it's a radiation thing and i'm like it's enough that you ride a radiation on a regular engine car but just think imagine how worse it is to ride a straight battery vehicle that's worth with it. with the wi-fi don't forget that yeah, that too. And the Bluetooth. So like... <laughs> hey, Biden Biden signed the law. I think by 2025, all electric vehicles will have a kill switch in it. It was in the part of his infrastructure bill, some shit, where all new electric cars are going to have a switch where all law enforcement going to be able to hit on your ass and just turn your shit off. Hell yeah. no. Nah. I'm straight pulling that out. And I'm make y'all better make sure y'all keep y'all box that Chevys. Shit. I swear. We're going to need pitchforks. You gotta remember who you just said. You said Biden. <laughs> Come on, now. he go. Yeah, he probably forget he, he even signed that shit. Hey, he ain't even signed that motherfucker. He probably didn't. But you do remember Washington is vacant. So what is really what? So I'm predicting the overthrow like of that. the government. Now remember, I said that here. Y'all gonna be like, dang! In twenty twenty two, Jazz yeah. said this was gonna happen. Well, let me. No I've, been, yeah, I've been said the, the silent revolution. What There's you talking no about? There's no government to overthrow. Well, what we perceive to be right. the government. Right. No government overthrow. What we perceive. Well, what the what what people perceive to be. Well, if that's you. the case, if that's the you. case, if there is no government to overthrow, what the fuck are we doing with our time? And why is everybody so mad at somebody who don't got no control there? So what the fuck? Living in fear. Living in fear, fear and illusion. Yeah, I was about to say that an illusion. Hey, Huey, what happened uh, uh, earlier? Somebody, uh, Huey, come up here. Man, look, think about it. There were four hundred slaves, a family of five. Hello. Say that again. Say that again. Oh shit! I said there were four hundred. There were four hundred slaves to a family of five. Right. And they still stayed there. Right. You feel me? Could have been did this shit. Could have been this shit. Exactly. Well, I don't get that. Four hundred slaves to a family. Meaning five the slaves only had five people. The... Yeah, they only five had five people. people. Yeah. Oh, I was tell I was just uh Look alive, explaining Mary. that. Look alive. What'd you say? Look alive. You know what's crazy? Hey. All of this, not, them not giving us information, starting to make sense now. Now, just think about it. How dumb do you got to be to be four hundred deep and see five motherfuckers sitting on the porch and be like, "Yep, it's a it's a lost you call." Mean, you mean how hey, scared you have to be? No, but right, I'm not scared. Nah, what's happening? I mean, you can logically see that you're. But wait, wait, wait! Pitch, 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 real quick before you start ramping up. Rapping, we got a couple more people who just came on the stage, and then we didn't. Um, first off, peace to AG. We didn't greet you for coming up. And then we also got Byron and then also Brother Huey. Um, peace to everybody who already been speaking. Peace to the room. Let's make sure that we keep a, a conducive energy for development. 
because we do have listeners here. But the offering can... plate is going around too. Ooh, I just joke. It was I'm a joke. It was a joke. I'm about to say, I'm mean, y'all can pay tithes, yo. Y'all want the church name? I got y'all. I can give y'all the church name for sure. I'm about to say, uh, me and the other ministers, we can split it. I think it's three of us up here. We, we <laughs> right. Hey, you know what's so foul? I, I don't even want to get off subject, but me and my little bro used to say that all the time, bro. If we if we started a church, when we start coming into the knowledge, and we started realizing. You know, I said, bro, if we started a church, we'd be millionaires within two years. Like, bro. Byron, say what you was about to say about the five slaves. Five, oh, five yeah. people. So I was just saying in my uh, in my in my California missions class, right? Um, we was just having that. We was just I was just enlightening the class and in, in our discussion and shit. Um, that only eleven percent of plantations even had um, overseers. So most of the time, and even when they had overseers, it was like one, two, or, or three overseers. You know, that's not a lot compared to 150, 100 slaves, 200 slaves. You can easily overthrow, you know, if you wanted to. But like my favorite saying um, from uh, Harriet Tubman is, you know, I freed a thousand slaves. I could have freed thousands more if they had known they were slaves. See, they didn't know they were slaves that's the whole part of it is most of them i'm gonna say most i'm gonna say they most of them i'm gonna say 85 to 90 percent of uh the slaves they didn't know they were slaves if you look at the uh you know the so-called um racial the so-called racial makeup you will see that um um 90 percent by the year i'm gonna say 1850 or so 1840 you was i would say about 85% of the slaves were octoroon mulatto quadroon they were all mixed they were actually related to the slave owners and this was their way of life you know they didn't they didn't know the situation and it's the same way now it's the same way that a lot of us are slaves right now and we don't know we're slaves well um brother byron that's actually wait 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 pitch wait 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 pitch because i just got a back channel and you know like i'm we gonna keep this shit conducive so based on you making your previous statement that most of us are slaves as it pertains to you know like what we're talking about right now how do you yourself because um you came up a little bit late and i've been asking everybody this question who come up and um, I know um, Brother Pitch, he asked Brother Huey to come up in order to ask him something as well. But this question goes to him as well. Um, how do you feel like we can instill financial change within our community and within our own households, even with you saying that some of us are indoctrinated or just in a form of slavery or, you know, doing enslaved things? Are you? Well, this, this may sound cliche, but first thing we got to do is, you know, love each other and and i'm not talking about love each other per se each each one of us i'm saying just love who we are in our background and our journey and how we got here respect each other enough to want to do business with each other follow the mold of the individuals that's keeping us out you know follow the mold of the asians follow the mold of the east africans follow the mold of um the europeans follow the mold that they have set that they would rather lose money, lose to do business with each other and to keep us out. 
So we have to take up that model, you know, we have to build an infrastructure, but it's not going to happen. All of us doing it. We have to build small infrastructure, small communities amongst each other and 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 connect and connect the dots, you know, or just grow small and just grow over time. But it's not going to happen um, overnight. You know, it's, it's, it's just not going to happen overnight and it's not going to happen with all of us. And that's a game that they play is they put us all in the same pot. All for 44 million of us, you know, they put us in the same pot, you know, and there's no way we'll ever get done trying to think about all of us. We need to like us, like-minded individuals need to get together and do things, build, build a community, you know, that's what I feel. That's how I feel. We have to do it. That's peace. Um, Brother Huey, peace. I second that. What's going on, brother? How you doing, brother DJ Manny? Chaz, lady, everybody, what's going on? Yosef, everybody, what's going on? Man, I, my voice about gone, bro. I've been going in today, y'all. But hey look, man, this this shit is going down, y'all. Yeah. I put I put like ten stores on notice. Everybody agreed to the fucking exemption. Congrats. Congrats, Huey. That is awesome. We love to hear proof of concepts come through, um, especially when we talk about, you know, aspects that we actually, things that we can apply to our life. And I, I, I appreciate when people are willing to, you know, like assert themselves in those situations and actually find out if these things work. And, you know, and like it takes... A lot of fortitude in order to do those type of things just because like this isn't things that we taught so you're really stepping out on a limb hoping that something gonna go that way and so it takes a brave individual to do those type of things so I always applaud people when they're able to you know accomplish these particular things even when they don't because you you stood on your square and did something but that shit is for sure that's a plus bro in my book all that i noticed that you get treated totally different when you operating in the private for sure, that's a fact, for sure. Um, brother Joseph, um, I'm, I don't mean to cut your lips, and brother Huey, brother Joseph was trying to um, chime in on something you were saying. I just wanted to ask everybody, like, how do we feel about when it comes to raising our children, nieces and nephews, daughters, sons, and the competition with society? You know, media, sports, fucking movies, what have you, and how what. What, what, what type of struggle is that? Like, what do we go through and how do we combat that? How do we bring our children back home and stop having these little boys feel like they need to chop their dicks off and the little girls feel like they need to feel like a boy and and it's just society controlling all of that shit and where, where do we stand as parents? Hey, that, I was I love to respond on that because I'm a father. Um, I got six little ones. Uh, my oldest is 27. You feel me? And I'm thankful I got five boys and one uh, daughter and none of them never been in no trouble, none of that shit. And my whole thing was this, to, to, to make them realize that uh, uh, I'm not just your father, but you can trust me and forget what the world think. You are cool with me, right? That allowed them to be who they was and allowed them to be able to come to you with what you think that they was. I always told them, if you can come to me with something that you think that you're going to get your ass whooped, sort of say, or, or, or chest ties, right, and still be real, that is building trust. 
So family structure starts with love and trust. This is what everything is built upon trust. So you have to start with trust and you can't be dishonorable to them. You have to open up the lines of communication and be more than just a, a, a authority figure. You got to be someone who, who can uh, 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 confide in and give an advice. Not always just to tell them what it is. Let them choose and let them let them know it's okay to sort of uh, fall and get back up. But let them know that you will never succeed in life unless you know how to fall. You gotta learn how to fall to ever succeed in life. That's a fact. Failure is for sure part of success. True that. I, I've never smoked weed. Not a day in my life. Not ever. Why the fuck is it? Every single one of my kids from high school started smoking fucking weed they it ain't like they've been around that influence uh not at the not at home anyway so that's what i'm talking about fighting that type of shit because this is strong bro i hear what you're saying my kids hate to hear me talk i'll talk their fucking faces off it's worse than an ass whooping. You say that shit, right? Because mine is it's, just the it's, opposite. It's, I smoke it's worse than an ass whooping. i will talk their faces off I, 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 I smoke every day and they don't love, they can't stand weed. You but feel now, me? I'm about to say cannabis isn't necessarily the key point. He was using that as an example. Yeah, I know. So, right. My like, point is they the, don't the, do one of the main yeah, no, I, I concur. I for I for sure concur. But us as parents, we have a job in order to you know maintain homeostasis within their mind and within their life. And you know, that also requires for us to, for them to understand you know, universal laws such as balance, you know, the fact that, you know, gender and things like these, these are universal laws. So understanding that if you are born with a particular anatomy per you to procreate, you're supposed to be with this other type of anatomy. This is natural. This is how we were designed. Us being able to educate our children properly in these things and them understanding how some of these other unbalanced situations will affect their life. I feel like that is probably the most we can do because they have they gonna do what they want to do we don't well, ain't no way in the world i want to comment there ain't, there ain't no way in the world a nine-year-old should be talking about a goddamn uh the tranny or being sick whatever that shit's called no way no way i don't I give agree. a damn kick me off right ahead, now Jeff. but hell absolutely no. not ahead, absolutely we, not we, we on the same page we, like we yeah. this is protecting our children and our futures and Huey, but society Huey. makes it okay. The school would be like, oh, there's the, the first gay oh, high yeah. school you in fucking New in York. Cali. Are you kidding you're me? In Cali though, so it's it's way it's a, it's way different out there. Nah, too. bro, this shit is nationwide. This shit is nationwide. These kids are getting. I'm, I'm in Florida. I'm in Florida, but the initiatives are, you know, they're like that's where some of the first places they started pushing some of those initiatives. Like it's really bad in Chicago. AG know about how it is over there. And I found out my I found out my thirteen year old daughter was smoking weed. My first hey, response was, hey, they I just slapped the shit out you. What? It's hot over here. I found out my thirteen year old daughter was smoking weed, and it, how I found out is, I noticed her behavior. She's real frantic, real like, uh, what's the word? Uh, you can't tell her to clean her room without her freaking out. Uh, uh, I forget the word, but it's bad. Irritated. Anxiety. Yeah. Anxiety. Very, very anxiety. So, past couple of weeks, I noticed her behavior is totally different. So, I'm like, what's going on? We're talking, 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 and talking some more. Finally, I talked it out of her. 
she told me she was smoking weed. I said, what? How to knock your motherfucking chin off? Fuck you mean you smoking weed? Anyway, long story short. Before she smoked or after she smoked? Long story short, my dilemma now as a parent, okay, because her mom and I were talking about putting her on some goddamn medication, some narcotic shit, which leaves them in a stupor, you know, dead and addicted. Or, you know what they say, that medical medicinal values and all of this and that, they're now prescribing it. Well, I can actually see that it works for my 13-year-old daughter. Now, as a parent, morally, is that okay? But medicinally, it How works. How old is she? So, 13. Wow. For us as as for us as Aboriginal wow. Indigenous people and I also have So a, my I thing is R&D company for cannabis, bro. So My thing was my, really up. quick, really quick, let me finish. My th- my agreement with her is you not just buying it from the fucking streets and these little niggas at school. No, fuck no. I'm going to sit here and regulate this shit for you. I'll bring you what, you know, I, but you're not a weed smoker. You ain't no fucking wake and bake uh, child. No, you're not. I do see that it works. Literally, her grades went up, everything. That's why I started talking to her like, what is going on? <laughs> is it a boy? Is it, what is going on? This is good shit. Yeah. My, my, She's my, smoking my, weed. My, my brother Joe, my, my brother Joe. What's up, brother? Hey, um, don't let her smoke. Uh, get her um, edibles. Yeah, that's what I was. Not Wait the, a minute, not y'all the edibles, could... not the edibles. That she's start y'all forgetting that she's thirteen years old. Right. I'm not forgetting. Right. I know how old she is. Like I said, I have an actual federal R and D company for this. That's why I'm like, I'm not against the cannabis consumption, but she for sure should be utilizing a, um, a tincture instead because her she's too young to be smoking. Y'all confusing me on why she need anything at a thirteen. Because, she needs to because, detox. Because, she needs to detox and reset. But um, so, but whoever said that you need no, 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 absolutely not. All of y'all, I, I. What are you saying? Like, y'all I can are prove dead you. wrong. I literally had anxiety okay. and panic attacks at 16 15 years old and i chose meditation and detox to help me with anxiety y'all are going directly to cbd weed medication and y'all not utilizing your natural self and resetting yourself now i'm not the most herbal fucking peaceful fucking person so i'm being dead serious when i say this a 13 year old eating edibles taking weed and all of that is is, this is crazy and i can't believe that y'all sitting here agreeing to this the girl needs to detox for, for a couple of months, and she needs to learn how to meditate and work through her anxiety. Well, with period, well, okay, like so, then you might be, and Cali, they that in might class be true. doing it. In that, California, they that, are in class hitting the pen, so she's going to have yes, peer influence. Yes, So no matter what, yes. you try to tell them one way as a parent, but we already know peer mediation is first. <sighs> and I'm going to say they just did studies to where the children today have more anxiety and issues than the asylum patients of okay but then y'all y'all one and second y'all saying go back to nature on, for a certain situations but y'all don't say go back to nature for this type of situation okay no, so no, let me no, ask you I something now cannabis is nature cannabis is no it's not edibles and stuff now is not nature no it's not let me ask the question please let me ask the question so my dilemma okay i don't need anybody to get all you know this is my this is me that's that's why i brought it up on the floor i wanted some honest friendly fair you know advice but i already did my dilemma was 
should I let a doctor put her on fucking narcotics or let a doctor prescribe her weed? That's what they do in California. Neither. So, you know, either way. Cannabis over the drugs. That's me. She's 13 years old. They still prescribe children weed and CBD here in California. But look at what we believe. Look at the type of group we're in. Look at what we already believe about our, about these type of people. Okay, so raise a hand. Who believes in medicinal, marijuana medicinal values? I believe in it, not for a child. Hold on. Can I I have 10 seconds? But but it's okay to give a child No, neither one. Can I have 10 seconds? Okay, well, I don't think these kids today have the discipline to sit and meditate. Hey, Joe. Let's keep that real. I'm about to say, can we we reset the room real quick? And yes, Brother Brian, I just want to reset the energy. Because we we're doing okay. good and like we just like we we're building. You know, I can't I can't people. hear you. My bad. I'm standing in my damn desk. DJ, the energy is not bad. It's no just no no. I'm not saying. Discussing. I'm not saying. No no no. I'm not saying that. But it was two people trying to get a point across at the same time. So I just wanted to reset the room so one person could speak. That's all. I'm not saying y'all doing anything wrong. Like we having a conducive conversation. So um, brother Byron, he wanted to chime in on what brother Joseph was saying. So please go ahead. Yeah. So. Um... You know what, uh, Jasmine is is is. I would say um, everybody is is right. You know, there's more than one way to spin a cat, but I I mean to skin a cat. But I would say that that what Jasmine is proposing to is um, I would say more in line um, of the tactics that you should use at first. You know, because um she is she is correct there is other herbs i know of other herbs that you know help with adhd that help with um anxiety and there are other actually there are things like yoga meditation and other things that you can start um your child on the journey of that will give her tools for the rest of her life whether she decides to go back to smoking weed or not and for Jasmine, just so you you know you can understand, there is different levels. There 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 are different ways of growing um, your weed. There's different ways of growing your cannabis. There are different ways. I'm of, aware. I'm aware. With different levels of T THC, you know, um, there's you know there's what you know just like organic and non organic and whatever steroids, whatever. There's different ways of doing it. I'm I'm not a grower. I'm somebody that smoked weed one time my entire life. Um, so I'm not big on weed at all, um, but um, there are, it, I mean, it, weed is from the earth and there is, um, it does help in certain ways. It does help people. I have friends that are ADHD and, and have um, anxiety and Crack PTSD help people too. And PTSD and, and stuff like that, that weed helps them. But as well, I tell them there are other herbs that can help you as well. And there's other things that you can do that can help you. So I would say, Joe, for me, I would say go down the line of what Jasmine is saying. I would say get with Jasmine. And there's other individuals. There's a lot of information on YouTube about meditation right. and about so let, um, Right. Yoga. So let's not forget the point. I, I caught it. I didn't administer it. I didn't know she was. I caught it. My now is too late to, you know, yeah. I don't, I'm it's not saying it's too late. late. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm not saying it's too late. I'm saying it's too late for me to tell her not to smoke weed. May I? Well, we, well, I'm not saying tell her completely take it away. What I'm saying is introduce these other techniques and try to wing her away from it as much as possible because because you don't agree with it. Right, right? no because, thing. Because I'm not trying to tell you 
how to raise your kid. You see what I'm saying? So you don't agree with it. So and and if I was in your situation, I wouldn't agree with it either. So what I would right. try to do is I would try to introduce these other things like yoga. And and here's the key. Here's the key with parents. You know, I've been working with kids for over two years. Here's the key with parents to understand. You don't introduce her to the shit. You introduce her to it and you do it with her. So you go to yoga class with her or, or her mama goes with her. Um, you do these things while holding her hand. That means the world to your child. You see what I'm saying? So you yes. do these things. You you take her on hikes. You take her... You take her, um, you, you take, you, you teach her how to work out and train and stuff like that, because we know what that does for our endorphins and we know what, what that does for us, period. You know, just working out, you know, just eating right. You know, you, you, I don't know, is she vegetarian? Introduce her to a vegetarian diet. You know, I want to say something things. to my friend, Joseph. Really quick. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm really taking heed to that, taking notes. And uh, that's, that's one of the most, uh, I've asked a few people this, not only in this room, but it's a real dilemma for me. But that's, uh, that's, that's something to really, 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 I'm not even going to consider it. I'm just going to start doing it. Thank you. Real shit. Thank you. No problem, bro. Okay. Thank Mr. You. Joseph, just really, really oh, quick. Man. I just wanted to say that the reason why I said that is because I have anxiety and panic attacks and they tried to put me on Z what's Z what's the Xanax? So and they tried to put me on Xanax and I immediately told them no. I started getting into meditation and things like that, all that beautiful stuff, that stuff. And I and it, it really, really did help me. Um and, and and the reason why I said what I said to you too is because your initial question was how do we reverse like when society get in our kids head you have the opportunity to reverse the uh, that she is that she thinks that the way to solve her anxiety is smoking weed you have the opportunity to reverse that and say no baby that's that this is not your only option you have meditation you have yoga and you have the gym i love the gym that's where i go oh and put her in boxing i'm telling you she'll feel really good with boxing too but i'm just saying your initial your question boxing. was your initial question was like, what do we do in our community and to, to kind of like keep society out? Well, this is your opportunity right here. So that's all I wanted to say. Go ahead, Soulful. Gotcha. Um, no taking, um, really. By the way, you know I'm a retired boxer. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to take that. <laughs> My brother, I commend you for, for um, at least trying to meet your daughter. It's known that um, oils, marijuana oils, are being given to kids younger than 13 to correct seizures and other medical conditions. So let's right. not, let's be honest about it. You may say 13 is offensive or something, but they're given to newborns all the way up to prevent seizures. And parents used to go across state lines to get it in Georgia because it was illegal. Now it's legal to get the oils. Second is... I'm not here to tell you who to be, how your parenting is. Obviously, you just always want to give them self-love. Don't let the government give your daughter prescribe her marijuana because we've discussed that if she ever becomes um, on the journey that we're on, they will not allow her to get a gun permit in any state, even if she moves to the South and needs to get one. So you never want to prevent the access to anything. And I'm arrest with that, but... I commend you. Just just work on what you're doing. If you feel the best is the best, try it as a tea. I don't know. I, I can't tell you. I smoke weed. My oldest smokes weed. She's yeah. a good person. I'm a good person. I've smoked weed since I was 18. I'm 49. 
Would you consider yourself dependent, though? Are you dependent? No, I could stop, but it's my choice. Oh, okay, Same well, we don't we don't want a 13-year-old to become dependent no, no, and believe I'm, that she's smoking because she cured her anxiety. Parent. One, but I'm not I, his parent. I'm not here to judge or anything. I have, I have no say. I just told him information that he can use. He's the parent. You cannot say. You would do that for your child at 13. You're against it. But it's no way that we can come on here and judge this oh, man. Oh, you think that's judgment? That's not yeah, judgment. You're judging him. Yes, oh, I'm judging. What was the can judgment? I, can I can I interject? You know, peace, my sister, peace, I peace. Peace. No, I'm about to say peace, bro. I'm about to say I, it's, I all, it's all love. It's all can love. I, can it's I interject my thoughts? I do. Okay, go ahead, whoever that was, please. Yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a 13 year old. I got a 10 year old. I got an eight year old, and I got a two year old. All my kids have one thing in common. They're gonna do what the hell they wanna do. So with that being said, my job is to nurture them. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, the way I see it, if I had to make a choice between an opiate-based prescription and anything else, I'd choose anything else. You feel me? At the end of the day, certain things are natural. Perfectly fine. You feel me? Now, I'm not going to say one or the other. I am going to say I know my kids. And at the end of the day, if they have their mindset on something, they're going to do it. And so my, my job is to make sure that they do it and be the best at it or be well prepared for it. You feel me? So that's the, that's my outlook on it. No matter what their decision is, I'm going to always support them and I'm going to always make sure that we're prepared for the situation to the best of my abilities. No matter what, what trials or tribulations we come across, we're going to collectively get across it and we're going to learn from it and we're going to keep it pushing. Right. Right. Those are my thoughts. I'm complete. I agree with you, brother. Thank you for finishing that thought for again, me. Again, that was my dilemma. Um, watch her while she does it or let her run loose with it or tell her not to do it and she sneaks to do it and gets some wrong shit. So I feel like my decision was maybe immoral, but hit the logic of it. Again, it's a dilemma. Man. I mean, all you guys are right. I'm not, I, I appreciate everybody's you know opinions and parental uh, guidance. Uh, and this is what we need to do as, as parents also, talk to each other, get each other's ideas. It takes a village to raise a child. So everyone is right in their sense. There's no, there's no hostilities or anger uh, here, you know, whether I agree with your opinions or not. It's just, you know, this is what we need to do. Dialogue with each other. Can I there. add in real fast too? Yes, I actually have one that just graduated in 2020. And mind you, y'all, anxiety is through the roof because we just went through the scamdemic, right? Not to mention the education is just off the chain. The children ain't even learning shit the same way that we learned. They're teaching them this indoctrinated nonsense that's just crazy. And we're not even gonna factor in if they're doing like AP classes and all that. Um, my daughter is 19 now, but I had an issue where same difference, you know, doing bomb, I mean, straight A's, you hear me? and went to a dance and she had a, um, a wax pen and her friend's wax pen. I was totally oblivious until I get a phone call because boom, basically like her friends, somehow they snitched her out and they checked her and she had things on her person. So mind you, this is a federal property schools, right? So it's like, shit, how do we run do this? Because you don't want her to get caught up to where now her whole education is messed up because she's on school with something that's a controlled sus su um, substance by the eye of the law, right? 
So, you know, we worked it through and we said it was for, you know, medicinal purposes, et cetera. But I would just say work with her. You can't necessarily cold turkey it or whatever it may be. That's not necessarily the reality. Because like I said, my daughter went to San Diego High School and they are in the classroom hitting pins. They are in the bathrooms having sex. It's just a totally different day, regardless if we want to, you know, face it or not. This is the reality of what is happening because it's just off the chain because the children have already been programmed through these new indoctrination boarding schools. Then we have TV and then we just had the whole pandemic, right? Everybody's been on lockdown. Now they're back in person. A lot's going to happen. So if you can find a way to go through it, you know, do the tinctures because we all know once you do burn something, it changes the molecular, you know, composition of it. But that's all I just want to say is just be careful because you don't want to get caught on campus with it or anything like exactly. that. Exactly. So, Thank you. Are you from San Diego? Yeah, I have two B's youngest, you know. Oh shit! What's up, guys? Miss <laughs> <laughs> Teresa wanted to say something. Oh no, I was just um, actually. It's a um, solo, by the way. I know what it did. I didn't hear that. Can you repeat that again? Oh, okay. No, I was talking to. Okay. Um, well, <clears throat> uh, when um, Joseph uh, mentioned at the beginning, before he went into explaining what his situation is, that you know, what choices do we have? with educating our kids, and I say start them out as young as you can. Um, I work at a, a college, a teacher's college in New York, not too far from Columbia University years ago, and learned a lot in that. And what I'm doing now is building a curriculum. So we, we need to empower ourselves as parents to have choices and know what the school system are doing, like, you know, from the superintendent uh, and go to those meetings. And if need be, maybe collectively get some parents together. If you can, I know it's hard because most parents are single and they're working and um, maybe perhaps choose an option of pulling your kids from the school system and cooperatively um, doing, looking into cooperative uh, education um, uh, where you can build your own curriculum for your children. Um, I'm doing, a, I'm working on a platform now. I'm hoping that it can be done by um, the end of this year or fall. But I, I commend you, um, Joseph, for um, taking the approach. And it seems like your daughter felt safe to be truthful with you, which most time is hard for them to come to their truth of what they're doing. Um, so that says a lot about your relationship with your daughter. Um, but what I would say is I understand both spectrums of, of this topic, but really to make, allow your daughter to feel safe uh, so that she can come to you and maybe look at options that she can do um, that will help maybe uh, work through that and maybe she might find another way. Because I always say what's done can be undone, but kudos to you for supporting your, your, your child and being there for her. Uh, many fathers, you know, sometimes don't have that opportunity to be there for their children in, in that facet. Um, but I say peace and blessings to you and I'm praying for you and your daughter. Um, that's just what Thank I want you. to add and I yield. Can I ask y'all a question? All y'all, what is the point in y'all asking, how can we stop society from influencing the kids if y'all gonna say they gonna do what they wanna do, just embrace it? 
I, I'm confused. I think that's such a contradicting question. So if a if a child can be persuaded through media and things to be gay or transgender, why don't we believe that they can also be persuaded to smoking weed? I was not smoking weed at 13. None of my friends were smoking uh, weed at 13. I don't think none of y'all was smoking weed at 13. Oh, so wow. clearly this is not something that is 100% a part of her personality. This probably came from media and things. So isn't it our job to reveal to them that this is probably not them and help them get through this? and realize that this is probably not something you really honestly want to do. You've probably been persuaded into doing this because of TV and things like that. So I understand what y'all saying when y'all say embrace them for who they are. This is what they're going to do. But did they really have a choice and did they really make that choice on their own or were they peer pressured? And if they were peer pressured, aren't we supposed to save them? Jasmine? Oh. Understood. May I present a, a different perspective, Jasmine, please? Because um, I was the only way I agreed with it space. was because of her medical the, 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 uh, the, the, um, her No, anxiety. not you, Joseph. I'm talking right. about like because because yeah. I see how many people agree with it. So I'm like, oh shit! So the kids can smoke weed and we post embrace and kumbaya with it now, and not just your no. situation. I'm talking about like what's going on. No, nobody's saying that, and this was solely for medical oh, reasons. That okay. Yeah, solely for <laughs> medical reasons why anybody was ever saying that. Because, and the only thing I also expressed is like cannabis is older than us as people. And it's also something that is found within our communities. Like I, there, there is children who actually consume cannabis and have been well before the prohibition was placed on it within our communities. So this is when I said, may I present a perspective because maybe things was taken from people and now it's just now, they're just now being able to get back to something that they always already had. Thanks. I'm so confused. What what does that mean? Something was taken from cannabis. People cannabis is taken from people. Period. Okay, oh, but I, I wasn't smoking. My family wasn't smoking cannabis, so I don't know what you mean was taken from. I, it's I, a I, whole. Keep, pro, it was a mean? prohibition on it, cannabis has been made illegal for years here. That's, That's why fine. your family has been We're talking about kids. We're talking about kids. Children had access to cannabis previously before the prohibition on it. This is why I'm informing uh, you. So we're going to make this a hit. So I asked you about society. Everything. So we, all right, a I'm a you. I'm. All right, Please, cool. go ahead. Uh, Jasmine, in a way, you are correct. You are correct that um, the media or today's what's in and what's hot controls our youth. But as a parent, and I can tell y'all this, my daughter was in college. She thought she was smoking weed. Some dude laced it. She called me. She was in um, Georgia State, whatever that is down, the south of Georgia. She's calling us on the phone. No, no one knows where she is. She's in the woods. She's in, um, she's freaking out. She's bugging out. Now, as a parent, I, I always would say, hey, and my grandfather said the same thing to me. If you're going to smoke it, I'd rather you smoke it in the house where you're going to be safe. And I can see what's going on. Then you getting killed by police or getting arrested or having it laced. Now, you are correct in protecting our kids. But there's also, we just want you to understand the other side of the scale. If my daughter, if I'm not protecting my daughter and kind of overseeing it, she could get any type of drug put in her. Right, Mr. Soulful, you know what I grew up with people, the people that I, I know today, like my cousins, my mom was very strict on me. And then I had my cousins where their mom said the same thing you said, well, at least she in the house. And so it's 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 too it's a negative to that too because I had cousins that said, "Dang, I wish my mom would have stopped me. I wish my mom. I wish I had that structure." I so it is two you. sides to that. No, it is, but it's a it's a harder dilemma now because take me as a parent. 
If I don't know, if I don't, um, if I talk to my daughter about it, we're building a relationship. He's building a relationship that's gonna last longer down the line. It may be a fad for her. She may come out of it and still her grades pick up, but she'll know that she's loved by her dad down the line. Now, if he chose to fight with her and argue with her, she can. Ch the chances a 13-year-old will rebel, and she can go worse. And next thing you know, right. she might take a drug from another person, which might be a pill, a meth, okay. or whatever it is, because she's mad at her dad for not supporting her and not showing her okay, love. Okay, so check this out. I don't think that we should argue and fight, but I don't think we should accept. I have I a nine-year-old in there right now. I will not accept him smoking weed. I will introduce him to different things. Now, if it's like seriously to the point where I cannot control him, then I'm I'm going to have to accept. But my first initial is not acceptance. I will fight for him. I will fight to show him that that's not probably who he is. You're supposed to as a parent. You know parent. what I mean? But You're I'm supposed I'm saying to as a this. Parent. But but this initial this initial acceptance is scary to me because we cannot say in one well, no, once we cannot say in one sense, oh it's okay to accept weed smokers and they doing drug is cool and then say oh but when it, when the, but the media is turning our kids gay and we don't well, want to accept that. So I, I had to I had to literally sit and go through I, I I took myself and my feelings out of the equation and took the fact at hand. I, I didn't, I fuck no, I don't agree with it. Like I said, I'd have slapped the fucking shit out of you. Fuck you get some weed from. Fuck you think you are. You're a little child. And that was my first, that was my first reaction. Did it shock you then, most of all? Hell yeah. yeah. My little beautiful 13 year old innocent. Hell no. Not you. So yeah, the shock factor was wow. But. I took my emotions and, and anger and, you know, the fatherhood, you know, how to fuck you up type shit. And I, I, I had to sit down on myself and look at the facts. How did I even notice she was doing this? Because of her behavior totally went to the right for the better. Her school grades totally picked up. She's not crying because she has to take a fucking shower. She's not crying because I told her to wash her plate. She's not punching holes in walls. What the hell is going on with you? <laughs> so again, talking to her, talking to her, talking to her. Um, I let her know it's comfortable. Whatever it is, you can talk to me. I'm here. I'm here. I'm not, you know what? Sorry for my reaction, but I'm here. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's go. That's how talking a little more. My dad and is she, just like him, but he he's not. And she finally came out with it. I, she was, it was a pen at first. It was a pen. Because she didn't want to disappoint you. Where'd you get you. this? That's why it took so long. She didn't want to disappoint you. Right. It hurt her and to was disappoint scared. you. And she was scared. <laughs> yeah. And you, this is your turn to take that range. And like, like everybody else said, you know, just do things with her. Don't, don't, don't just tell her what to do. Do it with her. Yeah, and I, I told her, thank you for being honest. Real shit, thank and you for I being honest. Big hugging, big kissing, told her we gonna get and it. you know what's crazy? What is crazy? When I told her, thank you for being honest, we were sitting on her bed. She grabbed my hand, I swear on my mother's grave, grabbed my hand very tight and gave me a hug. I know she did. That's the daughter's crying. love for her father. And that's I said, wow, okay. Right there. The long and I, I had to go through... I had to go through the dilemmas about getting it for her, making sure it's safe. I know some growers, I know this, I know that, whatever, but I, I wanted to make sure, I see what it did, the reaction, I see the uh, outcome. Unfortunately or fortunately, I see the outcome. So 
as opposed to her getting it on these fucking dirty ass streets and these crazy ass motherfuckers kidnapping kids and you know raping them and pimping them out and TikToking them, whatever the fuck. Sending them all the way to China some damn well. Right. I would rather be responsible for her safety than leaving it in somebody else's hands. She's she's smoking it. Fine. Fuck it. Not fine. Fuck it. But it is what it is. I, I don't. But, again, kids rebel. Yeah, but just, kids just rebel. Like, they say, just like show her some other some other route. She don't know nothing else right now, though. You know what I'm saying? You right. Exactly. The brother that said that earlier, I'm telling you, it's under my skin now. That's that definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There you go. And again, thank you all for the input. I appreciate every single one of your words. Thank you. Well, for, we well, I first off, I wanted to say I commend you for even coming into the room and sharing that information with us as a parent. We know how hard that can be, us, especially as a melanated man, just, you know, like to ask for help in, in certain capacities. So I, want, I commend you for that, bro. And like, I appreciate you for sharing that with us all. Word, I got a quick perspective. I'm curious to hear what the um, audience and uh, everyone in the panel has to say, if I can. Um, all right, really quick. I just want, I know I see there's a couple more of y'all who came up on the panel. Um, after your perspective, uh, we were asking what is beneficial for us as people within our community as finances. So if y'all don't mind going in the same order, can you all get into that after you, um, you know, make your plan? Oh, for sure. It's, it's really tying into that topic as well. And it's coming from a perspective of just being straightforward about it. We're in the time. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Okay. Um, the thing, the perspective I was going to add to it basically is I know that for one, peace and love to everybody. I know there's a lot of power in this room. Respect and love to everybody that's in the panel. I appreciate this time to respect this express this perspective my suggestion is this the influence that has been put on a lot of the youth and a lot of us coming up you know whether it's 70s 80s 90s babies or whatever is this my my perspective and and really a call to action is to see if it's possible in order to fight or oppose or be adverse to the media advertisements, marketing, and all that, why not provide those type of visuals to the community, whether it's on uh, experiments with substances, whether it's on anxiety, whether it's on financial literacy, like literally, like put, like I was, I'll just put it to you like this real quick. I was having a conversation with a close brother of mine on the early 90s TV shows that we watched growing up that got cut, even though the viewers and all that was heavy, like Cousin Skeeter, all that, you know, these type of Gullah Gullah Island, like melanated TV shows where literally they're showing morals and all these different things. My suggestion and perspective pretty much is this. Why not to those that have the power and resources and I'm will, and I'm, I'm going to be straightforward, which I'm willing to throw down on it because this is how strong I believe in it. Like I'm coming from a boarding school background. I'm coming from a state university background, being in public school and, and experiencing these things, but just to be short wouldn't about it, why not come up with these visuals? Like you got a bunch of people doing podcasts. Why not come up with literal TV shows or short skits where people can see both sides of the spectrum to where 
it's not just programming from the media from the other side to try to influence them to live an alternative lifestyle. Why not show them what happens when you dibble and dabble? And why not show them what it's like to see acceptance? And why not show them what it's like to actually go the holistic route? And why not show them what it's like to actually meditate? Because I'm going to be straightforward about it. I've been around, and I, like I said briefly, and I'm going to end it with this, I've been in a boarding school from public school on a scholastic athletic scholarship, and I've seen what it's like when parents aren't that active in their child's life, but their peers and peer pressure comes and involved. And what I learned from boarding school from an Eastern perspective, as far as the New York side, is that the experience that I was involved with, cell phones, TV access, and all that was very minute. They were very conscious on letting it be known that we're not going to allow this to influence you because outside of this scenario, people are being persuaded to go into different directions with this type of media. So we're going to literally make it strict for you because the purpose for all of these students that are involved is to lead society or influence society, whether it's from political side or whether it's from a scholastic side as far as being a teacher or a coach or any type of leadership perspective in life. So that's pretty much what my perspective is. To those that have the resources, whether it's studio equipment or cameras or a public following, whether you're on Instagram or TikTok or anything else, why not all of us from a financial literacy perspective, from a parenting perspective, from different life experience perspective, why not we pull our resources to literally provide these media shows, TV shows, public service and PSAs to literally show the youth and not just show the youth, but even show those that's up in age what it's like to go down both sides of the road. And and that's that's pretty much what I had to say. And like I said, I'll just end it on this right note. I'm willing to throw down to those that have the access and studio equipment and, and cameras to literally make these shows possible because I know that that's what's literally influencing the youth and public is you can you can love your child and, and peace and love to the brother that literally brought this out but like i said it ties into the to the initial question prior and and all of it honestly you can love your child you can be there for your child but when your child goes to public private boarding school their peers the tv shows the music is going to have an influence on them heavily so why not literally put the money to create these tv shows back the artists that are literally bringing a different perspective why not why not influence on a positive perspective and and that's all i got to say peace and love agreed that's peace and i'm that's a good segue for me to inform anybody like my business partner peter parker he is doing a like a um a filmmaker course he has he did a couple movies himself and he's as he's one of the top people who does like music videos, but he's done some independent things. He has expensive equipment. He's not the only person that I know. Like he got Red, um, like Red Sigmas, um, Sigma Lizards, like Black Magics. I shoot with a Black Magic um, myself. That's a 6K camera. But we those resources are available. It's just that when you start moving in that capacity, they usually want you to come forth with like a script or a full idea, or either because the people with the camera all they want to know is like where you need me to shoot so 
Like I can give you that, but that's gonna be that's gonna be that question, bro. And like I said, he's releasing a filmmaker course for anybody who's looking to get into that. And like he's been able to do music videos for Lil Baby, Snoop Dogg, like he just did a Bruno Mars, he was up in the D with Lil Yachty. He um he actually one of his homies he filmed for a million dollars worth of game, that's Gillian them shit. So like just being he put his people in that position through understanding how the filmmaker and the marketing business works. So people who and he one of his um his old physical trainer, he scaled his business up to six figures through Peter's, you know, like filmmaking and marketing platform. But like that is a that is a realm that we need to get into and control more of, like our content, our media, and in order to show like we get those credits and royalties for those things that we put out. But yeah, I completely concur. And um, Sister Teresa, the floor is yours. I would love to know what you think are um, conducive ways for us to move in order to, you know, expound on financial literacy and um, stability within our own communities and households. Well, again, um, I, I do think that first collectively we need to uh, perhaps, like right now I'm working on creating a diagnostics <clears throat> to because I'm, I'm focusing on children that are very young. Like I'm talking about toddler age to seven years uh, of age. So that's the target that I'm looking at uh, working with first. Um, so my uh, concept is basically uh, allowing children to come to their own sense of creativity. When you look up the word to educate, the Latin word is adequori which means to draw out the innate ability of the children so that they can have their own sense of knowing at an early age. That is how they used to teach. They don't teach that more that way anymore. They teach to gear the child for industrialism. Uh, you stand in line, you have to sit, you can't be free, uh, indoctrinating. So what I think is we need to understand what each kid's needs are, um, what a parent feel that their kids are lacking in. And for those children, parents who don't have a clue as to where their children may be, again, that's where the diagnostic part come in. So I think a way of building better communities um, is to get our children at an early age to have that sense of self through creativity at a very young age um, and thereby giving them their sense of knowing. So when they're going into middle school, they'll already be having that sense of self and maybe that security within themselves and how they view and see the world. Because by the age of seven, a child will have their worldview based on observation and using their senses. There's, they're very much a sponge at a very young age and that's why I've, I'm focusing on the younger children at this point. Um, and then hopefully if the things, if if it goes the way I, I want it to go and I'm seeing it leading, I would like to work uh, middle school Respectfully, kids. when it goes the way you want when, it to go. Yes, when, mm -hmm. thank you. I appreciate that and I yield. I hope that answered the question, but um, basically that's where I'm at. No, yes, ma'am, for sure, because if we don't, I always felt like teachers should be getting paid more than NBA players. Absolutely. Like, that's, right. like, for real, because those are the ones who are 
you know, like <laughs> they're controlling the future. And if we change our, you know, our mindset as it pertains to education, we change our world. Uh, There's yes. no reason why athletes should be getting paid more than educators. There's no reason why entertainment is so high as importance within our communities versus us expounding our minds. And and so if you're doing it in a, a, a private arena, and since we're all on that level of uh, consumers and, and going into the private, you can create the curriculum that you want. And I am standing on truth. I, uh, that, that, that old stuff that we've learned, you know, I'm 55. So the stuff that I was taught, and when I was living in the South Bronx, before I moved upstate New York, uh, we didn't get good textbooks. We, 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 had, we had the worst of the worst. And then when I graduated um, uh, from uh, high school and, and college, I moved down to New York and uh, started working at, I, like I said, Bank Street College. And it was like a free education, like Montessori learning. And that's when I started being introduced to different uh, Those are great schools. My doctor recommended that I put my son in one, to one of those schools. And it's a, the Waldorf school. Oh, my, oh um, Waldorf. Yeah, yeah. My my daughter interviewed for the Dalton school, uh, but uh, she went a year, she went to cathedral school, uh, right at Cathedral Parkway uh, in in Manhattan. And then I ended up moving back up north. But again, uh, that's where I learned that you have the power as a parent to choose what your kid should learn and how they should learn. Uh, And and again, uh, the public school system you know, they're just following a higher higher power that's coming down. And most of them, I also worked with a college preparatory program called Bank, uh, uh, the Liberty Partnership Program, dealing with kids in the inner city uh, public schools that went to our private school who are at risk of failing. I mean, these were the worst of the worst. And then you have to look at other behavioral issues that may be going on in a household that you don't know of. But... Um, it, it was a lot of work, but those kids were very smart. I mean, a lot of these children are smart. Um, they just have a lot of things. Some are coming in hungry. Some uh, may not be able to dress the way everybody else is dressing. So they got, like you said, all these things that are plaguing them. And if you could take those layers away so they can really focus on the, you know, the things that matters most, believe me, they'll be successful. Uh, I've seen it. That as well. But there are some places like I was talking to my CFO the other day and she said the area where her children go to school that her son probably be the only one who really be dressing in the whole school. And, you know, like when we say dressing, you know, like he, you know, streetwear type stuff for uh, for a youth and everybody else is in there like playing Jane. They live in the burbs in a pretty wealthy area. So, you know, like it also depends on what matters within the community or community. environment where Absolutely. we put them. Yeah, yeah. That, that's facts. That is true. Um, and, and sometimes like, I, I think when, when you, that's why I really am focusing on children at a young age. Um, and I know it's hard, it's hard to stand in your, your own uniqueness and say, I don't care about wearing, um, Jordans or whatever, and everybody else is doing it. You know, it, 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 it that's where the mental fortitude will have to come into play. And that's something that I like to implement. Uh, and that financial literacy, um, like Jazz said, um, Jasmine said, um, meditation, so you can focus, so you can be laser focused in what you're doing, um, and and that creative aspect will 
reinforce the child's sense of knowing. You know, you'll just feel they'll, they'll have a sense of pride in what they're doing. Uh, and so, again, um, it's, it's a task working on this curriculum, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, I think that it's something that can really uh, help uh, parents as an extra tool. But I think cooperatively, it will be uh, essential if parents can get on board. And, you know, we all know that our children need to learn more and that the system sucks. So I think that a cooperative learning space or exploring the other learning opportunities uh, and teaching mechanisms would help. Well, and I, I, I personally would like to build with you on that particular um, aspect because I know between me and some of my peers, we it, we can help you to um, actually generate funding for that particular project to where we can. Oh, because yeah. oh, I went to a banker. I pitched. I pitched my idea. I didn't have the numbers. I didn't have anything. Oh, but we got. We help people make business plans. That's that's simple. I'm doing my business plan now. I started in January, but right before the pandemic hit, I pitched to a bank, a small bank, um, because my numbers aren't good. Uh, and she liked the idea and she told me she can approve up to a million dollars. That is awesome. Just be mindful of the interest rates. <laughs> I don't want, I, that's why when you said get the funding that that's better. So I was looking at crowdfunding and, and those other like, the, the yeah, like, so <laughs> like the investment dial is a perfect initiative for somebody like you, you set a price point for what you want to, um, so let's say you need to bring in a hundred K or so. Can you, you say that? Because I um, don't have my pen. Actually, uh, the, the link that's pinned up there is the investment dial link. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Thank you. So you can check out that website. But yes, but if you have any questions about it, I don't have a problem helping you, um, you know, like get that set up okay. because this is what we're having these conversations for. So we actually can make some change for these things that we feel will positively impact our community. So I'm... I'm glad you came up and you actually shared that because like I need curriculums for my children to be enrolled into because Great. I'm a homeschooler. Oh, excellent. Okay. Definitely. I'll back channel you, DJ. Thank you so much. Most definitely. Thank you. So I see Lucky came back. Everybody in here. Um, just so everybody understanding, let's do a quick re boom reset. Um, trust fund baby keys of commerce less talking more action we are at we are looking to you know see what can we implement within our lives today that way we can stimulate some change now i know avenues that can help people make money like i've helped people establish businesses with less than a hundred dollars and they've actually been able to make money within that first week so if anybody has any questions in the audience are you looking to you know like assert yourself in a new capacity I'm more than willing, you know, to like give consultations right now because I probably got like another 20 minutes before I get up off here. I can't let Clubhouse keep on eating up my time. <laughs> I'd be on this boy all night. But um, I for sure want to know what everybody has in mind as it pertains to, you know, their own personal business development outside of, you know, just ideas. Because if you have something that you can offer a product or a service, I for sure want to, you know, promote it and patronize it because group economics is how we, you know, succeed as a people. We don't um, circulate our funds within our own community enough. And this is the reason why we don't scale our businesses enough as well. We give that shit away as soon as we get it. Well, I'm interested. I told y'all about the bank spill that I was talking about or the little, um, 
the little credit union for our people, uh, right? I heard you talking about that. Uh, I'm, down, I'm down here in Florida too, right? I'm right here, right across from NASA is this little bank right there, bro. I just looked at the, from the outside, I look at the bitch, the inside is great. I can do the work. I do the work. I, that's what I do. Like as far as like the outside uh, maintenance and shit like that, that need to be done on it. And um, shit, I'm, I'm looking in it. Uh, it looked like it, it said that it's up for, uh, uh, and I was just looking at it. It looked like it's uh, up for sale for, uh, what did it say for, um, it's up for a uh, sale for um purchase for a uh, value of what it say for um damn I can't even find the shit the verbiage that it's saying but it's basically up for sale I know it's for sale and the spot is literally right like a uh, like a tourist spot like literally right across from where fucking NASA shoot the little shit up at you know what I mean and I, I'm like man I'm I'm really looking into that spit uh, spot trying to see if anybody is interested in rocking with me on that shit though. And just you know what I mean, further uh looking into it, get the address and really walking with um through me and trying to uh get that motherfucker. Where is it located at, bro? Where is it located at, bro? It's uh it's uh on US one. It's on US one right across from Nassau, uh Titusville. Oh in Al uh, uh, Alabama, right? No, in Florida. Right oh, you said U US one. Wait, 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 wait. All right, I thought that's where you meant US one Biscayne. Which city again? Titusville. The address I think is forty two eighty. Send it to me. I'll check it. I'm about to say, you know, I'm out here. I know for sure, bro. We need to we need to look into that, bro. Yeah, I'm about to say if it, it's viable. I'm about to say, look at that universe just working. You don't even know what happened today. Right. I'm gonna send you the address real quick, bro. All right, yeah, because I got to go check another property down um, in Miami, too, for the very same exact thing. Um, and see, like, that's why I ask. Like, you never know how somebody within the same room can help you. He was, he, I asked the question, bro, put it on the floor, and I literally was given an opportunity in order to help him with the same exact thing he asked for today, this morning. I'm like, shit, before, like, you see how that shit works? Yep. So yeah, um, if it's if it fit the you know the requirements, we for sure should be able to do something. But yeah, I'm. <laughs> it's just I'm I'm thinking about what's going on with the financial aspects. I gotta go open up a damn new bank account now. My CFO she reviewing these these um, new trust accounts that we gotta establish because we're about to start leveraging off some of our land patents. So. It is my goal in order to, um, like, pretty much within the next, I'm not going to try and kill myself, like, six years to start building my own residential area on my own land because we already control it. So I've just been looking for the proper developers in order to build something like that. But I for sure, my goal is in order to have sustainable housing. A whole crew. I got a whole, I got a Mexican uh, group that I'm messing with, and I got another brother that I just hooked up with. Hey, hey, hey brother. I'm talking about a whole. I'm talking about a whole sub. Bro, I'm talking about this is what we do all airport uh shit. I'm talking about we do major shit all big fucking uh damn hit, hit me up, bro. We got a lot. They got a lot of um con uh construction. I'm saying like builders and architect architectures uh that work in this field in this in this community. A lot of them. 
Yeah. And that's the, the but you know, if we don't have these conversations and I don't say what my needs are, how am I supposed to know? You feel me? So this is why it's, it's, it's great that we have these dialogues because now it's known that I'm looking to develop on my own land. So I'm looking for a contractor who can, you know, develop a subdivision. Like I got blueprints already established and I know measurements and everything. But one of the key components that I don't have right now is one of my building materials, which I want to be built into that in order to ensure that these homes last forever or as long as possible, at least. Because this regular plywood shit that they out here giving people, I can't promise my ch my children that that shit going to be around for their I'm children. I'm about to link some in, in the chat. I'm link some in the chat. Go to it. All right, but we um that's why I'm mass producing hemp over in Belize in order to import into the United States for um home development. It's just easier to grow on a, that that large scale level over there versus over here. But once again, business opportunities. Um, I know when some of y'all going through these processes, it's hard to you know establish a brand or a business for yourself. You know, sometimes when y'all learn the information, you feel like the only thing that is an option for you is to start teaching people the information. And um, I, I do my best to, you know, like work people away from that, because how can you pass that down to your children? That's not a viable business model that your children can inherit. Because I remember asking one of my partners who y'all seen um, teach on YouTube and all this other shit. And I asked him, I was like, you plan on doing this UCC shit for life? And he said, yeah. I'm like, boy, you crazy. I just don't see how some of these things can be passed down to our family members. So I always employ people to look for another option. And if I can help, I will. So, Jasmine, lady, um, any of y'all, y'all got anything to say? I'm loving, I'm loving this feed tonight. I'm just loving this feedback. And, this, and like my grandma used to tell me, closed mouth don't get fed. So how, like you said, we can't, we're not going to know if somebody can help us if we don't say nothing about it. Yeah. And you have, you yourself are holding land that you said that you're looking to leverage off of as yes, well. Sir, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I want to leverage that so I can buy me a ranch. Oh, so, all right. So you're trying to cross leverage what you already have so that you can scale up. Yes. Okay. I got you. You're trying to um, leverage equity. Okay. 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 Yeah, but see, that's the benefit of, you know, like having something to leverage, assets, collateral. And once again, genealogy, that's what helped me, fam. I might say a little couple little dollars on ancestry and some conversations with my family members, got them damn records in order, and boom. Had a conversation with the Bureau of Land Management, motherfucking net worth jumped up hard as hell. Right? <laughs> fam, like... I'm telling you, that shit changed my personal valuation when I inherited a position in my family. But, yeah, like, that's family wealth. That's estate planning. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And, see, I got some land that's going to be handed down to me when the rest of them, my anus and them pass, you know what I'm saying? And I, but I got to split that shit between a bunch of us. They got a bunch of us. So, you know what I'm saying? That's why... I, decided to buy me some land here in texas and and just make start my own right there well at least you got but i'm, right I'm still trying to have that some flip that as some equity too Shit. they ain't doing nothing with it well 
at the moment y'all got y'all basics in order, I can't wait to I, do bro, commerce with y'all. I'm, I'm already there. I'm just saying, I just want to make sure that people got that, you know, they foundation in place because if you out here operating as a debtor, like technically I don't contract with minors. Like so yeah. That's that's me personally. And that's because of one like I have a federal R and D company. I I legally can't contract with minors in some capacities. Like that should have caused me to lose my damn company. I got a lot of things that I need that I need to speak with you about. I I texted uh that phone. I got you. I'm getting a couple messages. Oh, man, I don't got my watch on. And you was on here till 5 o'clock this morning? Y'all was on here at 5 o'clock this morning? Who are you talking about? Was I was? Was I? Was I was. (laughs) (laughs) Relax on me. Because I was confused. I was like, was I on this at 5 in the morning? (laughs) Days be running into each other on here, man. Uh, Man, I know how that is. That's how I was when I first got on here. That's why I had to duck off and... Do me for a second, learn me some shit. Cause leaving the other night, leaving from this room, the other room, man, I was I was more confused, and I was like, man, fuck this shit. Yeah. It's, it's like every day I'm learning something else. But I got, to, I got to sleep now. I got the A B C X Y Z to get everybody about the motherfucker and go from there. Well, as far as me, I only want to do things that I genuinely have an interest in. I I'm, I have an interest in real estate, a very, very big interest in real estate as far as decor, furniture, and properties. Um, also, I have this uh, little fetish with containers. Do you know the new container? Because they're doing a lot with containers yeah. now. You're talking about and shipping container homes? Yes, I love I, I would homes. I would love if you chose another word, but yes, I got you. <laughs> What? No, I said containers. <laughs> Not the containers, the word before that. I said fetish? Yes. I do. I really do have a I got you, fam. I got you. <laughs> I'm not rubbing on them or nothing, but um, I like them a lot. And I think that's where we're headed as a, uh, we're headed there in the future to um, tiny homes is becoming a really, really big thing. Containers are becoming a big thing. I follow this dope, dope, dope all black development team in Georgia. They just created like a little micro community and it's so dope. They, man, black developers, black brokers, uh, black attorney, um, real estate attorneys, like it was a whole black squad. And it was so, it was so motivating. And um, I want to be a part of something like that. I want to do something like that with the containers. So man, me and you both, I feel like. I just want to do something like the community. It don't even have to be the containers because they got earth bag homes, they got the uh the tree home the tree houses. They got they got all them kind of like different developments that they're doing that's self sustainable. Uh, right. Uh, you're that's what I was just about this. That's a key point because like if any of y'all heard Joseph express how big the carbon footprint is for when you make one Tesla car, and if you see how many of them shits is where I live, fam, you know like the carbon imp the carbon imprint from Tesla's alone on top of all the other vehicles and everything else is constantly increasing versus the aspect which we're able to decrease it. And this is anybody who know, like that's kind of serious. So it will behoove us in order to start making, you know, like carbon reduction homes, you know, like utilizing, um, like making homes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mixed product homes and things like this, like earth ship homes and things. It's, I know that shit sound wild. It's just because we've become so 
we've become comfortable with, pe- with what people are presenting to yeah. us because it's as if we don't know anything else. People are not comfortable creating. Like, don't just always deal with the model in front of you. Step outside of the box. Think for your fucking self, please. You right, because we need more in- innovators. We need more innovators. Um, and if we want to be a part of the change, we got to make the change literally steer, right. steer in the direction that we want to go in. So I'm not really with the whole, you know, kind of deal with things as they are. No, I'm steering. I'm about to drive this boat. Well, for me and my kids and my family, I'm going to drive this boat. And I'm going to steer it in the direction that I want to go in. And, um, yeah, I have a whole bunch of investments that I want to do in the future. Um, I'm excited about the metaverse. Thanks to, you know, at first I had, like, I didn't really have as much knowledge about the metaverse. I knew about it. I have an Oculus. But DJ, (laughs) we spent, like, four hours one day. And it was like, oh, wow, it clicked for me that day. So, I don't know. I'm excited about our future. I mean, I know all the negatives, but I'm more so excited than anything because I know the positive impact that we can have. The negative don't even come on my mind anymore, Jazz. I used to think about it all the time. I used to let how people, you know, just tell me, nah, you just crazy. Y'all call me a conspiracy theorist or, you know, just shit like that. And that just made me go harder because I know it can be. I know what it, I know what I feel in my heart. I know what it's telling me. So, right. It's, it's, it's bigger than all of us. We it's huge. History. It's massive. <laughs> We're making history right here, boy. Yeah. This is where it's going to start from. It, well, as far as, you know, the, the subject matter at the top, I want to wrap that up and, you know, like pretty much allow people to, you know, like free talk. I just want to close out saying that I appreciate everybody coming on the platform, showing their perspective. And I I learned something from everybody that I was able, as you all, whoever was in here heard, we were able to make some connections on how we can help one another. And hopefully you all utilize some of that investment material in order to help yourselves. And next time we open up this room or if we have a subject matter like this, please believe it's going to be more. I have a lot of information and like a lot of different business models and things I can just give to people in order so they can make money. But um. If you're not going to utilize it, what's the point of sharing it in some capacity? So that's the reason my my phone line is always open for a one-on-one. Y'all can back channel me if you have any questions. And for real, for real, like, shit, let's just build. Let's keep rocking. Let's keep the room conducive. But shit, freeform right now. Peace. You out, DJ? No, I'm not going oh, anywhere. Well, I know you I'm said you had something else to do. No, I just I just wanted to live my life, but yeah, because I I felt like I was in work mode right there, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm all good. I took off. You know, you know how the minister be wearing that white collar. That shit soft. I'm out to smoke now. I I think we all should have or um. You know, I just started that organization. We ought to print. I literally just started that off the top of my head. And um, if we want to be a part of this community change, I think it starts with us all starting our own organizations in our communities and um, utilizing that YMCA, utilizing that church room, utilizing that school until you get your own building or funding or set up. But I don't want to hear no excuses about not having a building. I don't care. Like I said earlier, I don't care if you throw a big cookout. I don't care. Outside. We need yeah, to start getting need to involved. Anyway. You said if you, have, you don't got a business, you can't be my friend pretty much. Huh? If you don't have a business, you can't be my friend pretty much. And that's how selective I am with the people I allow around me. In all honesty, 
I'm just summarizing up your statements and kind of saying it, you know, in an assholeish manner. But yeah, no, that's, not, that's not what I said. That's not what I said. No, no, no. I said I'm summarizing up your statements and saying it in an assholeish manner. No, DJ, I, I want to know what you think I just said, though, because I'm trying to understand how you came up with that summary, because I said we need to start organizations and like go use the YMCA room or use the uh, park to meet up. And you said the startup organizations. So organizations. That oh, you're using your, you're using your uh, businessman yeah. suit term. No, I was saying like, I was saying since I have the, you know, we are the print and then lady may have her own organization. You may have something. I was saying like, you know, use that name to gather the community. Once again, if you don't have a business, you can't be my friend. That's what I said. Cause you're, we're only talking cause what else am I fucking with you for? If you, if we not conducting commerce right now. You're gonna waste my time. You're gonna take from me. You're gonna be a user. So, what? Wait, we we gotta reset because I don't think you, lady, is he? Ain't he confused on what I'm saying? So I don't seem like no, I'm right saying now. Exactly no, he's not. He's he agreeing with you. He's saying his own thoughts okay. only adding to what you're yes. saying. No, I was talking about boys and girls club type stuff. What are you like? What are y'all? What did y'all think? No, I was no, no. About? I know. I understand what you're saying, Jess, but he's talking about us as in like doing. As a as a group, as all of us on in here. Okay, so that means that y'all all misunderstood me because I was talking about getting outside and rallying oh. up the kids or rallying up the adults and having the conversations that you we that we sit here and have on Clubhouse and That's ask each other. Saying. But what he's saying is, I understand what you're saying. But what he's saying is, why are we meeting up right here? Why are we doing? I know what you're saying. Because we, we in this room, we can all get together. You know what I'm saying? Just meet and greet and shit. What he's saying is the it's reason why we're doing it because it's it's commerce. Okay, y'all squeeze well, really, that. I I'm gonna let y'all. I'm gonna just pass because I, I always think. seem like a problem child. So I'm gonna. Uh, no, no. I'm not agreeing with them. We on the same page. Like I said, I just said it in a completely and different that, and all I'm saying yeah. is. I understood the boys and girls. If it's statement, my it? statement and I say that, no, you're not reiterating my statement, right? I was talking about us not asking what should we do with the kids? What should we do with adults? But go outside and throw the block parties, throw, use the, utilize the YMCA gym and meet up with the kids, the parents. And it has nothing to do with business. This goes back to what I said at the beginning when we started the room, getting to know our community and liking each other. We have to stop putting these stipulations on, or oh, if you do, do business that? and this, this and that. So who's going to host an event? You know, like- Me, I will host an event in my community for everybody. It's going to be- Sometimes you got to pay for food. Like I so, will pay for the food. Okay, so then you taking but, a financial loss. So we still, that's what I'm saying. DJ, you this, have to get whoa, out of your front. Right. That's not what I'm- Can I that's say something? <laughs> Can I say something, Go ahead. please? Yes, ma'am. Um, I think, um, DJ, I like you said, you know, maybe you were saying it with an attitude, with a little funny style vibe and stuff, but, you know, like, you said that about, you know, it being commerce, but really, you know, I peeped the first time I heard you speak, and you and your vibe is way more expansive than the commerce. You know, and what she's saying is the same thing that you do and you demonstrate that you believe, which is that us working together, building together is what's going to bring us all up, you know, to that next level that we are already at. We're just not utilizing it.
But when you slip and say, you know, oh, it's all about the commerce, to me, from just a little bit of time that I've experienced you, nah, you way past that. Well, we know, we know that's at least that's my experience of you okay. and actually all of you that I've been hearing on here. Yeah. I appreciate that, sister. And I, I truly like, I do. But um, one thing I do want to um, elaborate on what my personal understanding of what commerce is, and I've expressed mm -hmm. Jasmine, I'm a very literal person as it, as it pertains to words. So when I say, mm -hmm. commerce, I mean, not just, you know, business interaction, I mean, human interaction, even in some cases, yeah. commerce also refer, um, refers to an exchanging of bartering goods and also even intercourse. Mm -hmm. So it's an exchange of energy. So when I say it's about commerce, it's all about commerce. <laughs> so like, yeah, but it's just my understanding of commerce is just a little bit more broad than, you know, some people. So that's why I'm like, you, we can't get away from the business. Our families, our business, everything. We just have to redo our perception of what business is because like, I love business so much. It's, it's a direct part of my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. but, but you said I was going to take a financial loss if I did something like for the community. You will if you don't have a business in place. DJ, what are we talking? I'm not. I'm. I'm not sure why I would need a business in place to go outside and do something for the community. It's going to cost out of your pocket and take from your family. And if you don't have a business in place, then how are you going to write this off? Jasmine, I don't. I don't think you understand what I'm. What I'm saying, right? When we initially got on this call, you said, what can we do for our community to bring it together, right? I don't care all y'all right now throw a block party on your street and bring the neighbors outside and get people outside again and just mingling. What does that have mm -hmm. to do with business? This is our community. I was saying our community coming together and getting to know each other and like each other again and, and, and things like that. Like we're on Clubhouse right now for free. Can None I of say us... something? Go ahead, Purple Heart. You want to call me something else so bad. I can hear it in your voice. But look, uh, oh, no, uh, Jazz, I think you I think you overlooking the 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 the, the point or, or, or the stance that he have. And I don't think he's he, he's not he's not forbidding you against it. What it seems like is it seems like he, he trying to put you in that mindset of a boss because at the end of the day, man, people going to be people. And, and I hate to say it. I hate I hate to say it. But. Ooh, I don't know. I, 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 I'm just over here thinking about like. Oh, well, y'all could y'all could feel like that about y'all y'all people. I don't feel that way. No, and, no, 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 no. I'm logical. I'm a man. I'm being logical, Jazz. That's not logic. I'm, that's not logic to but, me. That's okay. not my. That's not my logic. I, I, I don't see that. What, what y'all see from us is not what I see from us. I see yeah, something. Yeah, I would. Yeah. So you gonna go and save everybody, Jazz? I'm gonna do is I hey if I gotta do you gotta at least put them I see what Jazz coming from yeah 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 yeah, yeah. no no them, no bags I'm gonna do the free book bags I'm doing the utilizing yeah that's the what you I'll do. Let, hey how about this I'll let y'all know when I do it um yeah I'm gonna be utilizing that room down at the YMCA and I'm gonna be having some fun with I that and, I'm a, and, and it's gonna be free and and, I, and and I'm gonna grab that mic and I'm gonna say hey um introduce yourself to the neighbor and I'm gonna tell them why we're there that don't take nothing but two or three hours of your time that's how you we shouldn't be story. talking about business when it comes to re linking us back up that's the problem right there we want to always do business it's not always business it's family it's family that's sometimes it. like it. relax it's all, it's don't have to, it don't have to be business all the time but if you could write everything off as a business, I don't. I'm not writing nothing off. I'm not writing. I'm not writing that day. I'm not writing nothing off. I'm buying it, and it's that's that. It don't gotta. We don't gotta be. It, 
I can't I can't believe it. Well, Jasmine, it can be a combination. You can do that and you can still write it off. You can do it with all the love building and still write it off. What I was going to say, Jazz, is uh, first off, I want to know where you at. What's, what city you I'm in? I'm in Indiana right now. See, that's what I'm saying. And that's, I'll be back that's in, another I'll be in big Philly. problem. That's another big problem is we so split apart. Like, I probably count about a total of maybe five or six people on here that I've actually met that's in Texas. And Texas is big, and I just cannot believe that. But the ones that is in this consciousness, that that's all I found. You know? I just feel like this is the type of situation we end up in. We ask, I'm trying to figure out why all the celebrities from all our cities, Detroit, Philadelphia, everything. There's not a community senator per black celebrity, per neighborhood that they come because from. they don't control nothing. They don't own nothing, so they don't control nothing. But they nothing. can't, but, but they, they also... can uh, No, that's not an excuse. They, they're they not doing it. They're not- I know they can't be doing it. They're not though. I understand everything. they as rich as they perceive to be. I think a lot of- I don't care. But it don't, I don't have they, to they be They have rich. enough money to- they, they have yeah, enough money right. to utilize the room at the YMCA in their neighborhood Three times, I don't right. care who they hire to put in that position. That we got to stop making yeah. excuses for the simplest stuff. That's the problem. But then y'all want to sit here yeah. and ask, what can we do for the community? But as soon as I say, let's do this, y'all say, oh, that's not a tax write off. That's not business. We're not going to get no. Uh, so I'm a just just for clarity as well. I'm a financial advisor, so when I hear people say zeros and run ones, I hear so it's not a. I'm like. Damn, that's not a tax write off. You're getting yourself. You taking from your family. It's not a shot at you or what you're doing. It's the way my brain works. I do this type of business all day, so it's the way my brain works. That's all. All right. Well, I don't want to. I don't. We well, well. I don't know what we're gonna end up doing. Then y'all ask how we gonna make the community better. I, I said we got to start with mental health. We got to get to know each other again. That's what we're doing right now. No, okay. this isn't. This, this is isn't health. This isn't healthy for me because I don't feel understood. We understand you, honey. We do. We do. Hey, I ain't. My, I do, Mama. My, you I trust think me. You are. It's, 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 it's going to be giving out shit for free, and they don't even have LLCs and none of that. So, my my father-in-law, my grandma, you know what I'm saying? Like, we all live in the same area, and every Fourth of July, shit like that. Mothers, they, they open don't up the door. Have that family are. around them like that. What I'm saying, like, even for the block, my my neighborhood is mixed. So, like, shit, everybody come around this bitch, ask for shit. So, like, we really community organized over here. It's just like we say, I wish I knew how to set my people up so that way, you know? Because that's what really stops people from looking out for others is the fact is that they do pull out their own pocket. So, like, mm -hmm. we, could do two months, we could do it for two months out the year, but what about the other 10? And that's why we need some type of advisors to be like, look, if you set it up like this, you could give out all year long. Back in the day, Martin Luther King and them, they met up at their local church to have great conversations like this. Why are we not doing yeah. that no more? Why are we not utilizing the Y in the church and, and coming together and helping each other with credit, taxes, whatever it is, for them two hours a week? Y'all can go to church every Sunday. Y'all can go to community meeting every, uh, 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 once a week. Thanks. That's all I understand what's so hard around. about what I'm saying. It should no, be a mandatory, it. it should be a mandatory community, it should be a mandatory community meeting per black neighborhood at the local church. If y'all can go every Sunday and Wednesdays for Bible study, I'm not understanding why there's not a local, why there's not a weekly black meeting, the meeting of the minds for our community. Y'all go to PTA, y'all go Bay Congress, y'all go, y'all go vote. Uh, that yeah. just depends on where everybody's priorities are. 
I ain't gonna lie. I was my, not me personally, but like my family was heavy in the churches, and that COVID shit really split a lot of people in half, man. Because motherfuckers was trying to push them vaccine agendas on others that didn't feel the same type of way, and it was like a big thing. Like you ain't gonna do it for everybody, type shit. So, just I'm not saying that's impossible or none of that shit. But right now, shit. I mean, in the cities, you know, motherfuckers be at odds with each other about goofy shit. All that's right, well, then, to me, that's that's well, you know that's, what you yeah. know what um what you're saying, uh, Jasmine. It's like very very critical, and it's it's, really it's so important though. because over here, what I found out when that fake COVID pan pandemic whatever when that came up, it was like we had nowhere where we you know like even back in the day. We used the church, even when, you know, black people wasn't Christians. We didn't convert to Christianity until like much later. Right, I but, learned that in roots. But we, but we used the church. And and we, we did, right, when during that COVID thing, I mean, it was no platforms, no meetings, no town hall meetings, no nothing where people could actually ask questions, discuss, go over, break down stuff. We just didn't have that. So we was all being bombarded with this propaganda, you know, that was driving people in different directions, in one direction, basically. And so when I would burst out and talk to people about it, it's like people were desperate to talk to somebody, you know, like we didn't have any places where we could sit down and talk about what was happening, what was going on, you know. Because we didn't establish them and we still we haven't have them. established them. And really what you're saying is like, it's like even the other night when I was on the call and we were talking about vaccination was actually talking about children and I didn't even get a chance to go into the fact that our children are like considered wards of the state or whatever they can have control of your child today 18. We don't even have places where we can sit down and talk to people about this stuff until it happens to them and then when it happens to them they isolate it because don't nobody even know what's going on with so and so until you find out five years later their child was taken and put into foster care or whatever you know. Right. So it's critical that we do create spaces where where we do meet up in a relaxed way and are able to share. And I think before earlier when I was on a call, I had to get off. I got off because I was talking to my son and I feel like I missed so much. But that's one of the things I was thinking about us finding. Um, oh, yeah, DJ, you was talking about education. And then you was talking about um, financial literacy and stuff like that. And I was thinking how whatever we're going to decide that we need to input in education, we need to be thinking about it very creatively and very strategically in a way that we're able to slip. You're going in and out. In the most. We need to be thinking about ways that. Yeah. Uh -oh, can you all hear me now? We need to be thinking about creative ways that we can slip things on our people. Okay, like the way that the way that our minds have been shifted and the way that our minds have been molded and our lives have been molded is by different modes that people use, you know, to control, move and shape us like like these people changing the um the frequency of our music, for example, you know. And, and it's just so many little things that are big things that manipulate us, but we can do the same thing. 
we can do the same thing and and inject creativity into whatever we're doing to help shape and move our people. And in this instance, I'll use the word educate, but more than just educate, but to actually shift us. Right. So, so Jasmine, what you're on is like real, um, you know, it's good. I mean, it's other things we can use. Like, um, I know I talked to this elder brother, and when I mentioned it to him, he said he already had it. He already had creative music that was correct. And um, I'm just add one more thing, and then I'll land. Um, when I was in Ghana, they have, and they have it in the states. You know how Verizon wireless. You know how when you call somebody on Verizon, it goes. Um, please enjoy the music while we, you know, while they locate your party or whatever. And and I thought when I left from Ghana, I was like, hmm, what if we have messages? If somebody, you know, I don't know anything really about creating apps, but if an app was created where we were able to, um, you know, um, send a certain message, you know, it could be a coded message or whatever when people are calling each other. You know, that's just one example of different creative ways that we can use to shift and work with our people. And transfer energy and vibration. Yeah. Yeah, they got, they got this one app kind of sort of like what you was talking about, Rahima. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. like an app where uh, everybody everybody that you deal with, it keep their location. And uh, if, if like they, if, I think it's like a button or something that you hit and they start recording. They start recording like video and audio. But the people that I seen it used for, it, it was like, you know, uh, people who was like in a little group. Mm -hmm. People that was like in a little group and, uh, you know, was just, you know, uh, having their own affairs and, and, and staying close with it. Mm -hmm. What's the name of the app? Um, I don't even know. But I'm pretty sure if you look up, uh, what is it? it uh, live location. Uh, it's like live location, um, GPS, mm. video. It, it, you just gotta look it up because I don't know. What I just heard one. I just heard of one like that a couple of days ago in Nigeria. They were using it to to keep in touch with people so they don't get kidnapped. That if you were somewhere, you could tap something on your phone and it would make your phone be able to trace, even if they turn your phone off or whatever, something like that. But with that being said, I mean, we know people that create apps. We can just brainstorm think, come up with all kinds of creative things that we can use for our folk. Because, I mean, like with my children, when my children were younger, I used to use um, alpha sound waves and uh, mostly alpha. And I also used the, um, like the, um, what you call it, the rain stick and um, white noise for not only my children, but also their friends when they would come over. And it was to the point where my son's little friends, they be over and they be like, "My Rahima, put that, put that music on." You know, mm -hmm. like that. you know, because they, they my go son is like that. that now. You know, but I used to use it in the morning, and sometimes I would use it behind other stuff, like while other stuff is going on in the house. I would just put that low, and like I had mentioned it to one of my sister friends, and she said um, she was working over in Moran, and when she was going on her way home, this white boy was giving her a ride home. And they stopped at this place, and they it was this place in Moran where they have these chairs that look like barber seats, you know, like a barber's chair, like it leaned back and everything. 
and you put headphones on and you listen to these sound waves and they help adjust your vibe before you right right and that's like something we wasn't even we don't even know about that you know but that's how she said she learned about it when i shared it with her she said oh yeah i learned about that you know when she was rolling with this white guy going home but i used it in my house and it was very magical working with my children you know so it's just i still use it now i still use it now and oftentimes i use it and i just learned recently about data sound waves and how you know because i'm dealing with myself i have my own issues i'm like i feel like i'm really different than my sons because i don't really understand everything that happened to me but you know i know that i have a whole different my whole orientation around money is just very different and i really want to work on it and shift it because i know i'm wealthy i just know it just from my own being but i haven't manifested in that way so um i was listening to this this one clip you're breaking up miss rahima I put a sound healing uh, link at the top that actually teaches how to. Um... Yeah, get y'all a singing bowl. Okay. Can you hear me? <laughs> no, <laughs> that was my point. Four. I, let me lay it on my point. No, for real, I got one. Y'all see it on my uh, on my on my PTR earlier. Uh, 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 are you talking about the bowl where you you do the sounds on it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So yes. let me just finish this point, y'all okay um yeah so what he was saying was that by age seven you've um really kind of set yourself you know like you kind of set and and you know i mean i have heard things like that before but the way it was explained was that before age seven you're using both sides of your brain like equally but by the age seven, your everything kind of settles to one side. One side of your brain becomes more active than the other one, and the other one less. But in order for you to shift and change um, neurons and start to shift and change different ideas that you have locked into, um, you have to slip into that state where both sides of your brain are working. Now, I had already heard that when you, you know, when you just before you fall asleep just when you're waking up is the time that you can be most powerfully creative and when your mind and your imagination and everything is supposed to be close to your god creativity ability um but it was never explained to me physiologically and it just made so much sense because well, you know how when you get ready to go to sleep and you feel that tingle all over your body you almost go into that zone yep and shift things so anyway i'm working on that now but it's just something to think about different things that we can do you know if we are working together with our people we have different creative ways because these people use all kind of stuff on us well that was uh, i know. do the same thing with my son i give him we do affirmations uh since he was a since he was a baby um I t uh, the reason how i got into that is because you wasn't in here miss Ra uh, rahima mm -hmm. but i was explaining to them how i had to well, I started meditation at 18, but I had to start utilizing meditation because I had bad anxiety and panic attacks and they tried to put me on medicine. Mm 
And when I realized, mm-hmm. when I went to the doctor and I realized she was trying to put me on medication, I told her, no, I'm good. I'm just going to strengthen my meditation, mm-hmm. not medication, my meditation. So, <laughs> so I started strengthening that. And um, I've always used the sounds that you're talking about. I have one that is my favorite. I've been listening to it for about five years. My son uses mm-hmm. it. And sometimes my son feels as though he can't even go to sleep without certain sounds and certain, um, I like the one, it's this guy, he talks to your subconscious mind while you're asleep. But every time I listen to him, this is one I've been listening to for five years. When I listen to this video, the way I wake up is better than the days that I go to sleep without it. My mm. awake, like when I wake up, I wake up way more energized or something totally, it's just, I know it's two different types of sleep from when I listened to when he was talking to me throughout the night and wow. when I go to sleep without it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of the Cora? Have any of you heard of the Cora? K O R A. It's like a precessor to the piano. It's like a twenty-two string instrument from West Africa. Oh, the thing they always show, like an angel playing, like in pictures. Well, it's not quite like that, but it's like that. It's piano. I can send that to y'all. That service is bad over there today. Um, it's um, but it's very magical. I hear it. I see it cutting off. Yeah. And it, it sh- hello. It should not be doing that right now. Okay, now it should not be cutting off at this time of morning. But um, yeah, it's so beautiful. The first time I heard it, I started crying. I was like, man, they took this from us. Like really? Because I was inside a cabin, and the I was inside a wooden cabin. And the brother that was playing was actually from Gambia. And it made the, you know, everything vibrated when he was playing it. Like the beer we were sitting on, everything vibrated. And I'm just like, man, this this instrument is so beautiful that anything is going wrong with your life. Like it just straight you. It's just beautiful. It'll just hit you straight. But um, so look it up. Quora, K-O-R-A. I will. And I appreciate you sharing 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 the things you've been sharing for the last days a uh, couple of days i also hit you in your back channel um this morning okay so i'll check it because i got i'm i'm gonna go in and pull y'all so i can send that um the first book i said poisonous needle i found and then it i have another book okay beautiful yeah. all right i have a couple more things i'll send to yeah, the poisonous needle, that's a serious, well, it was serious for me because I didn't even have any children then. And by the time I had children, I knew I wasn't going to do no vaccinations. Yeah, it's it's probably just going to make me feel bad because both my boys are vaccinated, unfortunately. It's not going to make you feel bad. All you need to do is just check on detoxing and just know that we're so powerful. You know, they try all kinds of stuff with us. But, yeah. you know, we can still work with you. We can always work our bodies and our minds. Our minds are the most powerful. Our heart minds are so powerful. We can shift anything. That's why when they were talking about, oh, everybody going to die in this time, talking about COVID, I was like, mm 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 No, we need to know who they talking about because- They was trying to make no. you digest that and manifest that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And manifest like they did with HIV. Right. You know. Wow. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah, we are. This thing. I'm, I'm not doing it. I want to ask, who in here um, does coding? Who's in here that's what? 
that does that knows coding, like how to make apps and things like that. Oh, coding. Mm, not me. Somebody said DJ. Miss uh, Rahima, I'll, oh, mm -hmm. make sure you do hit me because I think you can make so much content. Con oh my, say, like I said, continent. I think you can make so much content out there in Africa, and you were talking about manifesting your wealth and all those things. Mm -hmm. I would love to help you. I have a booming YouTube channel. I would love to maybe even, oh, wow. you know, That's do a video with you or something. But that is the money. Internet content is the mm -hmm. money, and we could talk about that. And I have so much content <laughs> i have so much that i have that i want to share and can share thank you so much for that absolutely lady Miss, yeah. Oh, you about to ask Miss Right? I was about to ask you something, but go ahead. Um, I was just gonna tell her to check out um Ambassador Prince Michael. He has a lot of stuff going on already out there. He's, I think he's in Kenya though. That's okay. I don't know how far that is from me, but just check him out because he he can he can lead you to the right way. Ambassador Prince Michael. Mm-hmm. Check him out on he on Facebook and on YouTube. I think I got his email. Hold on, I'm check. What's up, Jess? Uh, dang, that's probably a question for Joseph. You don't, you don't have that church number, right? You don't have the uh five zero one five zero eight. I forgot what number it is. The five zero eight one. Hold on, let me look at my um. Let me notes all these thousands of notes. No, I was saying you didn't establish one, right? Are you going to be doing oh, yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Ambassador yeah, Prince who? No, I ain't. I Ambassador ain't Prince Michael. Who? She said Michael. Mike. Yeah. I, I ain't did none of that yet. Okay. The only thing I found so far was my nationality decoration and my um trust, my revocable trust. But I found that that. Um, master file I sent you? Yeah, girl. My email is, is bloody, man. I got so much reading to do. I'm going to be reading for the next year and a half. I know. But I no, am. no, but no, no. This is what you need. This is what you need to the basic start off. It's one document with like three or four different videos on there. Got everything you need. A, B, C, X, Y, Z. That's why I tried to tell you last night. Um, cause I went, I went over it all by myself last night, man. I wanted y'all to get on there with me, but y'all was in the room. You going back and forth with um somebody going back and forth. I don't even know what the hell that was. I just, I'm like, the problem what? child. I'm about to change my name to no, problem child. No, no. It, what it was, you was actually trying to get you some information, and that kept on getting. They kept on confusing you. That's why I asked you if you wanted to um come on there, come on the Zoom with me, cause I I heard them. Like I heard the different dialogues of all three of y'all and you was getting more and more confused. I was like, that's how I felt the other night. 
And whenever I found this video, I was like, whenever I found this document, well, matter of fact, I ain't finding my, my business partner sent it to me. He was like, this right here, this is it. And I was like, man, you always saying that shit, bro. I want to hear that. You know what, though? I'm always like the Dame Dash, the Kanye. That's why, I, that's why I love them. I love Kanye West, and I love Dame. I love Wendy Williams. Them people with them type oh, yeah. of personalities, I'm tequila. Everybody can't drink tequila, and yeah. I'm good with that. I'm 100% good with that. Dame that's, Dash that's, is like that's my twin flame. Honestly, because if I can't, I can't, honestly, I can't be your bro, your sister, your brother, no less a friend. If I can't tell you or explain to you, well, or you, or you tell me, explain to me where I'm fucking up. You know what I'm saying? If I can't. Or even just that, being adults. Like, I can't disagree yeah. with people. Like, I really, I want to be cool with people, but disagree and have good conversation at the same time. Agree like, to disagree. Keep it moving. Yeah, you gotta like, remember, not everybody believes is your belief in that. Not everybody, you know what I'm saying? Is or I'm not even, you know, I don't, I don't, I like, I want to exchange. Like, okay, exactly. the conversation we had earlier about the kids, that was a good conversation. But some people will see it's like think I'm angry. I'm like, no, we really yeah. vibing on a high frequency right now. That's like, and I wanted to, to hear part, it. Yeah, yeah. As it as as it is above, so below. We we can't get to that level unless somebody at the bottom. We got to stop being so sensitive and just take yeah, conversation. Like, you know, it's, it's already, that's, that's, this is our, this is our, um, how you said it, this is our therapy right here because we're getting it done. Yeah, yeah. We we're overcoming these, these obstacles that we actually used to would have held us up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know what? My mom, she's throwing an event at a church uh, on the 25th, on June 25th. And Man, she's, I was not, she's not paying for anything. The church gave her the room for free. She holds she holds like women groups. She's holding like uh, the title of her meeting is how to forgive the unforgivable. So women are going to be able to come there, have a safe place to express. I'm sure it's about to be some crying and all that stuff. I'm going to be there. But I'm saying I, I learned these type of things from my family. My mom didn't she's and not there's, no, there's no fee there's literally no fee anybody can come she's providing the food like i just think the outcome you. of those type of things is more priceless than the paperwork that i'm looking at like that's, i you know what i mean yeah that's that's true that's true yeah i'm gonna I'm be doing things like that i'm yeah. a really big community person like i'm big on kids i'm big on my people i love black people so much y'all don't need i love us so, i swear to god i will be 100 segregated if we were segregated that's how i said the same exact thing um segregation ain't did nothing to me um and that's like you know getting us together kumbaya that didn't help nobody but them well integration didn't help didn't do anything for us but get us spied on but That's get them in our man. business. This is babysitting. They they integrated us to have a eye on us because when we weren't when we were segregated, we were coming together. I, and I I don't yeah. I didn't read this. I'm looking at pure obvious history. When we were segregated, this is and when I've you seen it. us meeting up in the churches. This is when you seen us gathering. This is when you seen us getting land. This is when you seen us opening stores. My grandfather, my grandmother, and them come from this time period. Great grandmother, great grandfather. Like I I know about these things. They had stores. They had homes. When they integrated us we now started to want to fit in with them we want yeah. to be like them we want to we looking for approval we wasn't like that before mm -mm. and i prefer segregation <laughs> every other but listen though segregation is practiced with everybody else but us everybody's in our business but yep. the, the whites get to live with the whites the asians get to live with the asians and any other nationality live amongst themselves by themselves in their privacy but us we get babysat yeah yep.
we get infiltrated. We get watched over. We and the ones that live in the trailer park, they, they get it too. <laughs> but, Man, like yeah. we said the other night, there's a Chinatown per, per, per city. Yeah. There's a Jewish era, area per city. There's and an Italian, Philly, there's a whole Italian area. The, yeah, and don't call them all white. Cause they, they get mad, mad. Man. Call a Jew a white or a, a Italian a white person. All I'm saying is we don't have our form of segregation. And then our idea of our segregation is the hood. We claim yeah. the hood. That's that's not, that does not belong to us. That's not where we come from. That that's what they gave ours. us. The projects is not ours. The hood that's is not ours. Us. That Never is not a title country. that you should be claiming at all. Mm -hmm. Like, and like I tell people oh, as clear as day, like if you look at 1950s pictures or even 1960s, what did, what was kids wearing? They were wearing suits. They was wearing bow ties. They was wearing Kango hats. Where do you see sagging pants? Where do you see, uh, the, you know, these things that they say we are, where do you see that anytime, uh, before in, in the 1960s and, and, and even maybe even the 70s. I mean, I know things went kind of left in the 70s and 80s, but why are you trying to pretend that this is who we are when we have yeah. photographs and history that this is not our original selves? Yeah, you're right. Because whenever I was born, my grandma, my great grandmother, she was the last one of her family to have land. And like my, my great grandfather, he had his little store or whatever, but he had his own business. but. It, like it died with him. You said his land died with him. No, like his legacy, like oh yeah, his, his, his teachings, own, the way he, his own, the way he yeah. did things, absolutely, mm -hmm. one hundred percent, man. Uh, I, I just, I'm, I just, you know. <laughs> I know, I know I'm only I'm only 30, and this is clearly this is so obvious to me. I have not read all the books everybody else has had have read. This is just common sense. Obvious. Yes. This That's is obvious. what I said earlier. <laughs> and I've been saying this shit for and see where I where I come from. I come from a family that was man, they were so screwed up that I ha I literally haven't had a Christmas family get together since my grandmother died in 02. Since then, my, that's my, no, my great grandmother died in 02. Any, any line after that, they didn't do that on either side. Well, my mom's side of the family, like she'll celebrate them holidays with like Easter, she'll, she'll do big and stuff like that. But it was, it was just a tradition thing for them. It wasn't really no it's basically for for somebody to say I did something for somebody else. Right. That's it wasn't it was. about the family. It was like it's yeah, Christmas. It wasn't let's, about, let's do it this. Wasn't about the, yeah. It was about and see on my dad's side of the family. I understand. I, now I understand since I've been writing my book why that was on his side because his grand his daddy was killed. Well, his daddy died the day before Christmas. So mm. it, really, it was know, a dark cloud over that day. Yeah. 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 Same reason why my dad didn't like guns because. Daddy used to carry a gun in his in his front pocket, and that's what killed him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it just leads to now. our trauma. Our trauma. We have a lot yeah. of trauma, and, and that's what I'm saying. That family gathering stuff that we do will be dope. That's needed. Needed. Like let's like a person like you right now. You said you don't get that Christmas experience. Imagine if the community center or and the people and the people that you've met is, is throwing that type of thing this Christmas. You know what I'm saying? I just and I see so many big things. And that's what, that's what my problem is. I ha around me, no one is thinking like this. No one is thinking like this. That's what that's what dilemma I'm in. But I'm again, my family. I was the black sheep of the family, and where I'm at now, I ain't number white folks. Yeah.
Yeah. That's why I just I I I want us to come together. Like, and I don't have nothing against no other race, but I take care of my family. I mean, my mom. This my family. My mom looked down. I mean, she looked white. She is white. I mean, her people come from them dirty little people from over there on on immigrants. That's what she was. You know what I'm saying? I seen I found pictures of them on Ancestry. I know back on my grandma on my mom's side, on her mom's side, back to like the um thirteen hundreds. God like, damn. They was, they, you know what I'm saying? They was dirt, they was just whole things. That's all I can say about them. Yeah. And my and my dad's side, they come from my my fifth grade grandmother, she she knew what she was doing. She knew she was gonna have a kid for the for the for the um slave owner, you know what I'm saying? She she was already a light skinned yeah, woman, yeah, yeah. Was you know what I'm slave. So whenever yeah. she started having her first child, she only had two kids, and her first child was a white girl. You feel well, me? Well, well, she thought she was white. She no, she, Abra- she had to that, stay in the house. She married a white man. She had to stay in the house like a white. I know, but her, but her but her child isn't white. Yeah, um, no, the yeah. child had to stay there. The child had to go in the house. I got a background. Somebody was asking about um, Web 3.0 or something. No, I was asking about um, who knew how to code. Oh, yeah. I know how. What you need. Like, can make an app and shit? Yeah. Um, to get like, our own app, to make our own app and shit? Because have y'all seen the dude that made that made this damn platform? Have y'all seen a picture of him? <laughs> Mm-mm. Man... Swipe look crazy, bro. Uh, this swipe look like the, like the demon in, in, in skies. I'm telling you. I'm about to Google owner of Clubhouse now. Man, you got me here, Google bro. it. Google Put it. Put the picture on your PR jazz me so we ain't gotta go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Have you, um, Oh, Are you guys familiar with Signal? He don't look that yeah. bad. He just looked like a regular he white guy. He makes some creepy faces, but he looks like a regular that, guy. That's what I'm talking about. The face alone. That's good. face disturbs me. Don't put him on your PTR. Okay. That oh. energy don't even need to come in here. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Hold on. Tell I'm about to link it. His name is Paul Davison. All right, um, damn. I'm sorry, Miss Rahima. I'm sorry. We have a delay. What? No, I ain't saying nothing. Oh, I saw I you. I saw just, you unmiked. I, I was asking. Talking. Yeah, I was asking DJ. Now, here we go with the connect. I was asking DJ if he knew about Signal. And I was asking if any of y'all knew about Signal. And then I was asking who made Signal, who owns Signal. What's but, that? Um, it's I like think a, Google owns Signal. Mm. Yeah, we should find out. I want to find out. I thought it was black owned. Who is that? Signal. It's another. It's kind of like, um, like WhatsApp or like Telegram, but it's a little different. But um, I wanted to know. I have it on my phone. But okay, it's not. It's not by Google. I was wrong. 
Miss okay. Rahima, that's funny that you say that because a lot I be noticing a lot of quote unquote black owned business be having white funding or like a white parent company, white owned parent company. So like this uh Greenwood right here, I got Killer Mike is one of my friends, and he was promoting this uh Greenwood card, and I got one. And then I seen the parent company. It's supposed to be a black owned bank. But then I see the parent company on here and I'm like, yeah, this is not a black owned bank, but it's cool. You know, it's, it's a little subsection. That's cool. But there is, um, I, you know, I was on a call with some uh, mayors and ex-mayors about black mayors, about, it was about agriculture. And somehow, you know, they were talking about a new system they have that is like Facebook, it's like Instagram, it's like Twitter, it's got the whole setup and it's all black owned. It's not no faced off white folks, second hand, nothing, it's black owned. But I have to go back in my notes and find them and contact them to see have they launched it or when they're launching it or what. DJ, would you say that the way that Google and them play and even Apple and things like that, what they do is mo like monopolize what, like, so if I did want to come out with an app, let's say I came out with a very, very conscious app, they know that I have to launch that app on their platform. So they buy those type of platforms or so I, so they can block whoever they basically want to block. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, yeah, but a monopoly, the crazy <laughs> is you're right, but it's legally not a monopoly because it's two parties. So when they split it between Google and Apple, they split up the um they split up that aspect. But the Google Play Store is totally I understand what you're saying. And it feels like the only way that you will be able to do that is if you had your own device to Right. Something. That's what I was saying. You gotta have basically like almost your own network, your own device. Okay. He got his own device? Yep. Yeah, cool. What he got? Game player. Oh yeah, you're right. Who? Who, I just heard about that. Kanye. Oh, I, I didn't even know that. It's like two hundred dollars, it can mix music, all types of crazy shit. Like Yay Puss, he dropped bread into that, and because of how many sales he made, that wasn't playing on the radio. They actually tried to play him on his damn Billboard ratings because, like, he sold so many. He he made millions off that little like mp3 player yeah so, because you know that when they're doing the numbers on the board they don't include merch and and items and you know travis scott and uh Nicki minaj got into it about that because he had served they they used his merch as like numbers or something yeah in order to say that he was gross he actually sold more than her yeah but it's because of the way he sold that album the album came with merch so technically it was part of the album right. so yeah somebody say it was a good market employee she just got um she got up i understand her little sag feelings got hurt i trust me i relate <laughs> we feel ways that about losing this story but um damn all right people thank y'all so much i'm gonna give me a few z's and um dj i will be in touch with you as soon as possible, as soon as you wake up, because you'll be asleep after me. I'll be I don't on. Know if DJ, know where you are. Just link, just link me. Like, I'm good to go. 
You know why I haven't called you yet is because I didn't talk to Kiyama yet. And I want to make sure I talk to Kiyama before. I really wanted to talk to him before I talked to you, but I'm not going to wait. He'll okay. get in touch with me. Yeah. Oh, no, it's fine. But, you know, we got, um, based on that message that you sent me today, for sure, Um, yeah. Yeah, I want to get going with some of these. Right. But, um, like, at your leisure, for sure. And um, peace. You have a great night. All right. Peace, peace, you all. Queen. Good thanks. I'm going to get, so everybody, I'm going to keep y'all in here enslaving y'all. Um, So what well, uh -oh. we, we got 15 minutes before I close this down. But yeah, we can build though. Okay, good. I like getting kicked out, Martin. Uh, you know I'm from the D. That's where that was at. You know, like <laughs> everybody can go. In it, only <laughs> but no, it, um, we got to, we got to have cutoff moments. We gotta have family time. I I was with my baby earlier and stuff. Not I'm not saying that's what I'm about to do. I'm probably about to smoke and watch a movie and just enjoy some, have some peace of mind because we've act, we did a lot of development and building over these you know like these couple hours. When I open this shit up at seven, it's about to be twelve. That's five hours of us talking amongst each other. I'm gonna say that's partially a motherfucker's work day right there, y'all. You feel me? Like it's almost time to break out. I appreciate you though because I've definitely been abusing myself on here. No, um, like we gotta give people, you know, um, some time to digest all of these things that we was communicating about as well. That's kind of how I feel. If we just keep people locked in here, like how you be like, it's an overload. Yeah, I understand. I used to feel them same fucking way watching them long ass five hour YouTube videos. <laughs> but um, pitch. I, I feel like you over there holding something. What you gotta say? Uh, I don't know. I, I I was finna say something earlier. Uh, oh yeah, nah, yeah. I was thinking about coming out with a uh with an app before too. It was gonna be something like uh, it was gonna be something like uh Facebook. I was gonna call. It was gonna be all black. Though. I was gonna call it Racebook. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm gonna drop my phone. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> we got love, man. He dropped the mic on us, though. He said, I'm gone. And did. <laughs> For real. It's not like he ran away from the phone when he did. He played too much. Oh, man. You gotta love it, though. We have a, we, we ourselves are some very unique individuals. And just being able to, like, enjoy who we are as a people and um, be able to communicate with one another. I love having these moments right here, I can't wait to be able to establish on a larger scale. And that's the reason why, like, when, like, when is our next, like, in the next, let's see, the two, three months out, we have one of our events, but for our NFT holders and shit, I can't wait. Because most of the people, that's the reason why I have a specific program for my NFTs, because I know only people with certain mindsets are going to look for that NFT mainly. So the majority of people who carry it, there's going to be people I can do business with. So when we have a party and these people got these NFTs, Nine out of ten, we all gonna end up making money with each other down 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 the line. So, I thought about that shit long and hard. But DJ, when I come out with my NFTs, are you gonna buy one? Are you gonna buy one of mine? Of course. Uh, then of course, I'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah, I just what type of question sure. is that? Nah, I'm just asking. You know, I'm about to say you already know my. What type of question is that? I'm like, I'm, I'm uh, we. I'm say you can talk to me after this. I was like, I don't even know how you plan. I thought we was good. I thought we was like salt and pepper. 
I'm about to say we we I don't even know how you playing with me. Like we've already had this discussion. <laughs> Look, man, I'm not even about to. You actually have to create minds for me. So Yeah, I'm about yeah, to say I don't know. How, how the replays on. Yeah, let me watch what I say. <laughs> oh, you got the replays on? Yeah. Hell no. I never cut it off apparently. It's all G. Yeah, it's it, it, it almost it's about to go on six hours soon. Six hours hit is not um gonna uh not the not save anyway. It's only coming up on five. It's only coming up on five. But this um, is a deal, and I I wouldn't mind people hearing this. Yeah, because this one need to be shared. Yeah, and um I don't feel like it was nothing bad that came from. I don't know what happened when I was on the phone for that little bit of time. Really? But yeah, cool. Where about oh, you? Okay. Thank the creator. <laughs> I second that. Yeah. I don't mind replays being up. Hopefully, somebody can go back listening to this, you know, like get some development about the situation. Yes. And depending on when I host the next room, my focus will be to keep that solely around, you know, like um, Web3 integrations and what it's going to be like migrating over to that. And, you know, like same day way is how people can, you know, get through that. I may even, um, walk people through some crypto and wallet setups and things like a couple of education aspects and bring some of my homies on who are really knowledgeable in those particular rooms. Cool. You know what? You know, they had I just, a- I'm sorry, lady. Go ahead. No, I'm just about to say they had over 270 people come through here tonight. I just don't like when rooms are boring. I just wish, you know, I <sighs> you. You don't like what? I hear you. But, but what are you considering? What are you considering boring? Like, like because it's kind of based on what we want as a people, as an individual. All right. Well, you're right. I I, I got to start hosting some rooms then, so I can un, like, I'm not. No, nothing's wrong with this room, of course, DJ. I'm, I'm not saying you, but I just hate like when we're talking and we getting kind of like we're getting like very very good into like a until a debate and it's getting kind of spicy and everybody, oh my God, reset the room, it's negative energy. I hate that. Like, it's not negative energy. Like, this is <laughs> this is the best part of the show. This is like, oh shit, oh shit. Like, I don't want to be on Clubhouse hearing y'all sound like a dictionary. Yeah, because the truth, like, I don't, I want the spice. I want to, but maybe, maybe everybody not me. Maybe everybody not me. I understand completely, but we get that in so many other rooms. It's just that sometimes we need to be able to, and this isn't necessarily about you directly, but some people don't know how to gauge that and know how to like know when too far is too fucking True. far. So sometimes you just got to put this, a stop to that shit before it gets started. Okay. Because niggas get out of control. I'm just saying, I'm like, oh, when we come... In this bitch to you know like talk about getting some money so but i understand people come to disagreements but we still should be able to disagree without you know like elevating our tone and shit well no because in real i, I okay so maybe my idea of black conversations is different we slam cards down we yell we talk crap like i like we're that not playing space no no, but that's that that's that's what I, I like to feel like I'm at when I'm with my family. I wish that it could be you. conscious and not so serious. I like I don't understand. Why can't we have fun? Why can't we argue a little bit and get back? Me and Freight and Lord argue all the time and we get right back to square one. So I mean, I don't know, everybody this is not my room. Everybody's different. But I'm gonna be me. And y'all no. can get me out at that, time. You, no you co you co-hosting in here, so you do have the ability to search yourself for how you feel and shit. I just like 
per us being in other rooms. And then also, I snapped on somebody the other day, and the motherfucker's still mad at me, fam. So I'm like, let me chill. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, niggas is tight. He still, he still. I don't think so. I think DJ assuming he he did. No, no, I I believe him because I know. Yeah, I know too. But he get over things. I I did the same thing, man. That's an that's initiation, man. I don't know. No, that's neither here nor there. Hopefully, people can um. Yeah, move on past that shit because it's like it's worse. Hey, King, I see you commenting too, (laughs) man. All right, you know what? I'm gonna take my talents elsewhere. You know what? See you. I'm through <laughs> you. You got that. You got that outside, underneath the tree, domino game type feel that you want to get from here. I feel it. I see it. What was that description? You want just be under the tree, domino. What? <laughs> like playing a, playing dominoes under the tree and everybody together and and, and just being and yes. Being you know why? Because that was my. I swear to. I think I'm having like a traumatic experience about that because. The 2000s was my favorite time of my life. So, like, older people say the 80s was, like, the favorite time of their life. The 2000s was everything to me. All I keep remembering is block parties and barbecues every weekend. And I'm like, where is that? I'm really having a traumatic I moment never this summer. I never been to a block party. It's not going to be. A girl, I'm from Philly. We throw block parties, moon bounces. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in such a need for my community. I am you such be a outside. need for unity. I want to go outside I mean, and I want to be with my, my people. Yes, I'm so I'm 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 thirsty. I'm so thirsty to be around my folks. I'm so thirsty that to, to see the them way. uncles. I'm, I'm so I'm so thirsty to see them uncles. I'm so thirsty to see kids. I used to go to the basketball court and watch the watch the local boys play basketball. I'm thirsty for that. Yes, I am. Absolutely. I ain't never had that. I- I don't know. Maybe it's because it ain't snowing where I'm at. I be seeing motherfuckers almost every day. <laughs> Wait a minute. You, you don't I, remember what I'm talking about in the two. So, what was life like in the 2000s for you? Like 2005, 2000, like when White Tea came out. Like, what was the 2000s like? Mm, you said like five, 15, 16. Um, shit, I was in the D. I was going to a fucking private school in Detroit. <laughs> Once again, boring, tomato, tomato, boring, boring, boring. No, no, no. I'm about, no, that school was in the hood, though. But, yeah, I'm about to say, How I, remember white tea, all, I remember all the snap music, all that shit. But, yeah, I'm about, for me, like, you know, as a man, like, I leave childish things in the past. I'm an adult with responsibility. I understand, but that's just me personally. Me, I'm, if it's not about business in my Life, I really don't entertain it. Like I'm not a person. Only we only reason my people go out to some of these events with these celebrities is because like they say it's business on the floor. Outside of that, fuck them parties. How I old think were you, you in 2005? Military kids is different. You said how old was I in 2005? Yeah. I was 14. I was 14. Oh, okay. 14. Oh no. I, I ain't even know the blonde hair, but. Right. Mm-hmm. What in the Tom Hill? What he was, was about to say something, from, but he uh, said he didn't want he, he King was, of the Hill. What's his name from King of the Hill? <laughs> Old power sounding eyes. Oh, that, that, that goddamn boy. <laughs> Spit that shit out, pitch. What you say? I don't want to talk no more. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh man. We love you. 
I get it. No, for sure. Because like I'm a I'm a community activist. Like I've taught children at the rec centers karate and I've done events out publicly and things like that. I get it. But I'm just where I'm at in my life, I'm I I gotta buckle down. Shit ain't sweet out here. So like I'm really locking in for development. I don't feel like I'm that's another reason why I don't go out. I'm like, what the fuck am I celebrating? I got shit to do. That's just but like I said, that's me personally. I, so, nope, I'm not jazz. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. Yo, I'm about to say, but you, like, you know, you you came up in a club environment, so of course we don't have different mindsets about that. But you all, you you know how I told you about some of my other experiences when I was in college. DJ, I really think you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about partying, popping bottles. I said, what I the fuck is the difference? I said I miss I said I miss the cookouts, the the holidays, the barbecues outside, the regular Saturday stuff. Those are parties. That's leisurely shit that doesn't is it's just like community development for, you know, just engagement. Those are and my dad be saying the same thing. He's like, You need to go spend time with your friends and family. I'll be like, shit, I got work to do. And I could do that shit in my forties. But like I said, that's just me personally. I don't know. When I got out of school, my I apartment complex was lit. I put my book bag down. I used to watch 106 in Park. And then I would go outside around my bike and everybody was outside. I just missed that. Jazz, you got you to gotta remember a lot of people that's in here is a lot older. No, me and Jazz. I resent that statement. I'm about to say most. Of, I'm about to say all of us in this bitch. I'm around. talking about. I know they got a, a younger group and they got a. a so y'all don't. Group. That's what I'm okay, just, I'm so the older that. group don't miss doing the electric slide with your aunties. Nobody no, missed that. Wow, she said, no, I don't miss that. Trauma in here. I'm. I'm sorry. I we got really. I know. I don't get me wrong. I miss. I miss uh trail rides and shit like that. Yeah. But like I told you, I never been to a block party. I never. You know what I'm saying? We ain't do that type of shit. We play dominoes underneath the tree. <laughs> <laughs> and the first time I got on domino table, my uncle and my daddy got in a fight because I called my daddy a nigga. Oh, damn. And I broke my ankle that night. That was the last time I played dominoes underneath the tree. First and last. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't. I, I, I understand where y'all, where, where, you know, how you see things, Jazz. I love it because I wish I had it. But that's the unfortunate. It's, it's going to be a yeah. lot of first for me. And you, you said the right thing, lady. You know, like, it's per, like, you know, our experiences within our lifestyle. I come from a very private um, lifestyle where we don't interact with people like that shit. I remember sometimes in our points in my family, we wasn't even giving hugs to each other because, like, I come from Marines. Like, that shit's soft in my family. <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. so, like I, my dad thought I was pretty emotional. Yo, upbringing, like I, I probably went to like probably two block parties my whole life, and they wasn't on my block. <laughs> that's the thing, and I'm straight from the country, so I mean, you wouldn't already wouldn't much to do from jump. You know what I'm saying? But set shit, shit on fire and get you get in trouble and shit. You know what I'm saying? So by the time I was. 13, I was on my own. I had been moved, skipped towns and shit, being with strangers. You know what I'm saying? So I had to really, this is a real 
You know what I'm saying? Turn around for me, me learning this shit and doing all that. And I'm 30, about to be 38, bro. I'm 37. And it took me a long time. That's why I, I really envy y'all because y'all got this shit at a younger age. Now, now it's crunch time for me. I ain't got no choice. This is my job. This is what I do. This is all I do. Research, study, come on here and get knowledge. That's it. Trying to put this shit together. And I know that there's got to be an easier way to just get out of the system and get your own. And I want to do some, I'm trying to put a package together so I can take some shit to my, anybody's 90-year-old grandma and say, sign here, sign here, sign here, and have her part of a community that's going to provide and take care of her. Yeah, I'm trying to tell y'all right now, if y'all don't start being a, a little less strict and have a little bit more fun, y'all going to lose people's attention spans, people's anxiety going to go up. This is the only way I'm able to get through this process is by making light of it a little bit. It's a it's a little bit too serious and a little bit too dramatic. We can get through this. It's it's like it's OK. It's OK to joke. It's OK to like, I don't know. It's just it's just too. This is my anxiety up when we all serious <laughs> and cringy. I got you. I got you. See, and you don't smoke weed, so that that is a just on you. And I feel, I, I feel you a little bit. I feel you. I feel you. So you know what I'm saying? Because I got anxiety too, but I, I smoke my I smoke my my my, my tweeds, and I'm good. My my little herbs, and I'm good. I. You know what I'm saying? Them doctors try to be giving me Xanax. I don't take these. Like, shoes. honestly, Michi Room is the most relaxed, is a really relaxed room. He laughs, he jokes, you know, uh, bottom. Oh, yeah, he do, jokes, yeah. You know? he do. He do laugh and joke a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's to you on the, on the easy way. Very patient, too. Very, very patient. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he's been at this for a while. So, you know what I'm saying? He, got, he has that knowledge to be kind of, you know, give it to you easy. <laughs> you know, and, and with the with the humor that comes along with it, because he can laugh about this shit, because he know what he's doing. Hey DJ, you ain't gotta bring me up all the time. I know sometimes you don't feel like dealing with me. You can leave. I ain't gonna be mad. You can leave me an audience. You can it would not be like it would not be as good as it is if you wasn't up here. You know what? Me. I felt I like know. that, but I wanted. I was gonna see I'm if he say, said. It. I don't know if you know. Like I'm not a like emotionally involved guy like that. I just literally said like we didn't even hug in my family. Like I don't be taking none of this shit personal. Like it's all it's all good here. Hey TJ moved me to the audience every day. Me and TJ got to all time. He stayed muting me and moving me to the audience. Who is TJ? I say you clearly ain't read your messages. I'm like I don't feel no way with your big hair. <laughs> I'm about to say, but yeah, like I said, it is um it's twelve now. So peace and love to What's everyone. That? I hope you all great night and um shit. Up, can't sleep in. I would jump in somebody else's room so I can listen to you all. But I no longer want to be the head moderator. So you all have a great night. Yep, peace and love. I came up here to say something. You going already? Oh, go ahead, sis. I'll wait. I ain't, I ain't like that. Go ahead. You, <laughs> you know what? I've been driving. I, I went to Magic Mountain today with my daughter and my four grandsons and I drove my own car and we drove like two and a half hours and I'm driving back towards my house now and I was listening to you guys you guys are all young and I was listening to you say you was 14 in 2005 and I was like whoa <laughs> he is young and then the other people think that you young like 
And even though they're young too, but you must be like what, 22, 23 years old, 24? Oh, no. Thirty. I'm thirty right now. You're thirty. Yes, so, so you and Jazz Man is Jazz is that it? Jazzy Man is thirty. <laughs> yeah, we the same age. We are the same age. And then I was listening to her and talking about all the things she missed. And I, I, I know what she means because when I was in my thirties, I done so. I, I would, I would lose jobs just to be partying on Saturday or Friday night. If it was a party, I had to be at work at seven in the morning. I might not, I might lose that job in a couple of weeks if a party was every weekend. <laughs> and I skated, you know, I skated until I was like forty something, and I did. I had a lot of fun. And uh, so, yeah, I came out here to Magic Mom to spend time with my daughter and my grandson. But I, I'm older, so I, I just couldn't keep walking around out there. So I left them. They out there still walking around at Magic Mountain. But anyway, I just wanted to say that, you know, I understand Jasmine needing, needing to be out there, needing to be active, needing to have fun. Because we all do, if you guys are young. You know, go ahead and have some fun. But I know we got to get this business and get our life in order. But it's going to take time. We get the most important things done. We can do the other stuff, you know, one day at a time. You know, but have fun. Even though this shit is worth crying about. You know, just to know that people been struggling and having a hard time all their life. And they didn't have to have to go through the things. Nobody from people going to jail to people losing their house or being homeless, you know. But we still need to have a little fun. And so thanks, you guys. And I'll see you guys tomorrow sometime or in the next room. See you guys Good later. Night, Day yes, yeah, yes. Yes, man. DJ, see you guys later. Thanks. Yes, ma'am. Peace. We appreciate you for um, coming on and giving us those words. And I myself will heed your words. And have some fun, you know, not be so damn rigid and listen to Jasmine words hey. as well. I hope y'all heed mine and, you know, do a little damn business and we all can have a little bit of balance. But on that note, peace and love. Peace everyone. and love. Check your phone. Divine sleep, y'all. <laughs>